Painkiller Already, episode 433 with our guest Hutch. Kyle? Couple of sponsors tonight, Squarespace and Postmates. We'll get to them later on. But yeah, Hutch is on the show. How's it going, Hutch? Very well. How are you guys doing? Good. Just doing swimmingly. This episode is also brought to you by Frontiersman Bear Attack Spray, which you too can order drunk off Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have that same spray in my golf cart. When this showed up, I was like... It, it, it hurts my girlfriend to order this. Like, and then I checked my account history and I spent $35 on bear spray. I own guns. Why did I, why did I order? Cause you don't want to kill it's the a, neighbor's dogs. That's it's, a, it's like a bear repellent. Is that what it is? It's like yeah, pepper it spray it, it for shoots, bears. It shoots 30 feet. Huh? So, you know, I, I could down bears, all these suburban bears in Missouri. Huge problem. I don't believe you. You're right. It's a lie. It's true. It's in Jersey. <laughs> I believe you if you told me. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they have bears in Jersey? Dude, tons yeah, of bears in Jersey. It's a giant problem. My, my father-in-law mowed the yard with a forty-four Magnum strapped to his hip in hopes that that might help if it came down to it. Kyle, would it? It'd help. It'd help. Yeah. yeah. Especially against a black bear. Yeah. And forty-four is a pretty big bullet. Black though, or right? brown. I mean, yes. Yeah. It was no yeah, joke. It was, a, it was actually... A, I was low-key hoping for it, <laughs> but I didn't get it. So, yeah, uh, I'd love to kill a bear with a 44 Magnum. I'm going bear hunting at some point <laughs> with a bow and arrow. I'm going to go. I, I used to look down on that, but now I want to kill a bear and put it in, and have like a bear rug. I'm so I, to, it, I, lo- I never said anything or insulted his manhood, but I always thought his gun was way more manly than his lawnmower. And he needed to step up <laughs> in the riding mower category. Isn't the 10 millimeter handgun what they recommend for like grizzlies if it's a handgun? I don't think so. No, I may have made that up. Probably a, probably a 50 uh, S&W. Oh, oh, probably. That's the big one that hurts your hand, right? Yeah, the 500 S&W. It's probably hurts bears. Cal. It hurts bears real bad if you could fucking hit them. Uh, it's not what I would want, but, but you know. You know what's like even any... more... Oh, go ahead, uh, I was, I was just going to say, you know what's even more problematic than, than going on Amazon after you've been drinking is going on Amazon after you've been smoking pot. <laughs> I, 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 ordered, I ordered 10 bags of Orza pasta... Ten bags. Of <laughs> I had no memory of ordering it until it showed up at the door in a big box. I also got high and decided it would be a good idea to to order a bigger um, cage for. We have two cats. One of them is a little bit more aggressive than the other, so sometimes she goes in a cage if she's getting a little too um, too handsy, mm-hmm. too handsy. And so I bought her this cage, it, and it took up like a quarter of the room when I put it all together. It was like five feet wide and probably seven feet tall and for a cat the whole thing t- yeah and i thought it was going to be a great idea until i put the whole thing together and then we couldn't even get into the bathroom because it was basically- <laughs> yeah that's that's what a great dane cage is like yeah it's, it's like a it's exactly i think what the sort of cage that it was built for is for big dogs mm. like a great dane you need that for a great dane though because they're enormous they're pretty big, yeah. Hutch, how are things? Mast- Mastiffs are even bigger, man. Have you have you seen them? Is that what they're called? Mastiff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mastiff. Those giant dogs that they're, are really furry. They're not as yeah, tall, they're, but they're bigger. They're, they're like thick though, with three They're like 200 pounds, these dogs. It's crazy. My sister's got a couple of them, and they, she can barely walk them. <laughs> she probably feels yeah. very safe when she's walking them, though. I don't know who would fuck with her with those dogs next to her. No. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'll cross the street if I see a particularly angsty looking pit bull i wish somebody would do something about my neighbor's fucking pit bulls 
I go out in the backyard to drink my coffee and look at the sunrise, and this big fucking pit bull is looking at me like I'm an invader, like I'm an alien being he's never seen before, even though he sees me every fucking morning when I go outside to smoke my coffee and look at the sunrise, and he comes at me like, oof, oof, Is oof. smoking your coffee an expression that I'm unfamiliar with? I said drinking it's my coffee. It's a new vape product. <laughs> yeah. I, he did hey, not. Alcohol, <laughs> I, I may have. I've Play been it back, guys. And, and so, <laughs> and, and so the, I, had, I had a lady friend over, you know, and, and she's a tiny gal, like, like, like five feet nothing, like, like 95 pounds. And I'm like, I, she's already out there sitting on the, on the ground and like, like messing with her phone. And I, I walk out and I see the pit bull staring at her and like, like growling. And I'm like, you, you didn't see the pit bull? You didn't see the pit bull? And she's like, what? What pit bull? Oh, oh God. And I'm like still in the doorway. Like, I'm not coming to save her. I'm like, get in. Come on, get in. Come on. Come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And she like <laughs> gets up and scrambles in before the pit bull can come over and fucking kill her because I was not going out there I, unarmed. Like, like what? Am I? I don't even no. have a big enough knife, uh, you know, to, to deal with that thing. Oh, you go with that thing with a knife, it's going to fuck. Have you looked at the front of a pit bull? It looks like that thing overhead presses every day. Every day. <laughs> Every it's day. Got de- that's the only dog I've seen with like chest definition. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll Sir. see, it's like that thing's got pecs. It's got giant ass triceps. Like, And she was like, you know, t- grapes are toxic to dogs. And I was like, really? So you're saying if uh, someone threw a whole bunch of like m- grapes mixed in with some Slim Jim slices over there in the backyard over there that might not have this problem anymore. And she's like, yeah. I think that solved the whole problem. Take a lot of grapes, though. And I was like, green or red? <laughs> was Michael Vick drowning pit bulls? Because that's not nearly as bad of a crime. Then He's poisoning them with them? grapes? Then poisoning... No, then like if he was drowning like a lab. Oh, um, yeah, he was drowning yeah, pit he bulls. Was yeah, drowning he was pit bulls. Okay, well then it's, it's good that he got he to come was, back. He was euthanizing the pit bulls himself? Is that yeah, yeah and, uh, it's nothing more than a I bucket. I assume it wasn't just to torture him just to torture him. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, no, he ran I, I think a... it was to torture him just to torture him because that was what they do in dog fighting. Like they'll like semi drown him and like hit him and beat him and nah. cut him and really get him angry. Yeah, they'll nah, do that. Come on. You, you know, your dog's not going to be a good fighter if you're cutting him and, and like drowning him and stuff. He's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he'd kill the ones that were weak and weren't aggressive enough, it sounded like, or the ones that were injured from a fight. And, and since they'd lost that said fight, you know, maybe they were no good anymore. But, uh, but, but, you know. I they I never thought about that Taylor. They were pit bulls. He was raping and murdering. So maybe I'm no, okay he didn't that. rape any of the. Dogs. He did rape them. It's called a rape stand uh, that you lock the female in so that the male pit bull can breed them. Pit bulls don't have sex. I heard. Um, they just spring out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they just spring they're mystical creatures. Chicken reference. Yeah. Uh, Hutch, we got off the topic of you. How are you? I, I was thinking recently. A lot of so YouTube's been around longer than Twitch. I don't know if it's been around longer, but it's been big longer. Definitely been around longer. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I feel like we've seen the life cycle. Like a lot of YouTubers have come and come and gone. They have this burnout. They're they're like the most awesome thing. Then they can't believe how amazing their lives are, and then they yeah. start hitting you with the like, "I'm depressed. I can't like I haven't been enjoying the last nine months of my life." Type thing. We've seen that repeatedly. Yeah. I think the Twitch treadmill is harder and i came to ask you about it um i don't agree okay that that, that, that hasn't well i mean it just depends on the person but like it, there's no long tail me, you no. don't work today you don't make anything and if you take off and if you don't like ma- meet your schedule 
like you're just gone. You know, people aren't wait. There's no notification. Like they're not waiting for you in the same way. They go to someone else. Um. Yeah. There's like if so if you take like a few days off that you normally wouldn't take off, the sub counts can fluctuate dramatically. Mm -hmm. But that's also a byproduct of them inter introducing Twitch Prime, which basically doubled every every streamer's income overnight at least. Like for me, it like tripled it. Mm -hmm. over time like a pretty short time too it only took like six months so there's there's a trade-off like that looks bad or it looks pretty stressful and sometimes it is stressful like i just took a week off to go take a vacation with my girlfriend and um i was you know i, I did my, I, I actually set a rule for myself i wasn't going to look at the sub count while i was gone i was only going to look at it when i got back and it ended up being like a few hundred subs which is kind of a lot you know but uh mm -hmm. it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be the thing with Twitch is it's more like um, I feel like YouTube takes more like a lot more. Uh, oh, I don't know. Now I'm breaking it down into two simple terms because I was going to say I feel like YouTube YouTube takes a lot more uh, creativity because you have to make sure that you're packing ideally like your most entertaining five or ten minutes into this video. Um, uh, but then you have streamers like Doc who puts a shitload of effort into his production value and, mm -hmm. and you can tell that he'll sit there and brainstorm ideas and sort of flesh them out and then he just does this stuff that nobody else is doing so again i think it really depends on on who you talk to but in my experience twitch has been much more uh like health much healthier for me and healthier that's and, and the other and the other thing too is like it's uh, before i before you start talking again but like the youtube the so much of it is based on algorithms that change sometimes month to month and they'll introduce some big change and, and it, we've all been seeing it happening pretty slowly but steadily over the last 10 years where they're kind of slowly pushing out the sort of the content that was really popular around the time that like we were coming up and they're they're making more space for like the jimmy kimmel clips and the and the youtubers that are super brand safe and um uh, I think that's by design. I think they mm -hmm. they purposefully kind of been slow rolling these changes so as not to disrupt the platform and then you know sort of like get people used to the temperature like gradually instead of just throwing you into a hot tub. Mm -hmm. um, but it it YouTube can be very 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 volatile in that respect. And so the fact that I've refocused my energy to different platforms, not just <clears throat> Twitch, but now Twitter's you know has monetization and and there's all these other avenues that weren't there like ten years ago. And I'm I feel way happier now then I, I yeah i, I think twitch is only like that much worse and like like that for people like wings who are are, are, are so hated cut you up to speed on wings no uh, so no. um there is an economy that has sprouted around wings and they what they do is they take clips of his stream the worst parts which to be fair which sometimes the most interesting parts if he streams for three hours, they get half an hour of content. Let's be clear about this. <laughs> like, 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 it's not like they've got three minute long videos. And, and they're monetizing it on, on YouTube? They'll oh, be yeah. uploading it and monetizing it? Yeah. Some are. And, uh, get money on it? And, and <laughs> there'll be moments he died and perhaps didn't react uh, maturely about it. You know, like it, I die and I blame it on you, Hutch. Like, damn it, Hutch. Why weren't you backing me up? I'm dead now. And uh, so there'll be that. Uh, anyway, they just take a whole m montage of the worst moments of his stream, string it together, and say, like, you know, check out Wings' latest meltdown, angry stream fail, whatever. And, the, I mean, these videos get tens of thousands of views, sometimes hundreds of thousands. So 
And what it equates to, and I, I keep using this term, is it, so Wings says I have a lot of other career options. So what he's doing is he's just selling his mental health for cash in hopes of opening some other door later. You know, maybe he'll get fit and become a fireman or something like that. How is he monetizing it? What do you mean he's selling? So he's on Twi uh, Twitch, I meant to say. And, uh, oh, and he gets, you know, subs and donations just like everybody else. Okay. He's like, he's a lot more famous than his income would imply. Right. You know, so the, there's these other guys, Sean Ranklin, lean. I can't even name them all. Conway con man, Conway con man, Conway Conman. <laughs> um, who make videos. And so they're wings getting, of lardation. they're getting tons of views and like the wings ecosystem is fairly large even though not everybody wants to actually see it live on stream and donate it to wings himself. And uh, so he's probably the most extreme example of like selling your health for cash. No, ice Poseidon is, has got to be the most extreme example. of. I was going to say ice Poseidon your, is right your, there. Your mental health, your personal safety and your livelihood and your freedom for health for, for, for money. He seems to like it though. Like he seems, ah. to genuine, he seems to genuinely. No, uh, maybe I'm totally out base here. No, he's not, he's he's he's, he's moving right now. Like he's in the process of like trying to move to a new place, um, and escape. Um, some you know the FBI raided him the other day because somebody spoofed his IP and uh and oh that's right things. I read about that yeah. yeah so they have all of his computers and electronics so he's he's got a lorry that's like twenty five that to retain or seven hundred an hour trying to get his shit back but that's gonna now, take a while. Would, would they prosecute him for like let's say they found no nah, I don't even want to speculate <laughs> one thing that I find <laughs> is definitely true with Ice is he. It's true with a lot of people, but he really cares what his subscribers think. You know, he his subscribers or fans or call them what you will, they flow in and out of loving and hating him. More hate than love in the last couple of months. But, you know, there are times when they're like, this is brilliant content. This is the coolest thing. I really like what you're doing here. This is creative. This is great. The first RV trip comes to mind that, you know, what did he do? What is that giant ball he got called? Is there a name for it? Where he... He got into a giant hamster ball, rolled it down the streets of L.A. and said that he was a bubble boy with Ebola and not to mess with him. That's hilarious <laughs> content. And, and he was loved. And I think that that love really like lifts him emotionally. But then he'll do other things like date the girl that his fans don't like or, you know, tell something, tell his fans something that's not true. And they get really upset. And that really hurts him. And lately it's been a lot more hurting him. But what else is he going to do? Make pizza again? Well, I think um, there there are really unhealthy ways to involve your audience, your viewers, fans, whatever you want to call them. And then I think that there are really unhealthy ways. Like some people uh, are very, very transparent with their audience, but they but they also manage to like find a rhythm over the years. Like I think about like Tom Syndicate and. Uh, um, uh, people, people like Mini Lad and like that kind of crop of YouTuber, like they're very invested in their communities, but they don't. Um, from the outside looking in, I don't know. I mean, who knows what's actually going on? And I'm not like implying that I think that they're secretly unhealthy or anything like that. But I think some people find a a, a good rhythm where they 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 balance their sort of work goals with um, audience participation or how to involve them, and then some people. Uh, and I, and I had, to, you know, I had to learn sort of like how to do this for, for me in a way that works in a healthy way, you know, so like, I, I'm not nearly as transparent as I was before, but I'm still pretty transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's important that, 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 that 
YouTubers like YouTuber or streamer or any kind of you know influencer. I don't really love that word, but it's the word. Um, like they need to take into account like their their own personal mental health and well being and stuff like that. And it's really hard to do that in the beginning when you're sort of like blowing up because it's yeah, you got to put things in perspective. I, I I think they really need to put things in perspective and realize who are who who is saying the things that might upset them and why those people might be saying those things. And, and put that in perspective. And then it's not so bad. I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get upset. That's not uh, the whole but. thing, though, right? Like, Ice is... When his fans are mad at him, they're also unsubbing. They're also, like, changing his view counts. They're, like, his... Yeah. Look, I can show no, you sub numbers. Watching. No. Um, I always thought, like, them getting mad at him was almost like... Remember when the real world was on and people would be... Or, uh whatever it was uh that new jersey show jersey shore right where it's like oh these people fucking suck these people are the worst oh are you done watching well no i want to see what they get up to and how awful they are next week like i always kind of thought it was that like they'll, they'll rip on him but they like the rip on him relationship maybe yeah, i'm off because i i only watch the clips you guys bring that's up been my me. experience with watching the show we we watch a couple times a week and, and you know it's it's a love-hate relationship but they keep watching where know? are they and watching him on like what platform is it his own? Oh, I, I don't it's know. YouTube, I get, right? I get sent you said you watch him a couple times a week. Yeah, Did they send me links and we YouTube watch him live. Like yeah, he streamed on YouTube yeah, for uh, ages. He got banned from Twitch. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, yeah um, certainly not on Twitch. But I, I, I really enjoyed like the streamer house and everything when he had uh, Blade on there and all those kooky characters and uh, you know Blade was pooping himself and, and getting real belligerent and stuff. And that, that was interesting. Every time he comes to St. Louis, I get so many tweets that are like, tweet ice and go hang out with them. And I'm always like, no, no, that's no. not a line of fire I want to walk into. No, yeah, <laughs> like, These guys seem pretty fucking, you know, content driven and I wouldn't want to risk being so uh, I, a shitty Andy. I looked at his, his YouTube platform and his subs and views are going down. So, and I'm not knocking him for it. I mean, they didn't, who might have knocked someone for that, right? But, um... What I'm saying is when you like you're like, hey, put it in perspective. It's just a twelve year old being an asshole. Like, ah, I guess, but these are your customers too. And it's hard to just not care what your customers think when when the world is moving on to the next guy, when people are upset with you in that kind of way, then it's not just people being an asshole to you in the personal relationship, although that might be part of it. It's also like my identity. Like it, Ice's greatest success came out of this sort of social media like i don't know entrepreneurship and when that gets taken away from you it's like ah oh, that was the greatest thing about me and now all they do is hop on and call me an asshole and leave and it, i think it hurts. i think with him it's pretty cyclical though right you know it, it's like like he's been up and then down and then up and then down and mm -hmm. then he, it, it seems oh, like i'm not calling him dead yeah, that yeah wouldn't be I, I, I think right now the pro reason he's probably a little bit diminished is he's probably not making any content because he's trying to get his legal yeah. shit sorted but, out. And but again, it's important that you can't understate enough just how important the algorithm is on the back end of, of YouTube because uh, you could be doing the same sort of thing. You could be connecting with the audience in the same sort of way that made you successful before. But if they decide that they don't want to feature your content as heavily as they did in months and years previously, then they just tweak the algorithm and then that's kind of it. And you're totally at the whim of that. And like, so, but then, then there's also like, you can't just, you can't, the flip side of that is that you can't just blame the algorithm if you're, if you're, if your channel isn't headed in the direction that you, you want it to be. But 
but it really does play a, a very very significant role and there's a lot there are a lot of content uh creators on youtube right now that are seeing their views diminish substantially like in the last two months like really big gaming youtubers and you can see them tweeting about it it's not just one person it's like several people that are like i don't know what to do i i, I haven't really changed my formula mm-hmm. people still like the stuff but the, the, this video is getting a quarter of the views that it was getting the same kind of video would have got last week um and that's just something that you don't need to worry about did they do that to Twitch. pewdiepie where like he, he never makes the front page anymore even though i don't, I don't watch really? his videos but i know when i do see the front page of youtube which the way they do it now is so shit compared to the way they used to with your subscriptions. Like it, it's it's trash. Like they're trying to get me to watch Kimmel. Just a couple clicks away, a clicks away. Yeah, say. yeah. Well, it's just one click. I think on the side, you just click on the subscription. Yeah, but even then, open but even the then, side, they, go to the side. Yeah, that's still they, a gate that, that you're forcing people that, to open, and that's not going to happen. And there's no guarantee that if you upload a video, it'll show up in the subscriber feed. So even if they click on subscribers, they still have an algorithm that determines which videos. Is that true? I didn't know that was true. I, I love I, that I, they changed. Fairly what, certain that's the case. You remember the Seinfeld episode where he's where he's like, she's like. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have your reservation. He's like, but I made a reservation. And she's like, yes, but it's gone. I don't think you know what a, how a reservation works. Yeah. It's like YouTube forgot what a subscription means. So everybody has to be like, hey, subscribe to me. And click this bell that means you really, really subscribe to me. Dude, they're uh, smarter every day. I watched a video of his like a year ago. He's like, here's what I want you to do. Sounds crazy. I want you to unsubscribe, resubscribe, and click the bell. And he had all his users do that. And it was like, man, now I, I assume he knows what he's doing, but now he has all these fresh subscribers. Go ahead and do that, that, guys, that really by the way. Friendly, Maybe it works. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is, is Smarter Every Day, that super friendly, like, southern guy, I, who will be like, hey, guys, today we're going to look at exactly how a slap shot happens. Like, it sounds we'll like a video stuff. he'd make, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know about the PewDiePie thing, though. I mean, maybe it's certainly possible. Like, if you're this is a capitalist-driven economy, and and you know, YouTube is out to make the most money that they can possibly make, and they want to attract the biggest advertisers and the biggest mm-hmm. audience they can. And um, but but PewDiePie is kind of unique in that in that respect because it's like the more they try to stomp him down, the stronger he becomes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like he's sort of like he's sort of taken on this role of sort of like an avatar for everybody that wants to sort of restore the platform and, and sort of the internet at large to sort of like the wild yeah. wild west of 10, 15 years ago. And so he's like the ultimate martyr, I think, to 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 a lot of people, like everybody that tries to bring him down, Wall Street Journal articles and stuff like that. It really makes him 10 times stronger every time. They Remember, do that. lads, subscribe to Foodie Foy. <laughs> yeah, that got so him some video. subs. Yeah, I bet probably. that did get him some subs. I didn't. I couldn't listen to that. I didn't. Is that what he sounded Ooh. like? Is that, what are we talking so he about? Was a, the, he was the, a New Zealander, so he probably yeah, yeah. sounded like that. Oh, the murder guy. Yeah, that was mortifying. If I was Felix, I would have been devastated to hear something like that. He it responded like he really was. well. He said, "Yeah, he I thought, did. yeah." I thought it was really good. I, I, I was worried that he wasn't going to respond, and then he did like a few hours later. So I think he was he was asleep when it was happening. Or I, something I like forget that, where I saw it, but I saw some shitty person be like, you know, he said to subscribe to PewDiePie, known like a Nazi saluter, the whatever, like all the things that like he got <laughs> slandered white with. white supremacist PewDiePie. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're dragging out that old thing, and and. 
Yeah. Well, oh, that's, man. The, that's the problem with the conversation is that I think like, I think even Felix would probably tell you, I'm just guessing, I have no idea, but I think even PewDiePie would even tell you that he can acknowledge the mistakes that he's made along the way. And I think it's, a, I think it is important to hold someone like PewDiePie to a, to a, to a, to a higher standard when it comes to these sorts of things. But you can't even have that conversation because there's so many people on the extreme end of the spectrum that are literally calling him a Nazi. And, and um, yeah, speaking of people supremacist. getting called a Nazi, did, did are you aware of the wings drama uh, that, that has to do with that? No. So, so, so he, 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 re, he added, um, what's it called? Talk to text or whatever. Um, okay. Text yeah. To talk, whatever oh, text it's called. to speech. Yeah. 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 Where you donate. And you, <laughs> never, and, never a good idea in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good idea. And um, someone said, Hey wings, what are your thoughts on, um, oh, on, um, national socialism you know what what, what do you think <laughs> national socialism socialism is the nazi party by the way okay that that's what the nazi that's what nazi is 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 an acronym for it and he's like you know no oh god sorry go ahead you know uh i think we should try it. <laughs> <laughs> i think we should give it a shot you know it'll never happen in this country because you know people aren't into it but I think it could work. And I think he, he thought they meant democratic socialism, which I believe is Bernie Sanders, uh, like self-definition. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but instead now they're branding him as a fucking white supremacist Nazi. And that's not true. Poor I'm Wings. giggling about it, but it's not true. Wings isn't a Nazi. Come on guys. No, no, just, yeah. just as an aside, <laughs> just as an, an aside here, the Nazis were not socialists. I've had many yes. about this on Twitter, but it's I just, right in their name, Hutch. Oh, so you're telling me the People's Democratic Republic of the Congo is neither democratic nor republic. <laughs> <laughs> pretty mind, pretty mind blowing stuff. But they wouldn't be allowed to lie. Well, fascists <laughs> like to give themselves a different name to make things a little smoother. You got to right? use the transition. You can't just jump in there with the fascism. Like gotta, a hot tub. Yeah. Like a hot tub. Like, it's, like, <laughs> like, it's like when the Catholic Church uh, took over in Rome, and then they switched from paganism, and then they used a lot of the same symbology. You got to kind of ease into it. I mean, that's where, like, Absolutely. how many religions has Christmas been born stolen from? But I, oh, I, my God. A ton? Yeah. It, it was just the winter solstice back in the day. Yeah, uh, Jesus was not born in December. Uh, yeah, we have no idea. Or at all. Is it there, like, a 1 in 12 chance he was born in December? Am I crazy? I think they're, uh, I think they're pretty sure about when he was born based Matt on the scripture. Out. It does check out, but I think people fuck more in in the summer, so it might actually be like more March or so. I yeah, I could see springtime loving. You know, wait, did I do March right, or would it be April? No, no, no. I, One I, of those, I think I think that February? like using the scripture, March, they know they know roughly when Jesus was born because of something that was said that said. Uh, yeah, it's like twenty seven years after what they allege. Like somebody made a mistake with the calendar way a long time ago, but the the actual supposed date that he was born or year that he was born was actually i think like 27 or maybe he was born like at 27 years old mm -hmm. did you even think of that uh well just no, destroyed <laughs> mary's pussy coming out <laughs> 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 why couldn't you put him in as a baby well someone fucked the years up and so many pages in this book uh, by the so way wings is text to speech thing to me, I could be wrong. I could, he might just not have thought of it, but I feel like he made a calculated move to sell his mental health for money. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take a lot of shit, but $5 at a time. I think you think more of his calculations than, than is there. Um, 
you know, he's just trying to trying to trying to be a businessman, trying to do his thing over there, make money and uh, get views, get subs, and, and play video games for fun. You know, with, I get the impression that he's he's in he's in like survival mode, and he's been in he's been in survival mode for like a long. He's time. okay. He's Everybody like, says that like, he, he's he's doing okay. Like he makes I, decent money. No, I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, sure that may be the case, but he's like very. I haven't I haven't I haven't seen what he's been doing in a long time, but. There's like a solid like seven years where where all the content that I saw from him was expression of anxiety about yeah. his job and where it was. So going. he's a pretty strong rainbow player. Um, he's what diamond. He's a diamond level rainbow player on PlayStation, and uh, and he'll still hop on like RPGs and stuff and uh, and do quite well at them. Um, they they'll mock him if he plays God of War on the highest highest difficulty. He doesn't do well, but that shit's hard as fuck. And uh, and and he'll still get on Call of Duty. He'll play uh, COD Four Remastered, Modern Warfare Remastered. He'll play. Uh, he played a little bit of not Blackout, but um, like the multiplayer of the new COD. And uh, he doesn't like Battle Royale for some reason. I and, no, I, he's been I playing Battle Royale that, lately. I wasn't the saying that he's like one. barely hanging on financially. Yeah. I was saying that like he, the, his he seems very consumed with the stress of of worrying about the future. And, oh yeah, and oh, even yeah. if he's doing like well in the moment, like. He's not in the career path where he's like stockpiling in a 401k and like saving a ton away for later. Like, like it, it seems like to Hutch's point, he's always kind of afraid of that last thing dropping, like the, the straw that's going to break the camel's back. And when you get booted out of this industry, unless you've socked a lot away, that could be fucking stressful. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to go say to an employer? Oh, what have you done for the last uh, 12 years? Well, I've made a YouTube channel about gaming. Are you familiar he's with Diamond Level Rainbow? <laughs> oh my god well you're hired you name your price sir. i'm the best think, black think, beard in north america I, I think like somebody who is uh kind of savvy would be able to make a good pitch to i mean it just depends on where you want to go it'd be hard to mm -hmm. parlay your youtubing career into like owning a restaurant as if that would yeah. be relevant experience you try it into sales there's a, well, I mean, or just like tech company or like working for some website as like a social media manager or something like that there's like a lot of mm -hmm. different areas i, I Room for lateral movement. you do worry that they'll google you you know what are they going to find if they find wings they're going to find sean ranklin's channel which i just saw has like forty-five thousand subscribers and 15 million views yeah and it's just it's just all wings, wings content. it's all yeah. wings con and by the way the mr mediker video he did like a year ago a million views now yep that's yeah. all yep. and it's none of the there isn't a minute of positive stuff in all that 16 million views no it's very very uh negative <laughs> very negative yeah yeah but but all true all true no lies in there either uh but that's yeah. got to be stressful like imagine sitting like really like put yourself in the shoes of your people are uploading content of your least flattering moments all day like that would make you feel shitty it like would. even if like even if they're shitty moments that aren't even spliced together that you genuinely said you gotta try to be better. You gotta try to stop making shitty moments. Like, like if he were just, if he just thought about what he said before he said it, then I mean, I mean, last no week was watch. the white. Last week was white nationalism. What's next week? Like, like, like national like, socialism, been, right? Yeah, yeah, national socialism. That is like, a like, funny like, question to ask. Like, yes, what do you think about national socialism. Talk about a gotcha question. <laughs> I know, oh, right? Yeah. They should do that well, on politicians. I think that'd be fun. Come on, he doesn't have Google. You know, he, you know he had... the nationalist, and the more this this uh, this Mexican woman from New York talks, the more I'm coming around to socialism. So I could see it definitely working. <laughs> I mean, Trump. If, if, if I were to ask that question and I didn't know that that was Nazism, I would. I'd be like, well, hang on, I'm not very familiar 
with Demo- with uh, with National Socialism. Let me understand what that is. Let me check Wikipedia real quick. Hmm. Well, it seems quite evil, um, and it has a rough uh, history behind it. I don't think I'm for it. I'm going to stay on the fence, but I don't think I'm for it. I'll tell you <laughs> That's what. All you had to say. If you ask 10 YouTubers that question, and they answered, I think a, eight would get it wrong. They'd mix it up with democratic socialism. If you just Google it, there's a picture of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to believe that's true. It doesn't even national socialism. I'm it's sure Nazism. It's yeah, yeah, of course. But like, yeah. you don't have time it's... to Google. Yeah, he does. It's, He's it got takes, all the time in the seconds. world. It's his clock. <laughs> you, know, you know that like expression? A... You know, I'm on someone else's clock. No, you are the clock. You own the clock. You're here as long or as short as you want. You can be like, well, give me an hour to do a little research. I'll get back to you, Slim Jim 101. How do you, you guys? Oh. How, how do you guys look at the? political spectrum because that's a conversation that's been popping up these days because like some people see it as just straight left to right and then some people see it like a horseshoe with socialism on one end and fascism on the other end and then some people look at like a um like a two-dimensional chart instead of a linear i almost chart. feel like, like it evolved. doesn't make sense i feel like there was a grab bag of topics like all right we're gonna take um Capital punishment and abortion and cigarettes for some reason and church on our team. And then your team is going to get pot, uh, pro-life and anti-guns and pro-gay. And it's like these things don't even like go together. Wait a minute. I like several of those things. (laughs) Yeah. Can I have the pro-gay, the weed, (laughs) the guns and the abortion? You can cap the rest. No, no, I'm sorry, Kyle. You have Shit. to choose blue or red. There's no you purple. You should be able here. to be a la carte. Like I used to be way more team versus team, but like it I I really I just I think all of these fuckers don't give a shit. They don't care about you. Behind closed doors, they're like laughing. Like we were like not maybe not laughing together in that way, but they definitely put a front of, ooh, you guys on the right, ooh, you guys on the left. Like they I, I, I'm way more now just anti-establishment. Like, yeah, I'm with you. There. I, I don't I, like Trump has fucked up so many things. He hasn't followed any of his any of his guarantees or promises. He followed he's, some of them. That's not true. But for the most part, he's like, like he was supposed to be. Oh, I'm anti-war, anti-this. Oh, we're not. We're gonna get out of these wars. We're gonna get out of this or that. And then he'll do his like blustering. We're getting out of Syria on Twitter. And then you'll see like three weeks, nothing happens. And then you'll like a little article pop up, and it's like, well, actually, no. No, no, we're going to keep people in Syria. And it's like, he'll, he'll tweet what he's he, he's going to do and then not do it at all. I looked into he's that kept, recently, and it's promises. better than I thought. Like, I, I was with the same mindset. I'm like, dude, now he's leaving people in Syria. Let's, let's look into this so I, so I have it right. I think their numbers are going from like 6,000 to 600. Like, this is a pretty significant improvement. If you Yeah, think we're getting like out of it, and the Russians are going to take over. But, but there's still so many it. contractors over there. They'll be like, oh, there's only 40 U.S. soldiers, but we have a bunch <laughs> of Blackwater-style people still over there. Well, I got no problem with that. I got a problem with like like private individuals. make like, like if you're in the military, you're ordered to go there, right? But if you're a private contractor, you're like, hey, X amount of dollars for X amount of time in X amount, X place. You want to go? But if they're they still that working decision, on the U.S.'s behalf, so it's not really like we with left. the U.S. To, I'm, uh, it's a budget thing, somewhat for me. Oh, know? I don't they're care not, about the budget. I care about not, the men. Yeah, let's. They're not, ne- they're not nearly. They're not nearly as uh, nearly as accountable either. When you when you when you hire That's private true. contractors, yeah. are you suggesting like Syrians like are real people? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I like it when they're not as accountable. They can get their hands a little dirty. 
Mm. Uh, we've gotten yeah. our hands dirty over there for like 20 years and we've gotten nothing of it but losing dirty trillions hands. of dollars like half a million iraqis dying and a ton of americans dying like what what have we gained what tangible have we gained like that's why on the oh. left like of the democratic candidates i like uh tulsi gabbard or gabbard the most because yeah, she's like actually actually saying we're getting out of there. We're we're gonna do and who and she'll probably be exactly like everyone else who they talk big about getting out of there. Then they get taken in the back military industrial complex room, and then they come out like actually, uh, actually we need to be here. We, we and I bet she here. looks good Freaking, in a swimsuit. That's that's an attractive young lady. Which one? Freaking Rand Paul, oh, oh, Gabbard? Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Rand Paul and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez both signed on to uh, like a letter showing support for Donald Trump. Uh, pulling out of Syria? Did you guys hear about that? Of, of the no, two politicians good. in D.C., freaking Rand Paul and AOC are, I saw are that. signing their names on the same piece of paper, which is pretty well, hey, wild. Good for yeah. them then, because it's like, good, we need it's more. It's good people. when they can find some common ground. Like, like, like there should be like a whole list of things that that the far left and the far right can agree on. Well, like, we're I destabilizing that, huge parts of the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but like we're we're we we entered into this era in the 20th century and up to, in the fallout of the World War II, where all of a sudden to not go in and intervene in certain um, regions of the world would lead to even more lives lost, lost, and maybe even more American lives lost if that war were to ever somehow spill over into the Western Hemisphere. I feel like a good um, preemptive occupation. Uh, I mean, I was totally opposed to the Iraq war, but I'm saying like what's done mm -hmm. is done. That region is now very much destabilized. And if the United States were to pull out all of their troops from all of these different regions, um, and there'd the, be an oil shortage in solar and wind and nuclear, it wouldn't even be an oil nuclear. shortage. Like we get most of it from Canada. Uh, we got a lot of it in the nineties from the middle East. I think I'm pretty um, sure the top oil producer in the world is us. That's true too, but it wasn't true in the nineties. But it's a global economy, so it's fungible. I, it's, yeah, I, I follow what you're saying, but uh, I'm just saying in the '90s, if, if Iraq and if these places didn't make oil, then it would be the '70s again. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a, those mm -hmm. crazy long gas lines and all kinds of issues. But that, that's it probably is in, insane that like everybody on the left, as far as politicians and all the right wing politicians and all the left wing ones, like that's the thing they come together for. It seems like every fucking time. They'll be like, oh, no more abortion. No, we need abortion. We need abortion. Oh, well, I want more war. And they're like, no. Well, yeah, more war. More <laughs> war. And it's just enough is enough. What have we gained? We haven't done anything but destabilize regions. Let me ask you this, Taylor, because, because here's my thought process. I'd kind of like it if we capture some of these territories and make them our own. You know, like mm. I remember why I was watching Forrest Gump no. the other day. Hey, right, calm down, calm down. You know, I was watching Forrest. <laughs> well, I was being fucking serious, you bitch. No I was watching shit. For... I was watching Forrest Gump the other day, and Bubba was like, "Yeah, we're gonna take over all this. These gonna be real good shrimping waters. We're gonna, sh <laughs> we're gonna shrimp it all out." And I was like, "Yeah, I bet some of those guys over there in Nam thought that like that was the inevitable conclusion of the Vietnam." That they conflict. were going to become was... shrimp boat captains. Well, some of them will be shrimp boat <laughs> captains, and some of them will you be, got the, will be You got the teriyaki shrimp, you got the tempura shrimp, you got the lemon Asian ginger shrimp. That's about the, all the kind of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what if we had just captured a big chunk of Iraq and, and, and just made it state number 52, we right? Did, like, like, like Middle East Puerto Rico. 52? Which is the other state that you made 51? 
Did DC uh, that been, go? Well, that's I, no, I think it'd be one of those. No, yeah. no, no. We we should have Guam, Guam. That's another Afghanistan. A big chunk of Afghanistan should have been chunk. We should have been state number fifty-one. We're just glossing over that for now. <laughs> so, like, even though the Democrats in Congress signed off on that war, unfortunately, in, in was that two thousand three when that war started, that yeah. that that came. The reason we are at we're still in that region is not. I can't. I I don't think you can give democrats the equal amount of responsibility for that because it was the bush administration that pushed the intelligence agencies to give them data that they could then cherry pick from to justify going to war and they sufficiently scared the shit out of enough <laughs> democrats in congress who maybe were afraid of not getting reelected in a time where oh, yeah. it felt like the country for wanted people that like were too young day, to like remember that flesh, time you know? let me yeah. jump in like for people that were too young to remember that time they mentioned 9-11 and iraq in the same breath for years and, and uh, condy rice you know it came on and said we don't need the proof the of weapons of mass destruction to be a mushroom cloud over you know, new york city or something very close to that and they just they made it seem they did a poll Something like eighty percent of Fox News viewers believed that Iraq was behind nine eleven because they oh, just put no, no, them no. together. It, it was seventy five percent of the whole country thought yeah. that, that. Well, it lasted that. longer in in there, and they just rah rah rod that shit for ages. And um, looking back, I see it as kind of. I don't know if criminal is the word that's in my head. I guess not literally criminal, but it's I mean, literally criminal. Well, yeah, and so I, many I of these people, the that, so many of these people that did that, mm -hmm. and and at the time were like you know the neoconservatives and the neoliberals who pushed it at the time, mostly neocons who like Bill Crystal, who would be like, oh, we gotta go, we gotta go. These same fucking people still have jobs in 2019, and are the same people saying. Well, we have to go to Syria. Well, we have to do this in the Middle East. Well, we need to invade Iran. And it's like, how how is anybody taking these same people seriously? John Bolton like, should be on that you, list of yours. Yeah, the, John the, Bolton. You, you lied through your teeth about Iraq, caused an enormous amount of problems, and now we're supposed to take you seriously again? Like, it, 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 I, I just am so anti-intervention at this point. Like, just get us out. Stop. I, Stop with foreign aid. We got enough people who need shit here. Well, Stop that's, with all know, of our like interventions. The, 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 like the foreign aid, like the, when he cut off the foreign aid last week, was it? To the three Mexican countries? So you guys <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> well, you've got <laughs> North <what>? Mexico. Uh, <laughs> then, then you have Honduras, Mexico, and Guatemala, Mexico. Uh, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, I think. Were the, that was a good guess. Right. But, Maybe yeah. El Salvador. But, but Trump's own, um, his own officials working at either state or I, I can't remember which agency collects the data on this stuff but they were i think it's state but they were touting the success of the foreign aid program in helping to uh uh curb the tide of uh these mass migrant movements that are coming up to the border if you just strip away all this aid that we've been giving these countries which is literally like buckets like drops in the bucket of our budget it's like nothing it sounds like a lot of money but it's really not uh if you take away that aid, you're just going to make the situations that or the, or the circumstances that cause people to resort to marching for 2000 miles to our border with Mexico in an attempt to uh, apply for asylum, asylum. Uh, yeah, asylum. You just make those situations. You just make those circumstances worse and you're going to have more people coming over. The here. president so, of the United States said that those countries were organizing the caravans and sending them to us. And that's why he cut the aid. Are you calling... Donald J. Trump a liar? 
Um, I mean, the Mexico, Mexico, were, Mexico did provide transit to people who showed up at their southern. Yeah, border. and and there were there were third party groups that were funding those things and providing the transport and and organizing them and stuff because you well, know I mean, but Mexico you don't grassroots that sort of thing out of nowhere. Mexico deals with way way worse consequences of these caravans than the United States does because they're and they the have much stricter that... laws about it. Why do they have worse? I don't understand that because it seems to be like they just pass through Mexico. What makes you say that? It's oh no, worse they just shit everywhere, stay. Woody. Many many of them stay. Uh, <laughs> do they leave their empty Cheetos bags right in Mexico as they head yeah. through? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this litter. We need a, a a Reddit movement where people pick up and show the trash bags. <laughs> it's, it's a really terrible, terrible, terrible situation that's going on in these countries and. You know, these caravans have been happening for fucking 14 years and a fraction of these people are allowed to enter enter the country when they're <laughs> fleeing situations that any one of us in this call would probably want to flee as well. And so I think like that gets the thing that gets lost in the conversation a lot of the times is the humanity behind these people. So and the way that they the way that they convince you to turn on these or, or to have these sort of opinions about these people is you label them all as criminals and fucking uh, vermin and some and, are and, they're just know, weak sure, sure, if i was sure, in that situation but... i'm so badass i'd be king of the landfill i'd plant the woodworth flag right on top of there declare all this shit is mine and but I, I, think the asylum like... thing, I think the way asylum works is they're supposed to be looking for they're trying to be they're trying to escape something right and 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 but but they're like they're going through like three countries on the way to the u.s being like it, it's like uh, yeah, you have gold, to stop, it, it's like, like Goldilocks. On the it's like Goldilocks in the porridge, country. right? They're, they're like, mm, it's a little too warm. Ah, this is a little too cool. Oh, you Texas ahead? That's just right. Well, part and, of the reason why they march isn't isn't because they think they're going to get into the country. It's actually like a part of a. It's it's to send a political message to the world because but, the United States play. They have a lot of time and and money on their hands if they can uproot their lives and drag their family two thousand miles to make a political statement. I don't think it's. That's actually a really low. Very logical thing to, do. to say that these people have a lot of money to spend on this. Exactly, they don't. It's, I don't think they they're making a political statement. I think they're literally trying to find somewhere to well, go. No, they, they well, yeah, they're trying are. to get into the U.S. Well, like, many of them are, but but the 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 perp like one of the larger purposes of these caravans is is a is almost a form of protest, and they'll even the 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 people that organize these things and have been again for like the last fourteen years, they'll they'll say the same thing. They'll say like, oh yeah, part of, part of the reason why they're doing this is because the United States played such an integral role in destabilizing these countries like Guatemala and El Salvador, um, especially during like the eighties under Reagan. Uh, and so th this is what you would call blowback from our previous mistakes. And yeah, the, so... the, the groups certainly have that, that motivation. But if you think about it, they're absolutely using these individuals, these poor families and such, to make their political statement by sending them 2,000 miles across a, a, a really rough Who's area. they? The globalists. No, Kyle said they are making a political statement by sending Oh, yeah, those third-party groups that organize these, but who these, are they? Uh, these caravans. They're they're just they're basically activists in their home countries that yeah. sort of get these, get these caravans going and and part of the part of the reason why they do it is to raise awareness of the circumstances that these people face and the United States role in that. So yeah. Well, I don't I don't think anybody can make the argument that the U.S. hasn't gone around. I, I mean, I think it's interesting that you said like we're destabilizing the Middle East over there with our troops and that that actually is kind of helping stem the tide of of migrants, but that same behavior in South America is causing like the tide. Well, there's more, way more migrants coming in from South America. Well, definitely, because there's a physical area there. Yeah. 
But like, well, it, well even I didn't so, say to like, stand like, the t- stand, st- ten, like to to stop the tide of migrants from the Middle East. I don't think I said that, did I? I didn't. Maybe I, I misheard. I thought you were saying that it would help that us having troops there still is more helpful than it is harmful in some way. But what we did in South America was criminal in the 80s. You know, destabilizing well, democratically elected governments, um, you know, assassinations. All, all over the all, place, all, too. All, all sort of coups, all sort of black ops uh, They're trying to get us to do it in Venezuela right fucking now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's but, insane. I, that, but that's all part of the yeah. whole, like, they, they making, they're trying to make socialism the boogeyman, and so they they turn Maduro into the, you know, their 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 big boogeyman villain and and by all accounts he's not a great guy not a good leader and it's doing a lot of real harm to the country um but i think i think a lot of the rhetoric the escalated rhetoric around maybe even proposing military intervention comes from the fact that they just want to they want to position themselves and i mean like the republican party right now is sort of like it's like they're the antithesis to the boogeyman of socialism and so they just Use I, I, I think that we killed Hugo Chavez, the uh, the former president of Venezuela. I think we took him out. He got cancer and died in like three months or something like that. I, how does that how does it happen to a head of state? Let's see. How many, well, how many, what kind of cancer what, did he have? I, I don't recall exactly. So if it was kind. like pancreatic, that's totally. We, 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 was this PK? We were just talking about how some cancers were fast. Yeah, yeah, but but mm-hmm. but if he's they they kill quickly. But they do, but but they have to form out of something. This is a this is a, a, a head of state. If Donald Trump were getting cancer, we'd know it at like stage point five because he's getting those those physicals frequently, and he's and someone's looking after our president. I'm sure they did the same thing in Venezuela. Trump is the healthiest president we've yeah, ever the had. Numbers, but they won't be like Trump's no, not getting cancer, have- Kyle. They're not going to lie and be like, no, Mr. Trump, you don't have cancer. You're strong as a bull. He, he, like they're going to be like totally would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they that. the, you tested positive for everything. That's what his last doctor said. No, it's one of the, you know, it's one of the craziest things about the migrant caravan situation is that if we would have let every single person from every single one of these caravans over the last couple decades into the country, they would still only represent like 0.0001% of the population and it's still being branded as an invasion. I'd have to and press one a, to speak in Nicaraguan and I won't stand for that. Nope. Nope. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm in a hurry when I call the bank. God damn it. I don't need those extra options. Yeah, they don't even, they, they never think even said what kind of cancer he had. Yo, Kiro Taco Bell. Get that little dog out of here, too. Why do, but why do, why, do Americans, why do Americans get pissed off at the idea of speaking a different language? Like, why would you discourage Don't you make from, me like, learn things, be, Because Because traditionally, America has been a melting pot where you come here and you assimilate to our thing. You, come, you came as an Italian, but now you're an American. You came as an Irishman, but now you're an American. And, and assimilate. Assimilation is a big part of, uh, of American culture. Other countries say that America doesn't have a culture, but we absolutely do. But but one of the things is speaking a lot language. of different cultures, though. Though I mean, it's like Dude, absolutely. I, I agree with Kyle so much on like I'm goofing a lot in the show, but the idea that we're a melting pot rather than a salad bowl, I think, is important and it's good. And that's not to say that you need to lose your culture. It's just to say that you need to blend it in. I'm more than happy to you know, bring your food. Your food is always good. You know, bring Love your it. culture. Bring you know, some morality. I don't know whatever it is you bring. Bring your religions. I'm open to all these ideas, but melt it in. You know, when you stay and become your salad bowl and every part is different, that's what tears countries apart. When countries are mm-hmm. fundamentally different, left and right, when countries are fundamentally different, English and Spanish, when companies are fundamentally different, I don't know, Catholic and Muslim, then over time, 
they get angrier and angrier and they become more divided and they're not the same people and they're yeah, not the and same more violent. culture. Look at Brazil. And they, okay. So I, I really, really feel strongly about this idea that we're a melting pot. And this might sound overbearing, but it wouldn't be crazy to me to be like, you know what? Like, we don't want a Chinatown here. So if you want to come in from China, these are the 700 places you can choose from because they have a light Chinese representation today. You can't move straight to a place with a dense Chinese representation. Like That, that, that sounds overbearing, but it no, prevents salaries. Uh, I'm trying to think of what they call it in Minnesota. They have that... Um, Dearborn? Deer Park? There's, they call it Little Somalia. Because oh yeah, because this. they just like, little Mogadishu, them. little oh. Mogadishu, because there's so many Somalians there, and uh, my friend who lives up there is like, he's like, oh, we're terrified. Like, yeah, the but crime, these people, these the people crime are more, insane. They're more likely to have uh, 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 a master's degree. They're more likely to to uh, to to be small business owners. So it's not like these people are coming. Thank in you, Mr. Trump. And... Yeah, little Mogadishu <laughs> is in Minneapolis. I just googling; it's new to me. Yeah, there's there's little pockets of the Midwest right. where there's a, a heavy, po where, uh, heavy population of Somali Somali immigrants, but these people are not coming in and ruining the culture. They're coming in and contributing to the economy and getting good educations and you know creating literally creating jobs. So yeah, I don't Osama, really... wasn't Osama bin Laden educated over here. I think he well he was like a CIA guy. Like the the CIA had him doing shit. Uh, I, I don't I don't know about all that. I think we should switch no, gears. No, it, it's like a known from, thing. <laughs> I, I, oh, I know that we were that he was part of the Mojahedin, uh, Mujahideen or whatever, and that we were giving them rockets to take down uh, Russian. I don't think we educated him here on the states, though. I don't think Soviet uh, uh, Soviet choppers and stuff like that. Um, I know he's been over here, but uh, but yeah, maybe we should switch gears from the heavily biased political talk to maybe mm -hmm. something more silly. I, I know Taylor has an interesting thing up here. About yeah, I've got it right in front of me. Oh happy. yeah, th this article I call this. Uh, this is a new segment we're doing. The coolest guy of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I know it's this next. guy is the coolest guy of the week because he had the the balls and the bravery to do what all of us want to do when someone puts cans of food over our chips at the grocery store. He strangled the man. <laughs> for it. And you know what? He's paying for that food. Did he kill and this guy or did he just hurt him? I haven't clicked the article yet. The man, <laughs> I've only the read the was charged with simple let, assault. Let me read it. Uh, a Pennsylvania <laughs> man lost his cool over how a store clerk was bagging his groceries, choking the cashier for putting potato chips and canned goods in the same bag. According to Fairview <laughs> Township Police, Bradley Bauer was shopping with his wife at Giant Food Store on February 2nd when the alleged attacker... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, when he allegedly attacked the cashier for the way the clerk was handling his groceries. Uh, he explained to the officer that the clerk, he asked the clerk not to throw his groceries around. The man said he had several bags of chips and did not want to get them all smashed several. up. Several. Look at the guy. Of course he's got several. <laughs> he looks bags. like a guy who can put away a couple <laughs> chips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, that guy's cool as shit. Good the for victim him. said, do you have a problem with me? Because... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. The victim told police he had paid for his groceries, and while he was walking away, he turned and asked him, do you have a problem with me? Because I have a problem with you. The victim told officers he thought Bauer was kidding and replied to the man, do you? Like, he didn't think that I have a problem yeah. with you was serious. <laughs> That's when the police said Bauer attacked the cashier, grabbing him around the neck, shoving the clerk against the cash register while calling the victim an idiot. You might be onto something there. And the yeah. clerk was able to push Bauer away while the manager called the police. The only way this could turn me off this guy is if it turned out that this was one of the many Down Syndrome baggers. 
at those places because that yes. would be inappropriate. But if I this had is a the sound of my right, individual. Right. There's just one more that. sentence I want to get in. Okay. He was already having a bad day, and the chip sent him over the edge. Who there can't relate Look, to that? I'm on his side. Uh -huh. I, I can relate. I relate 100%. <laughs> you crush my nacho cheese Doritos with a couple of cans of Campbell's soup, and we're going to throw down. I'm going to have to strangle you a little bit. Now, if the, if the bag boy was handicapped in some way, I might be able to, to deal with him directly. Like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's put the cans in that bag and the, yeah, put my bread and chips in this other bag, the soft bag. Let's <clears> keep them separate. I had a bag girl today at the grocery store. I'm just getting a few items in. Toilet paper, some fabric softener, that sort of thing. She had a whole gimpy arm. Her right arm was all gimped up. It was Aww. all shriveled. Why and is twisted. she a bagger? The one job that she shouldn't <laughs> have. That and Major League Pitcher, I suppose. But that wasn't in the car. Was she like lifting up like one paper bag, like <laughs> Jesus Punch doesn't think this is funny at all. <laughs> I was like, get your crippled ass away from my fucking, my fucking groceries. I got places to be, little girl. She was like 17. And you know, she told me to have a nice day, and I told her. She's you lucky have a nice she didn't day get choked too. out. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just, I, the I, nicest people at those grocery stores are the handicapped ones. I was walking oh, yeah. out with some uh, some Polar, which is like the poor man's LaCroix, the other day with like the full 12 pack of it. And as I was getting outside, it wasn't in a bag, obviously. The whole thing just tore open because it was wet. And they were all over the sidewalk and like rolling into the road. And I was starting to collect them. And then I noticed another set of hands bending down, helping me. <laughs> Who was it? But the mentally handicapped man who had previously bagged my groceries, he saw me oh. in need, and his kindness compelled him to help. Now Didn't that's a man I would only Wait, rarely. But he strangle. was the one that bagged your groceries. Yeah, he bagged them, and then he must have seen. Did he incompetently bag them because they all fell out of the bottom of the bag? No, no, no. It, it was like you know the twelve packs of soda. Was or, the bag wet because get? he was drooling? It wasn't the bag that was wet. It was the actual cardboard container. The, there was no fault ah. to the hand to the the retarded okay. man. Mm, yeah that's good so why, um, why are i was just buying, i wanted to why balance are you buying, it out why are you buying polar when you could just get a freaking soda stream man Let, those things will change your life i do have a soda stream but i was out of air and uh <laughs> the only place i know to get it is macy's and I what the hell is macy's. a soda stream do you have like it's a an at home soda making machine it's got these big or, hutch take it away yeah they're great no it's just it's super easy you got to get these co2 canisters right and then you you, yep. you, you be like you just you screw them in. You don't need it's. It's really not hard to set it up, and then you just and it makes you a carbonated beverage. So it and gives yes. you the water that's the bad kind. When you taste it, you're like, oh my god, this. It wasn't gives you water. the whole soda. You get yep. you, just like just like the Keurig. You get you get all these pods of flavors, mm -hmm. and you can have any soda you want. And they and they're real careful about how they rip off those major soda <laughs> corporations. Doctor Pecker. But they'll be they'll, they'll be <laughs> <Dr>. like, <Pecker. laughs> oh, that's a cool ass porn name. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I like standard issue carbonated water. Have some cope. I get, it helps me burp, you know. I get all that gas out and stuff. No, I'm on the same page. I don't like the I don't like their like Club Shasta soda. Cola or whatever the fuck they have. I don't like yeah. their like diet uh, oh, Alpine like, oh. Dew or any of that. Like just the just the sparkling tastes like water. A, tastes like a recently recarbonated flat soda, like soda yep. that had already gone flat. That's what those flavors taste like to me. I don't fuck with them. I want to figure out what do you put in there to make it taste like Lacroix. Uh, I mean nothing. I, do do they do flavoring to their drinks? I I thought it was you just straight. Put some carbonated. fruit juice in there, man. Just put a little. Yeah, I was laughing at a tweet I saw about Lacroix where a guy's like, 
LaCroix is like drinking water and having somebody yell out the name of a fruit in the other room. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, like, there's really like, not much flavor. And they're only like 50 bucks too, the soda stream. And you can buy the um, CO2 canisters on Amazon. You don't need to go to... Yeah. Oh, shit. Mexico's I should have thought of that. I, yeah. I just soda's pretty fucking cheap. I, I I'll just keep buying soda because I'm a big fan of of Diet Pepsi and uh, and and it tastes like Diet Pepsi. I was just gonna say it's too many calories, so, but Diet Pepsi probably isn't calories. No calories at all. Yeah, but it's Diet Trump Pepsi. says never saw a thin person drink Diet Coke. I think he's he's right yeah. because he drinks that was a Diet funny Coke. joke. Yeah, that was a funny joke. And when he made that, he was a slimmer man. You know, look look everybody, the tolls of of the of, of the presidential office. You know, they, they they weigh on different men. I don't see a gray hair on his head. There no. you go. He's, that's holding up nicely. Look at Obama. <laughs> Look at Obama. Maybe uh, he stayed slim and fit. Okay, mm -hmm. good job. But he went all gray like a bitch. You know what was cool? Super so gray. Obama played Obama. basketball had come into the office. Like he was legit a basketball player. I saw him play. I, it, and uh, what happened was, like, the level of competition he played was just started dunking on him. Maybe not vert, like vit it's a term people use. They're just everyone stomping on him. And uh, he just retired from basketball because he's like, you know, I, I'm not good anymore. I don't want to. He wanna... started inviting like collegiate athletes. And, you would think and, yeah. that his wife. To come and play with him. You would think that his wife, Charles Barkley, could have given him some pointers. I don't like it. I, I'm defensive <laughs> about oh, uh, Michelle. I like her. Why? Why can't I like her Michelle, too? Michelle She's great. For another game of one on one. Look, look. She, there's all kinds of people that I love and adore in the and you know the public. But everyone uh, calls sphere. her like ugly and like because she is ugly and managed. She's not. I, look, like, 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 like Chris I Farley. So. I loved Chris Farley, but he was a fat. Fuck. Okay, that's part of his charm. Nobody ever goes, "Hey, don't call Chris fat. It hurts." His I'll feelings. say this. I, I, what the hell? George Bush Senior. His wife was one of the least attractive. They made fun of how old she was forever. Dude, it was no, a running they, they SNL let it bit. Go. Like, I, no. You think? I've seen the jokes forever. Like, 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 like I, I, I grew up. They like, were, just, yeah, but they were way more brutal with Michelle Obama than they were. Barbara Bush. I well, as time I, I goes know. on, I was actually I was actually really young when, when Bush Senior was in office. So maybe I don't really remember Who the hell the uh, to those jokes. Laura Bush. No one gave her a hard time. She's fine looking. Oh, she, like like she's not beautiful, but but she she looks like a soccer mom. She's, I just felt like she was always she's like to the, into side. the background looking. Sure, and, that's what we want from our first ladies. I don't need you out there front and center <laughs> doing things. We voted for that guy, not you. The only yeah, exception is Hillary. Obama would have been way cooler. If he delivered a State of the Union address while smoking one of his menthols, that would have been oh. real cool. I, he smoked Marlboro Reds, I thought. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen him with Marlboro Reds. You just Reds. assumed he smoked menthols because he was Black Taylor? What a fucking Of, of course reason. I did. Jesus. That's worse. <laughs> That's worse than assuming that his wife has a penis. Have you seen that Ellen clip that like people are like, "Look, she's dancing and there's a little fluff in her dress. Yeah, it's I've a penis." It. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, yeah. well, I mean, she wears a dress in other instances pretty often and and, and I haven't seen one. Well, sometimes so. the tuck job works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm not saying Michelle Obama has a penis. I just think it's real funny to joke that she does and nobody should be off limits with some silly humor like that, you know? Like like don't be like, oh, "How dare you say that about Michelle Obama? She doesn't have a penis." What's wrong if she does have a penis? That's okay. If if Barack Obama married 
a trans person and they've been hiding it all these years, I'm okay with that. It's not that big of a scandal if you ask me if they somehow adopted those those two pretty daughters that he has who look nothing like her. <laughs> that would be a huge yeah, scandal. Yeah, but there's a, a huge scandal. And, and it's like not a, a nice thing to say. She doesn't want people to say that about her. Nobody wants people to say things like that. Well, you're you, just 10 seconds ago, you pretended that it wasn't actually an insult. What oh, would no. Be wrong? She's not going to like it. I don't expect her to like it. Mm -hmm. I just don't there, think there I, like it's a, a hanging like a, offense for us to say it. There was a, a degree of real visceral hatred and vitriol directed at Michelle Obama that there was. was very unique to her way. I never saw pundits and, and social media wasn't around back then. So who knows what would have happened if it was. But uh, like I didn't see people go after Laura Trump the way that they went after Michelle Obama. Or, or Melania Trump or Laura Bush. I, I get what you're even, saying. Or even Hillary Clinton like the first time around. Well, no, the first time around they were they brutal. Went after her yeah, 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 no. Well, they, they were that. brutal because they looked at her like an enabler. And no, well, so Hillary was supposed to be co-president. Hold on. Hillary was supposed to be co-president. When they ran, this is in like 91, 92 when they first joined, they said, you get two presidents for the price of one. And then she took on health care. And she just didn't have the knack for making friends that Bill did. And, you know, they, they hated her. Newt Gingrich's mom or wife or whatever. No, grandmother. I don't even know. Called her a bitch. And then SNL ran with that all the time. Like this senile woman called Hillary a bitch. They, um, they went bonkers on Hillary. But I don't mind that. Because she's part of the game. She was a player. She wasn't off to the side like Melania, like Michelle, like uh, Laura, Barbara, like, or or Barbara. Rest, yeah. you know, all, Nancy Reagan, even. You know, was Michelle off to Obama the side. was not off to the side. Yeah, she was. She was front and center doing nope. all compared, kinds compared, of public works. Compared no, to but they, they all, no, no. When her Hillary, public works is school lunches, she's off to the side. Um, yeah, you she's know, working on them fat kids. We don't yeah. need that. Uh, we know, like it, our kids fat. It was here. the parallel to anti-bullying that uh, Melania Trump is doing. Like it's just an off to the side. Oh, well, oh, she's not but, trying but, to be co-president. Hillary did health care. She tried to socialize health care. And, and that that was not some little off to the side thing. I, I she, saw, she I, wanted I, universal I, universal like government. Yeah. Healthcare coverage. Michelle Obama was on every talk show. She was always doing all kinds of public stuff. Like, like, like she was a front and center first lady. 100%. Not when she was. Not when she. Not when Obama was no. still off. And if she was I, on a show, was it was about lunch. Yeah, making them fat kids skinny again, which is bullshit. You ever see the the school lunches were bad when I was a kid. Get They're the so kids bad kale, now. For Christ's sakes, get the goddamn oh. potato chips and give them kale chips. Or so kale chips are good. You can make delicious kale chips. I, if you put enough bad shit on kale, it becomes good again. Little salt, little a pepper, little, 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 cheese, little yeah. barbecue Chipotle, sprinkles, Chipotle whatever that is. Yeah. Some vinegar, I, maybe. I don't know. Before long, made, that kale uh, will be good. I made cream spinach the other day. It starts with bacon and onions, milk, <laughs> a whole thing of whipping cream. And then at the end, you add spinach to it and stir it all together. It's amazing because it doesn't <laughs> taste like spinach at all. It no. tastes like creamy bacon onion juice with a Just nice put texture. Bacon cream, whatever, and yell spinach at it. And and Parmesan <laughs> cheese. It was amazing. On spinach, like as far as vegetables go, I think spinach is one of the tastiest ones. Ah, well, oh, spinach is amazing. You start off with a it's gallon of it, too. and you end up with a tablespoon. Yeah, it's so good when you mix it up with like some feta cheese, some like lemon um, lemon juice. Uh, uh, you can get some onions, throw them in there too. Man. Spinach is delicious. I I'm a big cooking. time cook. Like I, I see you post stuff on Twitter of all your all your well, recipes. I really like cooking now. I didn't learn to cook until I was like yeah. thirty.
and now I haven't posted any of the like pictures of stuff in a while, but I, I just do like the blue apron service. And so that's how I learned to cook. And now we'll just look up our own recipes and, 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 and make food that way. But so yeah, it kicked I really off the it. cooking habit with you. Blue apron. Yeah. But now yeah. I, I feel way better. Like I'm eating so much better than I was. There was like a solid five year stretch in my twenties where I just didn't drink water. I don't think it was just soda. <laughs> and coffee and rock star like a lot of rock star um and i would have like spaghettios and canned chili and like just the you know i don't know how i survived off that for so long i could count the bottles in the no water situation i I never have never will i could count the bottles of water i've had on one hand do not drink water almost ever i've had three bottles of water today i've had three in my life all right no (laughs) water for me Um, is that an exaggeration or are you being serious no that's about right that's it's all I drink. Right. I drink. A, I try to drink a gallon a day. Oh, I drink about a gallon a day of Diet here. Pepsi. Does, know, hot, empty, hot, but... does hot tea count as water? I've been fucking with a bunch of hot tea at night. Every lemon no, ginger. no, I think I think it's got to be water. I drink a lot of tea. You know, if you can count tea, like I drink unsweetened. Sweet tea doesn't. I think count. you'd have to. No, I drink no, unsweetened tea. You know, but I put a little sweetener in there. <laughs> a little lemon ginger and a uh, little lemon ginger and honey. A little lemon ginger tea with some honey in it is that's just good. Like, that's yeah. like I'm not sick. But yeah, do, I, guys, I like- do you guys know why tea helps with digestion? I don't understand that because like my, I've been digesting food way better since I've worked tea into the rotation. I asked people on Twitter, nobody seemed to know. It's just like some people theorize it's just all that hot water kind of like mixing everything up and making sure maybe. everything is maybe maybe the I antioxidants. I don't know. I don't, even, I don't, I don't even know. know what an antioxidant That's a word, is. But, I, so. but I've been drinking a, I've been drinking vanilla chamomile every night for like a week week or two now i really yeah. like that does that Jesus have grandma? caffeine no chamomile is like a relaxation kind of tea like before bed is what okay I mean. yeah i don't i don't think there's any caffeinated chamomile no i, no. I, I like to cook too uh <laughs> what i do is i go on youtube or i go on reddit and i find like a really nice recipe that i think is cool i like chef john over on foodwishes.com he's got a cool youtube channel um or or i like uh sam the cooking guy uh, who's this uh, this guy out in San Diego who cooks on his outdoor? Like he's got a really fancy setup. He owns a restaurant, and uh, and I really like his recipes. And I'll just duplicate those recipes that I find on like recipe gifts on Reddit or uh, or on YouTube. And I do that like at least once a week. Uh, I got a sous vide machine, so I sous vide a lot of steaks. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it's meditative. Just to, just to focus. Like you forget about everything else when you're just focused on this one little. And I like the whole process too. Like I like the. Um, prepping the ingredients. I like yeah. like get the smells and the aromas that come up and the anticipation. And when I finally am done, it's like hard for me to eat the meal sometimes because I'm so happy with mm-hmm. what I did. Oh yeah, but, yeah I gotta I take know, a picture. It's... I feel like an Instagram whore because I gotta be like, I gotta take a bunch of pictures of the shit I just made before I eat it. I just feel like a fraud because it's Blue Apron. So it's like they send you all the ingredients perfectly portioned out, and then they send you the recipe. Ah, you can you can do it yourself. You know, you know, you just measure. Oh yeah, is Blue Apron still in business? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't mixed up with someone I'm in my head. Pretty sure they're then. fucking crushing it. Actually. Yeah, they're doing great. They had yeah, they some, had a. Are you sponsored by them, Hutch? Yeah. They used to sponsor uh, a lot no. of the social media. Games. They sponsored I, us. I, no, I, I did some. I did some um, videos promoting them, but I, it's not like an ongoing sponsorship or anything like that. But I think they had a bunch of problems in the beginning because they were so successful so quickly that they were having a lot of problems, sort of similar to Amazon with their factories and people not getting breaks and 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 it oh, was just like like uh, workers rights heavy. stuff yeah i think like they had like a lot of problems with some of their facilities and some of the workers being like really those caravan people up here they won't complain so much 
right. Yeah, I, I yeah. love cooking though. I, I I've got to, I made Nashville hot chicken a couple days ago. That was is that fried chicken. Good. Yeah, you fry chicken, uh, and and you know you, the 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 breading is is really spicy. The uh, the dredge is really spicy, and then you make this like uh, it's like um, a cup of lard that you mix like half a cup of uh, cayenne pepper and paprika and a few other ingredients in and then stir up and then you paint that onto the chicken when you're done and eat it with like dill pickles and bread. It's fucking amazing. So that good. That sounds good. Really you should check out, you can check out Chef's Table on Netflix. It's a really interesting documentary series where they just follow around local chefs. And there was this one guy who was like a super workaholic, but he was um, raised in the like deep south. I think it was like Alabama or Mississippi or something like that. And it's all about how he brought Southern cuisine back with like a sort of like a more modern spin, but yeah. the way that they shoot it um, and the, and the, and the, the subjects that they focus on and the, and the, the recipes and the food itself, the way that they present everything, it's a really good show. If you like cooking shows, it's great. Yeah. I'll check that out. I watch everything Gordon Ramsay does as well. Uh, He's awesome. I really, I really like the junior master chef with his little kids fucking, uh, fucking throwing together filet and crab and, and all this really high end stuff. That's always Are they fun. still making the regular master chef? Is that show still around? I don't know. I never watched it as much. That I like show the junior. So good. I like the little kids. I like the little kids because they cry. Watch that one. Like like sometimes that. the the kids can't like shuck a scallop. They can't get the shell open, and the little kid is literally over there because he's like eight, and he's over there crying. And Gordon has to run over there, and he's nice to the kids. He's not mean to him. He's like, oh, what's going on there, little Tommy? Oh, here, here you go. And he'll shuck like five of the eight of the of the uh, of them of the um. Um, whatever for him, muscles or whatever. Like, like you can finish up scallops. You can finish up there. You can do it, right, right Tommy? You can do it. Yeah. He's like wiping the tears away. Yeah, I can do it. And you he just had a kid. Apart. I think. I think he just had a kid. Like literally today. Did Oscar yeah. is the is the child's name. His wife's pre- very pretty, especially especially. That's a chef's up. name, Oscar. He's gonna follow in his father. I want to see the episode where he's really mean to the kids. That would be oh. really fun. He's never really mean. You can't get him. your fucking oysters open. Do you realize you're on television right now? And you can't get the oysters open. Susan over there had no problems. And you're sitting here with your bitch hands. Can't and Susan like, is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but Susan is 31 and she's only allowed to be here because she's retarded. Don't give me excuses. <laughs> sure, That's what I giant want. hands and tearing those legs of lamb off effortlessly. <laughs> I Be want mentally, mind, child. I want mentally handicapped master chef. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want a whole group of oh, retarded dear. people, and Gordon Ramsay's trying to just keep them from hurting themselves in the kitchen. Your your ingredient of the day, a fruit by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> You're Are you drooling it. in the dish you're about to serve me? One of them's got it. One of them's got the fruit by the foot all wrapped around his head like a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, retarded people. Dylan, right, are you retarded? Uh, of course. Never mind. <laughs> Let me slip in an ad here. This episode of PK is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website. With Squarespace, it's all in one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers unique domain experiences. Uh, They're fully transparent, and they're simple to set up. 
Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of uh, creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today. So get started and start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash PKA. Begin the next move in your career today with Squarespace. Don't the, don't the pod guys, like the pod save guys, own a piece of Square? I have no idea. But if they do, they made a damn good decision. <laughs> Who are the pod guys? Pod Save America, John Lovett, and John oh, Favreau. I've heard of Pod Save America. I've never listened to it, though. Oh, I like it. It's good. Cool. Former Obama guys. Weekly? How often do they do a show? Oh, uh, it used to be like it used to be like two or three times a week, like in the immediate aftermath of the 2016 election. They had podcast before that called Keeping It 1600, and then they changed it to Pod Save America after that. But then they like really they've actually grown their business quite a bit. So now they have like I feel like eight or nine different podcasts. They do a, a they do live shows. Um, I saw one of them do a live show. It was really good. Uh, and then they also do, um, they have a show on HBO now too. So it's hmm. pretty much just like a video version of the, the podcast. But they have like unique insight because like they, they were one of them, a couple of them were speechwriters for Obama. And then another guy, Dan Pfeiffer, I think he, I, don't, I can't remember what, in which official capacity he worked. But um, so they, they were actually a part of that administration. So they have sort of un, insights that like a pundit who's never worked in the White House don't have to offer. Hmm. So, and they're funny. It's good. It's good stuff. I think probably pretty politically neutral as well. Oh yeah, definitely right down the middle. <laughs> Woody, just real quick, uh, right down the middle. Yeah. We'll, we'll bounce back from this. Blues are playing the Flyers tonight. We are both seven, rooting for the Blues. Seven minutes into the first period, the Blues are up five to two. That's fine. You, we are playing seven for a lottery pick. First half. We're yeah. playing for a draft pick, and you're playing for the playoffs. You can win this one, Taylor. And I feel okay. almost bad after what the Hurricanes did to you all season. So you can have this Flyers game. The Hurricanes butt fucked us this season. They if we're going to do a little, little, little sports segue, Woody, Amanda Nunez or Holly Holm? Nunez for sure. Of and course, I it's almost Nunez. Look, I really like Holly Holm. She's sweet. Can you start fighting people you can beat? It's all Apparently title not. shots. He's the only UFC fighter who can lose like three in a row and get a title shot. Uh, can I interest did you a little man called Uriah the- Faber? Didn't she beat the one? Didn't the one? Who's the one that beat she, Ronda Rousey? That is um, uh, Holly Holmes. That's Holly Holm actually both of them beat her. Amanda no, Nunez. The other, too. the other one, the, the one that's super. That, that's Amanda Nunez, and they're facing off no, now. No, that, that was a different one. Holly Holmes. No, nope, just two. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey has two losses, and both of these women are fighting each other. And uh, but Amanda Nunez. Like, you know, Holly Holmes beat her, and it, I like the way she beat her. Like when it takes two rounds, and and she wins like seven out of seven minutes, you can really see that like she won. Nunez, oh my god, it'd be like Mike Tyson and me. She just went in there and butt fucked that woman and knocked her out in less than a minute. Like it, she did Cyborg. Yeah, was that less than a minute too? It felt like it. It felt like 38 seconds or something like that. It was just like bomb after bomb after bomb after bomb. Mini Nunez is the toughest woman who has ever lived so far. I, 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 she is the toughest fi- female fighter that I have ever seen. And I re- she hits like a man. And I mean that in the least sexist kind of way. Are you way. saying something that because she's gay? Like, I'm talking about like, like her, played, like, her muscle chain. Like, like I feel like 
I can kind of tell if someone's a little uncoordinated. And sometimes women fighters, I'm just like, I think that that body can produce more power if she was better at doing it. If she if she was in better control of her body, more coordinated, perhaps. Amanda Nunez fucking throws a punch, and you can tell there's like hip rotation, and she's pushing off, and like everything is working towards putting as much power in those fucking knuckles on your head as possible. She would beat me to death. She is a scary, scary 135 pound woman. Did you guys see? Um, <clears throat> I kind of like skipped a se- like a little part of the segue, but I was thinking mm. about how Ronda Rousey is now in WWE, and then I was thinking about the John Oliver segment on the WWE. Did you guys? Yes, watch that? I did watch no. that. Neither of you guys did. Really I, I haven't seen it. I've never seen it a John is, Oliver segment. <laughs> it it does not paint Vince McMahon in a particularly good light. But all. what does oh, Vince but he's Mc- hilarious. All right, all right. So so in a nutshell. Basically, it says Vince McMahon hires these people as contractors, which, by the way, is iffy. Uh, as an ex-accountant, I know a little thing about whether people are contractors or employees. And a big, big part of it is if you're a contractor, you get to choose sort of when and where you do your job. But then again, all these actors are contractors, so maybe I'm missing something. And then he's like, as contractors, when things go wrong for them 30 years after their career because their brains are all twisted and fried then they're out there on their own. They're running GoFundMes for these poor ex-wrestlers. And they don't live that long. They don't live long. But what's he supposed to do? Insure these people forever? Is he supposed to? What benefits? Yeah. 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 Don't you think? They're a billion-dollar industry. I mean, oh, I yeah, can absolutely. I can actually get behind that. Yeah, like they, they should be taking care of these people for life. Like they're going through a ton of head trauma, CTE. The same thing should be done for any sport. Be worse that's than that Medicare. Physical. It should <laughs> these be. These entitlements would be, like, be right? Yeah, I don't think it But it's, it's for the teeniest group of people. It's, it's like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? No, I just smell they, burnt they, toast. They can, <laughs> they, can afford, they can afford it. They can fucking yeah. absolutely probably afford it. Right. I mean, you, you, got, you got NFL players. You got... Uh, committing suicide because of CTE. There, there's an influx of NHL brawlers and enforcers who kill themselves after they get out of the league because they've taken so many blows. Like, it, and a lot of them. There was one story that like was on the Players Tribune. I'm not sure, like, if you guys read that. It's basically like a a sports Tribune for the big four major sports, where eventually, like, every once in a while, a player will write a piece. And one of those was like from an enforcer in the NHL writing about how like it was always expected of him, like. That nobody really cared if he had the headaches or if he had like the cluster migraines or whatever. Yeah, it was like fun. your job is to go out there and fight, and it was like, well, this is my job. I can't not do this. This is all I know how to do. They, they talked about that in the in the Oliver segment. He said that in their contracts, they um, the WWF or the WWE can can fire them or terminate the con- their contract if they're injured for more than a month and a half out of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is just so wild to me because a lot of these injuries you got to think could probably take months to recover from. And like CM Punk like talked about it a little bit apparently on some podcast or whatever that he literally shit his pants on in, uh, during a taping of SmackDown because he was so uh, sick from being concussed or something like that. He had just recently suffered a Jeez. concussion and then, and then the, and the doctor had told him like, you know, like, well, I can tell him that you have a concussion, but do you really want to take the time off? So he like pushed through and. So yeah, I and mean, he shit his I pants, and then he tweeted, "I just shit my pants on national television." <laughs> yeah, please retweet. Or something yeah, like please that, retweet. Right? I, I like that he owned it, and I mean, he's what a great way to handle that. Well, he's I was, right, but he's a professional wrestler, and these people are the best at that. You know, love, hate, whatever. Like they are masters of their task. 
So he he did handle yeah. it great. You got did either of you guys in? Oh, go ahead. No, 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 that's fine. Were either of you guys ever into like WWF or WWE? Because oh, yeah. I've never seen a match in my life, and I remember when mm-hmm. I was a kid, so many people loved it, and I, I was curious. Because yeah. I'm was, always like, like when I see like a 50 year old guy watching that, I always wonder like, like he's in on the joke. He's just watching this the same way like a 70 year old woman watches General Hospital. I was into it when I was a little little kid, you know, like under nine. Uh, I was kind of into it, and I thought it was real. I didn't know. My father would say it was fake, and I was like. It's, he's like, no, that guy weighs 300 pounds. If he were to jump off the top rope onto another guy, that guy would die. It's fake. And obviously, in a, like an adult-practiced eye can see that. Like, Why is it when they always jump on people, they land on their own knees and hands and you know, don't land on the guy? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, the slaps, whatever. It's obviously fake. But uh, as an adult, I just follow it on the most periphery of levels like Rowan Ronan when he announced his cancer that was an amazing speech uh, some of the rock speeches some of the ones that like go down in history as as outstanding you know hype jobs i like to check them out yeah i got into it when we were like freshmen that's where we're, that's when we all got into it so i got into it a, a little bit later than i wasn't like a little little kid and then i was super 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 invested i would go to the wrestling rumors websites and 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 like spend hours just like scouring through all the you know uh, yeah the drama r- and rumor drama backstage and and there was a lot of drama back then too with like bret hart and vince mcmahon had a big falling out and uh, there's like a million other examples so there was like this whole other storyline that was going on behind the scenes that i found really interesting too but then well, I, <laughs> I hit like college like 18 19 years old and then one day it just completely vanished in one day, I just I just remember thinking like I am not entertained by this at all. And <laughs> just, like the way it wasn't like a I slowly fell out of favor. It was just I was done with it. I still liked the games. Wrestling games were a lot of fun. I have some questions for you, Hutch. I'm testing you on your wrestling fandom. Okay. This is a glossary of terms, and I want to see what you know. What is a okay. face? Face is uh, the good guy. All right. What is the uh, what is Brett's rope? Brett's rope? I don't know what that is. It is the yeah. second rope, the middle rope of the wrestling wing. Wrestling. Oh, ring. I thought that was going to be more macabre because of how many of these people killed themselves. Do you know what <laughs> Broadway is or going Broadway? Uh, yeah, I think it means when you get like a major push, when they push you to uh, like a main event status. That is a I good guess, like a, but it, yeah, it's gay for pay. <laughs> it's when you hit the time limit. Um, I'm not doing very well. No, well, these are hard. Uh, I don't know any of them. I'm 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 just I didn't prepare this bit in advance. What is a false comeback? I yeah, I don't know. I guess I wasn't that much of a fan. But I, I, know, <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of the terminology, I just don't know. These are new to me. I think you have to be like a hardcore, super, super hardcore. Yeah, like I I, don't, I like guys who are smart fans. marks, right? The guys who are like watching the meta game, you know, there's the marks, everyone out there who just believes the show they're putting on. Then there are the smart marks who understand like the logic behind the show. Like, you know, this guy's about to lose his fight. I know it because his contract's about to expire and he's got to be, you know, they got to take the belt from him. And the smart marks know the, the, the background to it. And yeah. The politics of wrestling is really interesting. It's all, it's like more interesting than the actual did, uh, itself, so. did you see Jake the Snake on uh, Joe Rogan? <clears throat> Highlights. 
that was really good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Him talking about the snake and, you know, it was a real snake. He'd bring in the ring and all the nonsense that would go on with that shit. And it, it, it was really funny. There was this old documentary called Beyond the Mat. It was super interesting. They followed Mick Foley around. They followed this guy named, oh man, what was his name? He was like, he was like a rapper persona in the ECW. He was fucking crazy. They followed around Jake the Snake as well. Um, he's had a couple documentaries about him. He's had a rough, rough life, real rough. The life. The, the thirty for thirty with Ric Flair that was fucking excellent. Uh, I'm fascinated by Ric Flair. Goddamn show! I don't even. They watch do sports. amazing work. I want to know who makes that. Like who's producing it? And 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 it's just and all ESPN. Kind of, right? Yeah, it's all ESPN. Yeah, but the individual who works for ESPN, who that guy is, that guy needs to branch out and do his own thing. Like I'm sure he's getting paid well, but I'd love to see him like. Take, turn the take the chains off and let him branch mm-hmm. outside of sports. Like, like, oh, yeah. like do other like, things. I, I don't give a shit about baseball, but I've probably watched three or four, you know, of those shows about baseball just because yeah. it's so in depth. Yeah. Like, did you ever see the, the one? Ones. You, did you see the one about the pitcher who was uh, who pitched the no hitter on LSD? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> familiar. That may have been like one, a YouTube yeah. clip, but yeah, that, yeah, that's that's real funny too. You know, it's it's great stuff. Sports are. I have a hard time with a lot of sports now. I feel like I can't watch baseball anymore. Like I'm old enough now to understand like the salary cap and how it's just perpetually fucking my team over. And, and and it's just not fair. You know, it's just not fucking fair. Like they baseball players get fucking paid too. they they, get uh, fucking paid. But, but but like the minimum salary, even for like the lowest possible position you could be in, in the major league, in major league baseball is I think like $395,000 a year or something. Good. It's it's definitely like in mid six figures. I I, I just I, I'm in. Atlanta. Their schedule is crazy, so that makes sense. But I'm in Atlanta, and I grew up, you know, always being kind of a Braves fan. I remember '95 when we won, and I remember the Glavin Smoltz uh, Maddox years where we had the, you know, three or four um, uh, Hall of Famers on our starting roster, you know, pitching, and it's just like they they all get bought off by these teams with bigger salaries and it's, it's oh yeah it's, well just jump over to the cardinals be a be a st louis fan we're always no, good f- no fuck no you're not always good <laughs> like, 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 second best french well, no we're not always good I, I don't even know enough to say i don't fucking watch it yeah exactly. did they just win a, a, a pennant like didn't they just in 2011 uh they won Oh yeah, I, 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 the minimum salary, the minimum MLB salary in 2019 is five hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. The minimum NBA five hundred eighty-two thousand. Minimum NHL six hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. Oh, and then there's a huge drop off for Major League Soccer, sixty thousand. <laughs> yeah, sixty thousand. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, fifty-six. 000. I should have gone I'm into t- accounting. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, t- I'm told that Atlanta has the best soccer team in the country. I wouldn't know. Um, I don't know where they play. Or they or probably get a stipend. They're fine with sixty thousand. Look at yeah. all kinds. Uh, of- apparently, <laughs> the last two cities they're picking for the next MLS expansion are St. Louis or Sacramento. And so Chiz was like messaging me, like, "You guys aren't gonna get it. We're gonna get it." And I was like, "Get get what?" <laughs> like the, the soccer team and i'm like oh yeah you can have it <laughs> don't, don't they do it in the isn't it the way that they do it in the nfl is that the all the owners like evenly split the the the, the revenue and then, yeah, and then they all get that they all get the yeah. same amount of money to spend on new players isn't that how they do it over there but they I can know. uh like, well, i don't so know how the nfl does it i know baseball you can spend whatever nba is a little more fair because they have a soft cap which means let's say the soft cap is 100 million it's way more than that but if you're the Golden State Warriors, you can spend 150 million, but you have to pay a penalty. Whereas if you're the New Orleans Pelicans or whatever, 
you don't have the money to do that. Like, and and so oh. it's it's not quite as fair. Interesting. Yeah. I think Here's hockey's a, the only one dude, with the hard cap that you can't. Want, hockey's exciting sport. right now. This is run sports. Dude, uh, St. Louis has a chance to be good. I know you're probably not a believer, but their second half of their season is strong. And if you use that as a measure, one of the better teams in the NHL, a contender. Same thing I can mm-hmm. say about the Carolina Hurricanes. The Flyers, we're playing for a, a draft pick right now. And then NBA, you guys know I'm a hardcore basketball player, always have been. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers are good. And I'm having a fun time watching them and getting into their players and all the drama. Are they good and- this year? Yeah, they, they so um, I saw them play the Warriors. I, I I know Ben Simmons just like a little bit. I'm not. I don't want to overstate it and say like we're best pals or anything. Oh really? Yeah. yeah well, Ben Simmons really cool. is a very good player. Weird has no outside shot, but otherwise a very good player who the Sixers need to win. And I started uh, paying attention to the Sixers because of him. But it's good oh, to hear that they're doing better this year. This I, I think you can. The, real NBA heads might correct me on this, but I feel like there's the Golden State Warriors who sit on top of this throne. And then there are five teams that are like the next level of favorite to win the title this year, and the Sixers are one of them. The Lakers aren't doing great this year? They're, they missed the playoffs, so they're done. And LeBron, who's their best player, uh, he, like, I don't know, had a nagging injury, so he just took the rest of the season off. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they ordered him to take the season off. I don't, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but that, that was the case. I, I looked at that Reddit thread, and there's so many people shitting on LeBron, I guess. He's got a lot of haters, and then you know there's kind there's, of an asshole, dude. If you're the goat, you're gonna get a bunch of haters. He's also I, I kind of a great guy. Like you get like with the thing he did with the school in Akron, Ohio, and, and with all his wife, you know, with the with the wife, you know, uh, I'm sure you appreciate that. You know, he's high school sweetheart, never fucked around, never. Dude, and, and there NBA are very stars. few people from any background who you could just make that rich and that famous and not mess up. I mean, we've seen and he YouTubers. made that really smart decision. He was offered, like, I don't remember the numbers, but let's just say he was offered $3 million a year. And he was like, you know what? I believe in myself. I think I can do better than that. And then it was like $20 million a year or something like that. Just making mm-hmm. these numbers up. But like, he, 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 he said no to like three and then, and then From 20 who? came. From who? Are we talking like about that. the... Uh, I, his I'm sorry. Oh. I don't have I don't have any more information. I read oh. this. Uh, I was I was reading this like a month ago, <laughs> and I don't remember the details. But uh, I don't like I don't I don't care for him. I don't care for basketball players in general or the basketball only... as a sport. I don't think it is a real sport. I think it's I think it's I think. It's, Let me talk about LeBron for a second a instead of shooting on the NBA. The, the hot take. <laughs> the <laughs> the thing with LeBron that the people are fussing at him about this year is his teammates aren't as good as him. And he like visibly shows how upset he is. Like he doesn't join the huddle when they're drawing up the next play. You miss a shot and he'll be like, that guy sucks at shooting. And, and it's hard to have that guy on your team. Like, so it's true. You wouldn't, I didn't know. Well, I don't know anything about basketball, so you don't want that guy in anything. Yeah. Now I I mean, he is one of the best players who have ever lived. So so there's pretty funny in that Amy Schumer movie. Okay. He's in the movie. He's but. in Trainwreck. He's like he has like many speaking lines, and he's actually it's him and Bill Hader play off of each other a bunch, and it's actually they're pretty oh, funny. Yeah, Amy I Schumer remember that story. But I don't think I've good. seen Amy Schumer's movie. But I wa- what was that, that was one good, with that? I uh, like that really movie. funny fat bitch who was with Jason Statham, and it's a spy movie. Oh, it's called uh, Spy. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. I, yeah, I spy. She I she her. is really fucking funny in that movie. That movie's great. Yeah, that movie's super funny. Yeah, and Jason Statham the whole time is just the bumbling idiot. Yeah, that I, I watched that recently. I was in Colorado. Maybe it was because I was in Colorado and I got to have like a gummy bear that it was so hilarious <laughs> yeah. to me. But uh, gummy bears really do that. Yeah, 
Oh, those things will sneak up on you, man. Jesus yeah, Christ. I used to have oh, them they in do. middle school. Like, I'm not as experienced with, like, eating it. And so I, like, went and I, I went to the, the store when I was out there. I'm like, this is neat. I'm going to get cheap chews because this is, like, the thing you hear about, like, at least when you're in states not from there. And so I got some of those, and I ate one. And, like, maybe 45 minutes later, I was like, I'm going to go eat another one. And my, my smart part of my brain was like, don't. No, you'll don't, be seeing just wait. And it definitely, it definitely works. Just one of those will get you. I used to eat like the whole bag of gummy bears back in middle school. Yeah. Fuck you whoa, up. Whoa, whoa. Oh, these are, these are drug gummy bears <laughs> that you can only get and legally take in certain states. Ah, uh, my mistake. Can't do, oh, we, uh, they, they legalized, uh, you're in, you're in California. So that, that's totally legal and it's been legal for like two years now, right? Since 2016. It, it, and it went into effect immediately. It was like that day they they that's kind of neat it, it was effectively legal and it took like another year for them to approve the way that the dispensaries would transfer over to a normal just business or whatever but it was like day uh-huh. one the only thing is is like there's a couple weird things about the law is that i think when they passed it in california it repealed the um compassionate care act which is what legalized marijuana for medicinal purposes but then but in doing that there were parents that would give their kids cannabis products to help with seizures and stuff like that and then all of a sudden i don't think they're legally legally allowed because they're too young i don't yeah because you have to be 21 to 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 buy it and it and it got rid of the medical portion of it and then there was also like you can't you it's technically it's not it's not legal to smoke anywhere outdoors you can't like you can't just yeah pull out a joint and smoke it and you used to be able to do that when it was legal for medicinal purposes i don't like, mind that like I, it, uh, yeah it's a, it's a real strong odor like i don't if i i don't like it's a strong odor and you know, like, I, I, I would try to walk there's kind of a baby steps space. thing too like like so i'm for marijuana legalization I'm not a pot smoker but i'm for legalization because totally. i think and it, i've always i've been this way for maybe eight years when i changed my mind and uh um, it's because I feel like arresting and prosecute prosecuting uh, <laughs> the pot yeah. smokers for smoking pot is worse for society than the pot is. Absolutely. Having yeah, no said doubt. that, like I also don't want my kids to smoke pot. I don't want no, like a pot society. Like that should be a private thing. And and you know, to, so I, it, I like it. I, I, I like the way they did it. That's all. Like, I, I don't want you smoking pot on the bus, making my kids think it's a uh, a more even thing than I want them to think it is. I don't like the whole think of the kids thing because, like, you, you should be able to have a conversation with your kids and say, hey, this is for adults. Because you really shouldn't be smoking pot until you're probably, like, you know, if it's in moderation, you're probably not going to do, like, long-term brain damage or, or anything like that. But if you're smoking a lot of pot before the age of 25, you can really kind of um, affect your brain in ways that'll persist throughout your adulthood. And yeah. that's not a, schizophrenia. That's not a, it's not a good thing. Yeah. It can, it can, it can sort of trigger latent mental disorders in people that maybe they would have already, maybe it would have happened down the line anyways, but it'll, it'll trigger a lot of like schizoaffective and schizophrenic type disorders and stuff. Um, but you know, if, if you can walk down the street and explain to your kid, okay, that's a bar, they're drinking beer. You're not allowed to do that until you're 21. And hopefully you'd explain to them why that they're not allowed to do that in a way that they'd understand but why wouldn't the same why wouldn't the same courtesy be extended for, for someone it's a powerful counter argument i hear where you're coming from i still i you know the heck on the bar argument 
There's no open container laws. Like I didn't say you couldn't have a marijuana bar. I'd be fine with that. They um, they do in Alaska now. I have a marijuana bar. Okay. Yeah, they, but and I think they're going to be rolling but the those open out in, container in on the bus too. would be a better parallel, and I don't love that. Yeah, I mean, it be yeah, but if I'm like, it takes the culture and puts it more central. I kind of like like California is really strict with the smoking laws. Um, mm. I think it's statewide, but uh, or it might just be county to county or city to city. But most places you go in California, you're not allowed to smoke within 20 feet of a business or a place that sells food and st- stuff like that. So. Um, there's a lot of places, in, and in fact, I think there's a lot of cities in California where you just can't smoke at all outside because everything is near a business or something like that. So you have to kind of sneak it or whatever. Yeah. I was I talking I to my cousin who lives in Colorado, and he was saying the same thing where he was like, oh, yeah, they're opening up pot bars now where they don't sell it there, but you can go there and smoke it because the law is like you have to be in private property to use it and it's technically you know it's that bar is private property and so you can go take your weed that you buy at the dispensary go next door and smoke it there but you can't buy it from there you can just buy like coffee and it's more like those uh the coffee houses they have in like amsterdam and shit if, yeah. it, if my understanding is right well i think yeah funny story about them i think they i think they pass a law in amsterdam where it's not open to tourists like you have to be a local to the wow. area yeah i'm pretty sure that they were having a problem with a lot of like maybe college kids from the states coming in and just acting like a moron after eating a bunch of mushrooms or smoking pot or whatever and so they i think they just recently passed something that said they couldn't do it i never think of people getting way too high and then causing a ruckus (laughs) like i always think of them getting way too high and being like how am i gonna gonna get home you know yeah but that's like as like an adult yeah but when i was in high school we used to do all kinds of stupid stupid shit all the time when we were smoking pot now I can't imagine me getting into trouble. I don't really get to, I don't like when I smoke pot, it's not the same. Like I don't get like how pot is portrayed in the media and stuff. Like I don't get giggly. I don't get so out of it that I can't have a conversation with people. It just affects me totally different now than it did mm-hmm. when I was younger too. How, what does is, it give you? Um, so it helps me um, with sleep. And it helps me like sometimes if I got like I have a real picky stomach. And so I'll get um, sort of nauseous sometimes, uh, depending on the sort of food that I eat. If I smoke just like a little bit, it helps me with that. It makes food taste better. It makes movies better. It makes music better. It makes sex better. It's just, you know, all around really fun substance. There's not a lot of like you'd have to really be smoking, I think, a lot of pot for you to I mean for you to for you to experience significant yeah. memory. Yeah, all those it, things you just said. It's hard to get much from that, though. Like, oh, it just makes everything better. Oh, so how's that different? Like, it, it... I told that to my mom one time. I was, I was like, just, just makes everything better. Yeah, you just not everything. Just feel... not, it doesn't make chess what? better, for example, or driving, <laughs> but like, or driving. I, yeah, that's another. I was one. playing chess right now. Like, I, I, I was just looking. I, I'm sorry, I haven't been talking for a couple of minutes. Someone just PM'd me. Like, like you were totally cheating in our chess game last night. I'm like, bullshit. You got fucked. How do you <laughs> cheat at chess? He you thinks I have. Yeah, he thinks I was using a computer. <laughs> you were, weren't you? No, I've beaten you in chess, and I'm not that good. Were you geometry wars? We played in chess him? in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, in Vermont. Um. Yeah, I, that was like eight years ago or something. Oh, have you like been that? like? Have you? Yeah, it was a while ago. Have you gotten good? Yeah, yeah, 
no, I have not gotten good. Ch I'm sure that uh, Hutch is much better than me at chess. Ch uh, I, I'm aware that he plays a lot and he's been playing a lot. Um, I, but I don't... is he also still better than you at Geometry Wars? Oh, definitely so. <laughs> definitely so. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of don't course. bring that up, man. It's still... <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest troll ever. Um, that was yeah, long, yeah. That was a long con troll too, man. You stopped oh, it. For years, I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I would, I would look at my girlfriend and be like, "Look how mad they are." Yes, <laughs> furious because you came in and fucking quadrupled the high score. Yeah. It was like five or six yeah, of us, so like great. every one of us, like you know, like one of us would be on the top, and then you came in. I, and was I remember like, like, tw like DMing people like people don't know this Sam, backstory. Like, what, what are we going to do, bro? I can't. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all playing to do. We're never going to beat them. There's no way. <laughs> they were all playing Geometry Wars and they were like one each one up each other. And and like, frankly, I thought it was a, a silly game and, and I wasn't great, get, great at it at all. I didn't play very much of it, but I was just like, this could be the greatest troll of all time. If I somehow like come up with the with, if I just like quadruple because what they do is they'd be like oh i have a million and then the next guy would be like i got 1.1 1. 1 million yeah, yeah they, they just like little barely tip each other like this and i was like what if i just just fucking like quadruple their score like like, like would it blow their minds I, I i i think i can i think i can make that happen and i just contacted one of the best players in the world and i was like hey man you want to you want to hook me up here this would be funny and he was like yeah sure whatever <laughs> <laughs> Hutch isn't laughing. I know. <laughs> That's why it's a good troll. Just be still, man, because you don't fucking know, okay? You know, you know, How much time no did you spend idea. trying to beat that guy's score? There was, there, there was, there was like a, a month-long stretch where I was playing Ooh. Geometry Wars, and I'm not exaggerating, 40 hours a week. Just <laughs> I played I never, it two hours I never tops. Even got, close i never even got close to beating your score and it was so Dude, hutch reached out to me and i'm not in on this hutch is like you know woody i need to talk to kyle and i'm like i'll pass it on yeah and then uh i'm like hey kyle hutch wants to talk to you and kyle like brushed it off now hutch is like the king of youtube at this point you don't brush off when fucking Odin tells you, contacts you for a meeting. But Kyle does, because he knew what it was about. <laughs> he knew he had been discovered and didn't want to have that conversation. I smelled, I smelled a rat immediately. I'm like, oh, great. I I but Kyle didn't tell me even. Like, you know, he wasn't like, oh, Woody, I, I know what this is. He was just like, yeah, no, I'm too busy or something. Like, it was, yeah, I didn't. Oh, Took it something was pure. And you made it impure. I corrupted it. I corrupted Dude, it. Dude, I love those videos you made, Hutch. When you ended with the Portal theme song, and like that was, that yeah, was some fun. good gaming fun. stuff. That was a lot of fun. I yeah. love it. And I put I put the Portal theme song in mine too. <laughs> I think I. Yeah, I don't know if I ever had the kind of victory I could use it. Dude, Hutch, man, your videos were. You used to play uh, with your girlfriend at the time a game, this was Explosion a Man. I started playing Explosion Man with my wife. Like, like it's weird how. Influential influencers can be, and they they came out with a misplosion man too. It was a really fun game. I think we played that too. Yeah, it was it was cool. I remember Hutch trolled me with something like that. It must have been like fucking eight years ago now, where it was the first time I'd played Magic with like me, you, all Sham, No Wow, and fucking like Onslaught, Captain Sparkles, or Onslaught. Yeah, someone like that. We were playing. That's awesome. And we had like a, it was like an hour plus long game. For those of you who don't play Magic, like that's pretty long. 
And I had, it was just back and forth because Hutch was gaining a little bit of life and I had an infinite bird 1-1 one, one engine just making a ton of them. And I was gonna win. It was just a long matter of time. And then out of nowhere, the whole screen like freezes and shuts down. And Did I'm I like, is, there, is, every, is everybody there? Is everybody there? And Hutch is like, oh, dude, my game just crashed. Oh, my, no. so sorry, man. I guess Did I think I we're going to have to redo it. Yeah, yeah, you no, dashed no. me in the middle of it, and you had me believing for like 15 minutes that it was a, it was an accident oh, until you admitted man. it, but it was more of like a... Uh, oh, I hush. thought it was funny. Look, oh, I, used to, I, used to do that with, I used to do that with Monopoly, too. That's a, But that game crashes so much that you don't even need to do That game <laughs> is so frustrating. The Monopoly, the Ubisoft Monopoly crashes on three on xbox <sighs> one it crashes on ps4 it crashes you need on the bootleg Switch. monopoly what's it called it's just oh. called monopoly plus i think no, 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 no. Kyle and rento fortune that's what we yeah. play rento, rento, rento fortune i think maybe. it's on does it, does, it, uh, does it function the same it's as monopoly, perfectly not only does it function perfectly it has many different modes where you can change the board up to, to like countries or nations or states and uh, it's really fun, and it it auto completes your uh, everything for you, like like all the calculate. There's not calculation, but there's like dice counts and stuff like that. Like it does everything. You for don't you have to that... wait for some jackass who takes thirty seconds to count to eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it it's it's honestly really fun. We played a ton of it. We played. We have this thing where like subscribers can pay a X amount of dollars. I think it's five hundred dollars, and it's they can lot. play video games, yeah. and they can play games with us. And uh, and a few people did that, and we ended up playing like a ton of Monopoly with those guys. And then in my private time, I'd play it with my friends. And it's Rento Fortuna, I think, is the name of it, or Rento Fortune. Is it on Steam? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's very cheap. It's it's six dollars tops, and uh, it's an excellent Monopoly like duplicate. And Dude, the Monopoly works. gets fucking so complex like when you when it when there's four players and you try to you try to imagine okay how do i get all three orange properties or all three red so you have to like it's all it's almost like chess you have to think like there's actually math that you got to do in your yeah. head and you got to fucking so if i give him these railroads maybe he'll give me that pink and then i can use that pink to trade with this guy to get his green then i can use that green to trade with this guy to get the orange you know who's really fucking good at that is mike optic diesel is incredibly well versed. Rental Fortune handles a lot of that complexity for you. You know, so suddenly you're like out of money, and it'll tell you, like, it'll help you figure out which properties to mortgage and stuff and stay in the game. If I want to make a three way trade with Taylor and Kyle, then you can do that. A big portion of Rental Fortune, or, you know, some people call it Monopoly, is the like tricking people into fucking themselves. Like, hey, look, we're, uh, we both realize this game's going to go on forever. No one is really making any moves here. I'll give you yeah. Jackassville if you give me Boardwalk, and uh, that'll get this it's game, game moving. It's a little Game of Thronesy, and uh, it helps a lot if you don't give a shit. Like that's my favorite way to play. Oh, well, the man. first I time get, we I played, really I didn't give a shit. Or you'd beat me, we were... and I would have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well i think we all won at least one didn't we not Each the guy one. who paid for the game everybody won but poor yeah. noah <laughs> <laughs> yeah poor noah didn't quite didn't win but that was, that was a fun game i liked that game yeah i uh no, uh, I played five, six, or is this a, a different noah that you're talking about oh you wouldn't uh, know him he's a, a fan of the show yeah yeah he's the guy who paid to to play with us or whatever and uh and we'd been playing a bunch of monopoly so he was like yeah i'll play monopoly with you because yeah. it's it's a cheap game it's easy you know going. he's already paid like 500 dollars, so like why pay 50 dollars for a game to get I, him to play i've been playing it was a good rust. game because it uh 
there's so much people interaction. Like that's what I would want if I were playing you know, for that experience. Yeah, exactly. Like a first person shooter, everybody can like zone out and just be like quiet and not really having a discussion. But Monopoly, you, you there's negotiation and and like while one person is rolling, the other three are kind of bullshitting and stuff like that. So it worked out really nicely. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Rust. It, I, I don't I don't know if I ever. You were on a while back. I don't know if I, I was playing Rust then or not. Yeah, I think you were. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, still playing Rust. Still playing fucking Rust. I'm, Dude, I just, you know... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, as soon as we're done here, like my, uh, my, my, my friends have been like establishing a base and getting their workbench down, and like they're, they're waiting on me to come help them in Rust. Dude, I want nothing to do game? with you Rust. You just rent a server, and you just try to survive. Uh, you don't rent a server. You go on, and you play for... You know, on, on somebody's server for free, I think. I've been watching right. so much Rust on YouTube. It turns everyone mean, wicked even. They're just <laughs> awfully abusing each other. The whole thing is based on like killing you and stealing your loot. It's an I win, you lose type of game. And you can work super hard. Just like good-heartedly SimCitying your way into something awesome. And then I come around and I steal it from you. Yep. And and it's so there's a whole lot of like I, I might want to team with you for a little bit and then betray you. That would be a a good strategy. Kyle, did you want to jump in? It, it just makes people assholes, which makes for interesting videos. But I don't think I want to buy this game. Who's do you know whose videos you're watching? Uh, I I no, because it's like half a dozen people. Can you name some? One's like Willem or Waylam. Waylon. Waylon makes very good content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Waylon makes very good content. He edits well and uh, he'll go into his own <laughs> private server and recreate like like if he's storming a compound, he'll go to his own private compound and like recreate the server he's the uh the base he's gonna raid and be like, We approach from the north now. This is the now my friend. He approached from the south, and it looked like this. And he, and he'll like have three hundred sixty degree flying like 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 visuals and stuff like that. I really like Sir Winter. S E R. Oh, I've definitely Space seen Winter. him. Great guy. He's an Aussie. Uh, he, he does. He, he's very good at PvP. Uh, Blueprint, which is like BLOO print. Sure, uh, sure. Um, very good. Um, H June is the best at PvP and in a real real nice guy. He's uh he's got that Asian blood running running thick in his veins like X Cal. So so I uh, that, it's that, like that, Aimbot. Yeah, it's like Aimbot. <laughs> so it's kind of cheating. Bruce, uh, very yeah, good. Video. Bruce yeah. is a fucking man. All right, he's you so know, good. Like, like, I, undeniable. I've, I've been watching him live streaming more, and uh, I. He's really good. He's back, I ran I ran into Bruce and you. And fucking pub in uh, uh was Sandy Call Ravage there? Blackout. I don't remember if Sandy was there, but I, but I, I ran into these guys in uh, in um, you ran into in, me and Bruce in Blackout on and PC, or? Oh, yeah, I had to PC, know. yeah, and uh, and we didn't know it was you until we were dead, and oh, yeah. you know, it was like three squads left, and I was like, ah, fucking Hutch killed us. <laughs> I was like, really your, your steam is like Hutchy Hutch or something like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I, I was like. I was like, Hutchy Hutch has to be fucking Hutch, Hutch, you know. And I go and I, I quickly go to your Twitch, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, yep, he's on the part of the map where he just killed us. And you, I was your your tag wasn't FPS Russia or anything like that. No, nah, it, it, it was probably like FPS. It may oh, have been FPS think, Kyle O. Thanks, Taylor. Oh, and yeah, uh, and uh, and so like you killed us, and then like I was mad at my squad because we usually we usually win. Uh, and I was and I was I was talking <laughs> shit and I I was just like, you, we could not be getting beat by Hutch and his squad. We were in the advantageous position. They had to come to you us. They had to cross a bridge. They you, had to cross a bridge. You, if you play with Bruce and and Sandy on your team.
you're going to win. Like Sandy's win rate in blackout was literally like 75% or something. Like that. Do you it's remember ridiculous. the drama Hutch when you played my game battles team? All that. Do you don't remember that? That was like a big thing for me. So I was new to game battles. What? When? Oh, was this, this black ops one? Uh, modern warfare two. And uh, we're playing any GBs for Modern Warfare. It wasn't 2. GBs, but it, it was my GB team. So I had just put together a game battles team, and I was new to the whole game battles experience. Like I wasn't really a competitive player. Uh, I I we did tryouts, and you know we brought on some good players. Onslaught yeah. was one of them. Uh, team Art was one of them. Yeah. Um, I played with those guys a ton. Uh, there were some other guys. Wayne was one of them, Pariris or something. I forget. And, and who did I play you with? Mostly Machinima guys. Um, I, I think C Nanners might have been there. Some of the like original Optic guys, like before Scump and Big Timer. Was it a pub or a, or a it like was private. Match? Yeah, we just played uh, privates, and we, we played win? a bunch. No, you did not win. We so you came into it cocky <laughs> as fuck. Like you thought it was going to be like pub stomping, and I came to oh. it hoping not to embarrass myself. That that was with the attitudes coming into it. And uh, I was just like, Let's, we'll see. Like, you know, like I, I, was, I was growing on YouTube. I was making a little noise. And, and um, like, so we played against each other. I don't know how many games we played, but a good estimate would be we played 12. And my team had 10 wins and two ties. Wait, was it ProMod when we were doing COD no, 4 with ProMod No, I never, played, I never played ProMod, really. It was, it was definitely Modern Warfare 2. I took a ton of shit over it because people said my aim was bad, and it maybe was, but they gave me more. What happened is Wings uploaded my worst game because it was one of the draws, and he was trying not to make you look bad. And, uh, but in reality, he just made me look really bad, I guess. And because uh, he spectated the whole thing. Cause nice guy wings looking out for Sean over here. I, I don't feel like I would have been pissed for losing. No, no, you were not a bad sport in the slightest. No, 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 no not at all. Oh, but so wings no. was putting himself were... in your position and being like, oh my God, he lost a game oh, in I Call of Duty. I have, <laughs> he lost a game. Of I have to. I have to protect his honor because the last time I lost a game of Call of Duty, it literally ruined my life. <laughs> I, remember, I, used to try to, I used to try to prop up the competitive scene as much as I could back then by interviewing a lot of the COD pros back because mm -hmm. it was a way smaller scene back then. But I specifically wanted to do that because I didn't want people thinking that I was some. Um, competitive player and um, no but so i think I would, that you were accustomed have, I, to playing with your machinima co-workers and winning all night and you thought it was going to be like that playing against me onslaught team art etc and it, and it wasn't yeah. yeah i remember the only game battles experience i have at all was way back in the day when woody and team art were like hey onslaught or mike can't play tonight do you want to fill in for him and i was like yeah sure and in my head, I'm like, man, they must be really deep in the bench. <laughs> to, to, How did it go? I don't even remember. Was I, I was there? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was me, you, and Team Art. We were playing 3v3s on game battles. This was like probably 2012. Uh -huh. And we were, we played the first game we played, I did the best on the team. And I was like, <laughs> all right man that, that's great and of this course they easy. were like sneak up from behind and then we played like four more games and i was horrible mm. like at least in two of them i think i was the 
hands down the reason we lost. And so by like the end of it, I could see the enthusiasm of Woody and T-Mart waning. <laughs> where I was like, all right, guys, well, uh, you know, next time you're playing pubs, I'll, I'll jump in. <laughs> but, but this is the end of my game battles scene. Because I, I was never that good at COD. Like at no point in my YouTube time, my career, YouTube career, did no, I, was, was I ever was any good. I sucked. I would reuse gameplays all the time and just make jokes over it. And that, I mean, it cultivated a different kind of fan base, which you know, worked out well for me. You know what's um, surprisingly really, really fun is Battlefield's new BR. Like the, the looting oh. system is absolute trash. Like just the worst of any of them. Because the items, when you kill someone, they all kind of fall to the ground. Sort oh, of like shit. Fortnite. But Fortnite, at least, um, you, you never have a problem. Like, if I want to... Whatever. In this game... It doesn't the color item, code the, them the, like... Like well, the items will stack on top of each other, and so you literally sometimes can't get to this one thing. That you yeah, need. that's horseshit. Like you'll need like an armor, an armor scrap, and it's just buried under ammo and guns. Dude, and stuff. I and watch Wings play it a lot. He has to give people tutorials on how to change their armor plate. Like people who know how to play, because they make it so it's such a bad UI and looting system. They already said that they're working on it, but. Uh, it, I'm I'm afraid that like I'm pretty sure nobody's going to be playing. I mean, very few people are playing it now. It seems like because it takes two three minutes to get into a game a lot of the times. Um, but it is really really fucking fun, and that's a game where it's definitely the prettiest BR out there. And it's a it's a game where it kind of reminds me of Skyrim when you're walking mm -hmm. around and like even just walking around doing mundane things is kind of rewarding and re relaxing just because the environment itself is so pretty and dynamic the ring that's of how fire rust is that's how rust is for me like like, like rust is I, i've said it on the show before but the like rust is my favorite game i've ever played it's just incredible there's so many different ways you can play the game you, you don't find the lows to be too low the lows are incredibly low Part of the lows being that low is what makes it so satisfying. Though. I got. I, I'm not even going to talk about what happened about three days ago. I'm not going to talk about it. Something awful happened to me. Were you betrayed? No, that doesn't was your happen. character. That happens in games like this. Yeah, because those YouTubers will like pick up a, a random person out of the 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 like field of play and be like, "Hey, you want to come along with me and go on a raid and and do this and that." No, you don't fucking do that. You don't trust people in Rust. I play with my friends who I've played like played with since PUBG first came out. Like, like, like I play with like people that I know and would never betray me. You know, they have no interest in that. Like we're we're actual friends. I play with them. Nobody else can be trusted. Absolutely. But can I interrupt? Sucks, Remember that man. new guy you Game hired sucks. to mine sulfur? Not hired, but like you, yeah, you put out a sure. pitch and uh like if you were live streaming this all the time. I wouldn't be surprised at all to hear that some guy offered him a lot of money to do terrible things to you. And then he, he did. wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Um, but, well, but, but also he didn't have any way to do anything bad to me. He was, mm. he was, he was, he was a slave. So he had his own house outside of our house. He didn't have any of our codes. He didn't have any like building privilege. He didn't okay. have anything like Hutch that. Hutch doesn't know like, but like uh, probably two months ago when Kyle first got into <laughs> rust, he was like, all right guys, you know, on the show, he's like, Listeners out there, I've got my core team, but I need some slaves. 
And so if you want to be a slave, hit me up <laughs> and you can Christ. be a naked person running around collecting sulfur for us. And yeah. I think you had a nice little harem of slaves going. Yeah, it was nice because he's like, I need someone with a ton of time to invest. Have you recently <laughs> become unemployed? Do you have nothing happening in your life? You're the kind of man I'm looking for. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, and, and like, it's easy to come by those guys, even without like talking about it on this show or whatever. They're in the game. You know, if you're playing solo, I'm playing with like three to four to five people, depending on what time of day it is. And we have a big ass base and we have walls around it and we're safe and we have guns and we have all of the, the things that you would like as a solo player. But you have to work five times harder than we do to, to acquire them. And so I'll be like, look, I'll build you a little bitch house out here. You'll live in it. Um, you go and you get scrap for me. And that's your job. You spend three, four hours a day getting scrap for me and you give it to me. And in the end, we'll, we'll all go out together and we'll fight people and I'll give you a gun and armor. And like, like that, that's your best ticket in life. Like you could try to like get a little bit of everything, a little sulfur, a little metal, a little stone, make your own, make yeah. your own base and spend all that time hours doing everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's exactly like that. But it, 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 like like having slaves, like it, having slaves is a common thing in the Rust like meta. Um, like that, you will see people in the all chat being like, "Hey, who wants a slave? I'm available." Just when I thought this game bred terrible people, I learned about the slave trade. Okay, absolutely, There's <laughs> it got absolutely worse. Slave trade. Uh, I can't sell my slaves. No, because because you know it, 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 I, I can't can't force him to go work for them. But but. I can uh, I can I can pay him to come work for. They're really not slaves. They're they're employees. You know, re in the end, contractors but, but they, at best. Do you take care of them in their old age? <sighs> well, WWE man, they're probably not going to survive until old age in the <laughs> Rust world. You know, that's just mm. the just the the way things work out. But yeah, Rust is an incredible. What day. happened a few days ago that you didn't want to talk about? Ah, uh, it, it it just went poorly. A you got raided, got basically. Um, just in a bad way though, you know, like, like a lot of loot got hidden in this one spot, uh, like, like not in our main base to avoid getting raided. And then somebody came and got it from there while I was in there and I was maybe, and somebody had forgotten to put the code locks on a couple of doors. So he got in really quickly before I could, uh, protect the loot and he got all the loot and I went alt F4. I'll be back Thursday when they get, when the whole map re resets again, I'm not playing until then. Uh, it, it was a very upsetting moment. Very, very upsetting moment. Those I, games, I, when you invest the amount of time that you do, it provokes real dozens of hours, dozens and dozens of hours into tragedy. the stuff that, that I lost right there. And I was the only one online, so I couldn't get help. Um, and I was just building, you know, I'm building walls inside the base and I'm armoring everything up to make, make, make sure this guy can't get to me. And I'm literally 30 seconds away from taking all this good shit, putting it in this room and then literally armoring myself into a box of armor that it was going to be hard for me to get even out of. Like I'm arm. There's not a door. There's just mm -hmm. wall. I was going to put myself in an armor box and make sure he couldn't get the loot, but I could come back later and like pick my way into it over the course of two hours of like swinging a club or something like that. H1, sounds awful. H1, H1 survival was heartbreaking like that too because yeah. there were a lot of hackers so you would spend dozens of hours massing somebody would just but do you know why your you. mic might be uh shutting on and off no it's not that bad happened just a second ago it was bad yeah yeah i i heard it for a second oh, i just heard a ding yeah oh, someone's got no. something cooking in the ding is my phone and i've been trying to shut it off you the can't whole mute your fucking phone? show this it's should be muted. 
This should be muted. Better. I promise. It, like, it, it's like do what I did with my uh, smoke detector that ran out of batteries a few nights ago. Tear it down in the middle of the night, and then go bury it in blankets and forget about it in the guest room. Does it? I don't think it detects smoke anymore, Taylor. Well, it doesn't, but it's also not making noise. <laughs> and so, no. but I bought. I have batteries, so I should probably put that back. Yeah, the, like all those like invest fifteen hours to get something that can be fun. But I just, I honestly, I don't have the time to to do that. Which is why probably the only game I've put more than 30, 40 hours into in the last eight months is Magic: The Gathering Arena. I love Magic the Gathering Arena. It blows the pants off of MTG Online. Like, it's not even close. First of all, the interface of MTG Online sucks dick. It takes you out of the experience of playing Magic because it's so shitty. Magic the Gathering Arena, you got the little, it, it may seem silly, but you got the little flares and like the, oh, you play this card and it does this. Oh, you play this creature and there's a little, ah, like, claw animation or something. Like, I love that game. It doesn't, it doesn't freeze. That's a, yeah, it's a really great game. Yeah, they, they, did, they did a fantastic job with Arena. I don't know why I don't play it more. I, I get addicted to those games, so it's hard. I figured you I have, would play it a lot more because it's like you can get into a, a five-hour session so easily because every game is only 15 to 25 minutes and yeah. you can run through 10 of them without even realizing. Well, I, was, I still really I really like the BR genre right now. and Apex is a great game. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with it. But I, also, I watched like, you I play have, that. Like, you put oh, yeah, your room on followers only mode. It makes me not stick around as long. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, actually, I'm not the one who does that. I, I have like a super mod. Mm-hmm. I, I pay him a little bit of money each month because he's like so helpful. Active. He's worth it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes if I get raided or something like that, or if it's a political discussion, then sometimes he'll put it in followers only mode because otherwise, like, I don't have too much of a problem with like outright trolling and, and you know, bannable type. Mm. What do you mean raided stuff? in... And I don't watch any Twitch. So like know. a bigger, like a bit when a bigger channel, you can you can raid, a, or it doesn't even need to be a bigger channel. Just any channel, you can just immediately transfer your your audience over to to, to another person's chat. But so you consider that a, a negative thing? No, 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 not at all. Oh, but, but the but term "raided" it, sounded negative. No, 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 no. It's not a negative term at all. Uh, host, you can say host. Amongst pirates, it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I guess rating like the sense of like rust then yeah that would evoke some feelings of negativity but um <laughs> but yeah so, so like sometimes you just he, he just does it just for like maintenance just to make sure that the because I don't I don't I don't like like trolling that's the one thing I don't like I can have disagreements with people and I and I do many times but when it's just someone that is spouting like nothing but nonsense and it's just making the rest of the chat kind of toxic then it's just better just to put it in followers only i went to wings twitter no i'm sorry i meant to say twitch and uh they were all telling him that they couldn't hear him like a hundred people saying your audio is not working i can't hear you oh he's perfect his audio was fine (laughs) it was a hundred like it wasn't even quiet like it was there was no room for improvement and just for like 20 minutes just a stream of people like wings we can't hear you your mic's not on and That's outnumbered really like 15 to 1 amongst people who were like, they're fucking with you, Wings. And that guy would be drowned out by a wow. sea of trolls. And, yeah, and that would get That's funny. Oh, that is a funny bit, yeah. I, that's, that's a good not time. that I can't see the funny, but I, I also see the vulnerable. He, he's always been that guy who's, you know, we, we've talked about it many times. He's like, look, if you, if you guys would all stop being funny real quick, what the people are really here for is to see me be good at Rainbow Six. And it's like, like eight of them are, like eight of them are. You know, there, there, there's 400 in here. Eight of them want to see you be good at Rainbow Six. 
Three hundred of them want us want want us want to see you get upset, and then a hundred <laughs> and and like ninety two or whatever the fuck want to see you do something completely different. You know, like, it's like, funny hey. you're listening to that, and I'm putting myself in the situation, right? I'm like, I want to see him win Battle Royale. I was playing Battlefield Battle Royale. I saw him win. It was cool. It was great. But if you had given me the choice of that or him saying that he wanted my parents to die in a car wreck that went on fire. <laughs> I don't know. Like, or like getting gangster grandma on camera. Or, yeah, or, that or stuff like, or, he does is is great content. Yeah, I, I like that shit. You know, uh, you know, and 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 uh, I think mom I, don't I, I get it twisted. He he says I talked that about, about last show. Parents. You know, people not should you. not be sending him things. Okay, people mm, should not be sending not. people to his house. Uh, you know, and I said that last show, and some people I guess didn't hear me clearly. I said I don't think you should send things to his house. What I really stressed was that specifically, you really shouldn't send people who need to be out there working and earning a living for their their families and stuff to his house. Like that mechanic, especially, I thought was not cool because that guy clearly needed that money and he should have been somewhere else, maybe actually working on a car, but he got sent to Wing's house, you know, but I don't think he should send anything to his house. I mean... You know, there, there's 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 levels of pranks, and then when you get into sort of like criminal and dangerous stuff, then then you've gone a bit too far. Yeah, you've gone way too far once you get yeah. into criminality. Just or getting or really, even then, like ordering pizzas to someone's house, you're wasting that poor guy's time. At least pay for the, the pizza. Per- yeah. <clears throat> at least pay for at the pizza. Pay for and the put, pizza like tip, yeah. put, a, put like a tip on there. You Dude, know? Like, don't you did do that, that even. Because like it's not. People would no, send no, no, me paid that's for pizza. Okay. It's not. I, I'm make it's not because fuck you. Okay. <laughs> I have received dozens of paid for pizzas and it's not cool. You don't know why. He's already been swatted. Now his doorbell's ringing again. He's already had whores and mechanics sent to his house and now his doorbell's ringing again. He's not expecting anybody. It's not cool. And then you don't I'm want okay pizza. Wings doesn't want pizza at the moment. Like Sometimes they'd send me pizza and they'd want me to eat it like as part of the show. I already had dinner. What, I'm supposed to have pizza after dinner because you sent me one? Like, I don't want to do you. that. Given, given Wing's weight situation, that really is like a mean-spirited thing. Yeah. I, I really, I hadn't thought of it like that. That's yeah. okay if you ask me. Look, I don't like the dangerous stuff, all right? I don't like it at all. But if you want to send For him Wings, pizza... For Wings, pizza is dangerous. <laughs> Why don't you send me cyanide? He's like folding. He's doing that thing that New Yorkers do where they have to fold the pizza up, but he's got two slices top... Just didn't he come? Didn't he come on the show like no. six months ago or something? No, like absolutely not. No, he says right. he says we owe him a lot of money, and it'll take ten thousand dollars plus uh, the money that he's owed to come back on the show. Uh, he's not owed any money. No, but I thought he way. didn't. He come on as a guest? No, absolutely not. Uh, ep- no. no, no, no. Episode uh, like two hundred fifty or something. Yeah, yeah like, literally, like literally more recent than that. Yeah, literally four years ago he came on. I think I'm with Kyle. I don't think he's come on. Wow, episode two fifty. Okay, you're yeah. right. Yeah, we're at like four forty or something now, roughly. Four thirty three. So two hundred episodes, fifty a year, like four you guys years do once, ago. Once a week or twice a week? Once a week. Once a week. And then we do a like a, a one hour show called PKN, Painkiller Nearly. Uh where, for our uh, patrons. patrons. That's uh that that you know we sort of fill in the gaps with and then we have a lot of fun with. And uh but 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 yeah, I don't like the dangerous stuff. But I don't see a great deal of harm in sending the man a pizza that you pay for and a and tip the driver for. Well, on a B. similar note, I think Kyle would like it if you sent all sorts of things to his house, so long as that they're no, paid for. No, absolutely not. Fuck yeah. you for saying that. No, no <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I, it seems a pretty parallel here. We're, well, I'm trying well, to go well, by fuck. the Kyle system of morality. 
Well, fuck you. Send Woody things because he'll. No, I was pretty clear. Send, if you go by the Woody Taylor's system things. of morality, th- then what? don't do it. Well, by Woody's sense, uh, sense of morality, send Taylor things care of Woody, and he'll burn them and not even open the box. I opened that box. <laughs> Compromise. And then know. and then he burned it. Yeah. Nice that, guy, Woody. That I do. I stand by that. You know, don't send me. You're things. the only one who thinks that was a cool thing to do. That well, I'm not the messenger. They're like, hey, you know, I don't. Better, uh, you know, these guys. I'm having a hard time getting in touch with them. So I'll just get in touch with you on behalf of them. And it's like, uh, if you're Taylor, then Taylor stuff. Well, I mean, I was, me. I was, I'm gonna, I was gonna set up a PO box, but then the whole, you know, couple of years ago debacle made me think, uh, probably not maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, don't send wings things even if you pay for them. And I feel I just have this hope that Kyle's like, you know what? Maybe I don't like it. Fuck you. I mean, it. it... <laughs> well, fuck you. I mean, you're you're hurting a guy who's. I'm not hurting him. I didn't send him anything. Fuck you for telling people to send things to my house. That's not cool. I think I that... didn't tell him to send things to his house. I'm saying that there's a difference to me between A and B. I think you did say to send it to their house. I, I I'm saying that I see a big difference between A and B. There's a I, I don't care if you if you send a man a pizza and you pay for it and you pay for the tip, but the but don't send mechanics and stuff like that because that's not cool to the mechanic and it's not cool to wings because the mechanic will be angry. It's, it's not cool to send anything to someone's house, but I do see a difference between sending a prostitute or a mechanic and a pizza. Like I if you pay for the pizza, I, I definitely see a chasm of difference between that mm, and then another chasm of, of difference between a mechanic and a prostitute and a SWAT team. But all of these things fall on the side of wrong, just how far wrong they are. That would creep me out. That would fucking creep me out if somebody did that. Yeah, I, want to lots of people have house. sent me stuff. How would they know what kind of toppings I want? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You don't get the pizza you want. What if they put olives on it? It could happen. Yeah. I and like it, olives. I don't usually like olives you don't want... It, I don't usually want pizza. So, uh, oh, that's the food I crave 24-7. I could eat pizza at any point. Really? If I, I just had finished dinner, yeah. Pizza I love years. pizza. I, I think my last pizza was when I was um, in the hotel with the broken leg. Blaze pizza is real good. Real fucking good. I think it's the fastest growing fast food chain in America right now. And I think LeBron James has like a significant ownership of it or something like that. What is it called? Blaze? Blaze pizza. It's like the Chipotle of pizza. Like they, they, they throw it all together right in front of you and then they throw it in a wood oven. And then, uh, or I don't know what you call it. What do you, what do you call it? What, what kind of oven? Yeah, yeah, like a, a wood oven. Yeah, or the wood burning oven. I don't know. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, and then it takes like ten minutes, and it's really, really fucking good. It's a quality pizza place. If you ever, it's cool. I don't think we have that here. I've never heard of Blaze Pizza. I have any. Uh, well, I mean, we're he's in California. We're in yeah. Missouri, North Carolina, and Georgia. So a bit of a chasm. Just yeah. A little bit. Make me want to Let go. me do another advertisement here. Tell everybody what's going on. This episode of PK is brought to you by a company that we have a lot of personal experience with, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast thing that delivers, uh, the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything, imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you uh, bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track the driver. You forgot to get eggs, milk, no problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for that perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order is up. 
Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. For a limited time, Postmates is giving you 100 bucks uh, of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. That may be the sponsor that I use the most, unless you count Casper, which I sleep on every night. I don't know if that's a fair comparison. It's a comfortable mattress. Big fan. I use a lot of Postmates. We were doing some account. I was looking at my. Uh, we were doing some accounting recently, and it's just like pages of Postmates, just pages and pages of that shit. Uh, it'll catch up to you. It's kind of like perfect though when you're when you're streaming. What do you mean it's they'll like catch the, up to you? Like because it, it's because it's, 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 yeah. price involved. <laughs> I see. Yeah, you, you had to spend a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It's it would definitely be much more expensive <clears throat> to go shopping for groceries and cook my own food every night. Which is probably, I probably should do that because, you know, it, it could be. So it'd be more most expensive of the time to do that? To shop? Every, you, no, it'd be expensive. cheaper. It'd be cheaper for sure. Because Postmates, it's like $20 every meal just for me, minimum. And sometimes, like if I get sushi, it's like $50. Like I definitely got like $50 worth of sushi the other night, like out of nowhere. I was like, oh, yeah, I want this and that and this and that. Check out $55. Jesus. I just wanted a, a snack. It can definitely get out of hand. So we got to talk about the bar summary, don't we? Oh, you want to? We have to. How can we not talk about that? Yeah. Are you guys trying to avoid that topic? Oh. I was trying not to do hours of politics, but I love politics talk. I would just didn't want to be the guilty guy. <laughs> you're, you're, you're muted, Taylor. You're muted. Just so you know. Thank you. I, yeah. I just got back from the bathroom. What, what, what are you talking about? He said he wanted said to talk could... about the bar summary. Bar being the attorney general who has the oh, Mueller yeah, yeah, yeah. report. Yes. 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 Well, I Taylor know may is. know, but the listeners might not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's front page news. What about it? Yeah, we shouldn't spend too much time on it. Yeah, shouldn't spend too much time. I agree with Woody there, but yeah, we can talk about it. Dude. The... So I feel like if you're not arguing on the side of like openness and transparency it's difficult to argue that you're on the side of the right um bar is a white house appointed uh attorney general and he was appointed in this case anyway he was appointed mostly because he was very critical of the Mueller investigation in the first place just like the guy before him whitaker was appointed because he had an idea on how to shut it down he said he would defund it that's how Trump is picking his attorney generals. If you don't think that, you're probably But, but nobody silly. defunded it or shut it down. That's how Trump is picking his attorney generals. He's finding people who are critical of the Mueller investigation. And I don't know what they did. But um, then specifically, he wrote... Specifically, Barr wrote this 17-page memo basically mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, to, the, to the Department of Justice basically laying out his view of the law, which is that a president can't obstruct justice. That is his point of view, is that because he's president, he literally can't I mean, Mueller justice. didn't even recommend charges for obstruction or collusion. Well, cl- so therein so cl- lies my part of it. I would like to know what Mueller wrote in this thing, right? There's See, a like four-page summary like they- on this thing, and all we have is Barr's interpretation or Barr's summary of the Mueller report. I'd like to see the Mueller report. Yeah, they, I'm sure they will release it at some point, but undoubtedly there are concurrent legal issues that like are named in that report. 
Like they looked, they, they didn't just stop at looking for at Russian shit. They looked all over the place. Like I, my guess would be Trump will get hit like either during or after his presidencies for some financial shit. Because I feel like you could pour into any real estate billionaire's financial records and find skeevy shit. Because frankly, well, all billionaires do a bunch of fucking skeevy shit. Remember a couple years ago when those Panama, or not even a couple years ago, when, when the Panama Papers came out and it basically showed not just rich politicians, these actors, these these financiers, all of these rich elite people were hiding shit in Panama and in other places and it all got spilled. Oh, oh, but it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. We're not going to cover this a ton on the news because we are all in the same elite club. We do this and then we delineate whatever information we choose to, to, to give to you. I think you're kind of downplaying the the Trump's like utter lack of scruples or morals when it comes to 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 how he conducts himself in his business life, as is evidenced by, you know, decades. Oh, we, of, I mean, I, of, I, I know, don't there, think there he's. Was, necessarily ethical in his business life like but, it, the, but the way that you said it was like well every billionaire would be it's well well I mean, but uh, they they all fucking do dude like th they do amazon's know, not paying taxes so many of these billionaires are escaping through things yeah, but we're yeah. talking about the the muller thing like my whole point with the muller thing is a few months ago buzzfeed reported a bombshell uh -huh. a bombshell about the muller investigation and within a day uh, the Mueller team had come out with a representative and said, nope, wrong, wrong, wrong. And I'm now told to believe that Barr would s summarize the entire report and present it. And the Mueller team's going to be quiet. So they have hey, the balls funny, to funny, go up against funny. BuzzFeed. You know, the yeah, New York funny. Times oh, came out. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, no, no. Hutch. I think you're about funny, to say what I am. you mentioned that, though, because the New York Times came out with a story last night where they uh, laid out um, that that associates of people that worked on Mueller's team. Um, I saw that more vague sources, more this guy says, this okay. guy says the same structure of news story we've gotten for years. These same people have been but breathlessly wait, 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 saying I mean, this happened, this happened, this happened. Do, hold on, let me let me just. Do you think that the yeah, New York Times it. is is like just making up sources, or do you think that they would run a story like this if they thought that their sourcing was thin? Yeah, the same yeah, thing. I definitely think they would because John Brennan well, has been providing was, false information to CNN, MSNBC, Fox, New York Times, Washpo for years now, and then he goes after saying with assurance like there is something going on former head of the cia his word carries a lot of weight he was going out there doing that and then now when it comes out and Mueller well, doesn't recommend any charges he well, says another, oh well i must can... have gotten some bad information and you, it's like you... no these people are, are are deceiving you they're lying like i don't trust the so mainstream it wasn't media. just but it wasn't it wasn't just okay but it, it wasn't just the new york times it was washington post and nbc also ran stories today that corroborated uh, the New York Times stories. They went through their own sources and and found very similar things. It wasn't just so. They what was laid out in the sources? So that doesn't matter. People run with anonymous sources all the time. No, it doesn't. And, and I mean, where like, has anonymous sources gotten us to a three-year? Plenty hunt. of solid reporting has been done all throughout the, the decades of the Watergate existence. comes to mind. Based based on sure. anonymous sources, it is a staple of journalism is anonymous sources i'm not saying that it wouldn't be more convincing to a reader if it was like somebody standing up raising their hand and then saying this is what i saw but to throw the entire concept of anonymous sources no not the concept as, as, in, as a within reason the to context, within the context of this story which has been proven and i mean this is another frustrating thing because you know i think kyle and i have kind of been of the opinion of I don't think this happened. Let's see what the report says. Like, I, I think I, more than Kyle, was on the side of, I don't think Trump colluded. I don't think any of this happened. And people, 
all throughout the mainstream media, watch Rachel Maddow for 30 seconds over the past three years, all these people have been breathlessly saying, this happened, this happened, he colluded, this, that, and the other thing, Don Jr. in his meeting, this and that, oh, he colluded with WikiLeaks and all these things, like he, all of this has been Don said. Don Jr. in his meeting all, really bothers well, but hold me. Hold on, but all oh, of this ahead. has been said, all of this has been said, no, no scruples from the mainstream media. But the Don Jr. meeting had actually no happened. problem saying it happened really when the happened. Russians reached out then, to Don Jr. and, then now and said, "We have dirt on Hillary Clinton." He said, "I love it." Right? He didn't say, "Oh my gosh, I need to go to the FBI or CIA." He didn't they say, said, "No, them, no, no, we don't, is, we don't work with the Russians to get dirt on our political opponents." He didn't say that. What he said was, "I love it." Let's meet so, at Trump so headquarters. And Mueller didn't recommend any charges for any of these things. Okay, so wait a second. I want to see what Mueller did say. We, sure, none, I of, none, none of us have seen the report, so it's very hard to have a conversation about it. All we've seen is a four-page summary from Barr. But what the reporting in the T New York Times revealed is that the Mueller team actually provided their own summary at the end of each section. And this was a comprehensive, this according to reporting, 400-page report with another thousands of pages of documentary ev underlying evidence. So we're on the uh, same page. I'm totally in favor of full transparency what, and them releasing no, it. Right, but let me let me let me just finish real quick on the topic of conspiracy. What he said, what Mueller said, is that he and his team could not establish a conspiracy between the Trump campaign and the Russians that uh, showed that the Trump campaign assisted the Russians in their efforts to dis, uh, um, uh, disrupt our uh, election or interfere yeah. with our election with a two pronged attack with the social media troll farms, mis mass misinformation targeted at sensitive swing States and everybody else broadly. And then also uh, the hacking of the DNC emails and the Podesta emails. I don't think anyone was alleging that Donald Trump or anyone on his team literally helped the Russians do the Manafort things. gave his polling data to the Russians. Right. The, 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 the question of collusion, it's not even a question. It happened whether or not it's rises to the level of, of criminality in a sense that you that that Mueller proved beyond a reasonable doubt that there was a conspiracy between the two between how, the two how can parties. you just say he colluded with Russia to to influence the election like Ma because Manafort colluded with Russia Don Jr. colluded with Russia you, you, but the, the word collude like you're using it so loosely what did he do did, did Don Jr. get valuable information that he then used to take down the Hillary campaign? What I call or did Hillary just not campaign at all? Him just him just him just not just, at all well, campaigning in the question. Rust Belt. So just let me answer your question though, because it's not just that. Uh, uh, however, the way that you laid out the fact that he took that meeting instead of going to the FBI, the fact that that he knew that the Russians either had dirt on Hillary or were in the process of trying to get that dirt on Hillary, and then didn't go to the FBI to report it to them is a form of uh, collusion in the sense that it's secret. He took a secret meeting and then he lied about it. And then his father dictated um, a, a memo to give to the press explaining that that meeting was about Russian adoptions. It was just an overt lie. And all of this was happening while Donald Trump was pursuing a Trump Tower deal in Moscow that could have potentially been the most lucrative real estate deal of his entire career. That he was also lying about. Hundreds of millions of dollars while he was also lying to the public about that. And then like a short time after that meeting with Don Jr. And, and you can choose to believe that Don Jr. didn't tell his dad about this meeting, which I find laughable. Shortly after that, Donald Trump gets on TV, asks the Russians to hack Hillary. And what do they try to do literally that day? But they tried to hack her specific email 
uh, situation. WikiLeaks know, already had all her shit. Like they they they, they were doing a slow leak. No, this is this is this was. That didn't start until October. This was we're talking about July. This was like during the time of the Republican convention. So, uh, so and then Manafort sh- obviously showing up and then sharing polling data that they had. Like, look, we think that these states here, which the Democrats consider a lock, we think they're actually a little bit more sensitive. Here's our polling data, and here's basically a roadmap, roadmap, or like a target list for you guys to. Uh, target these people if there is a huge mound that of is, evidence if, if all of the all of this and more was I mean, available to Mueller, and he neither recommended charges for any kind of collusion but, or any okay. kind of obstruction and so but, it's no, no, annoying no. well we hold did, on we did, it, we it's annoying to be on the side of, well, of, of mis- hearing you're... people not critically saying for years literally years this has been the biggest story of the past three years and hearing it's media figures social in, it, it is a big story hearing media influencers social uh, people talking heads all of them uncritically saying this happened this happened this happened without the the requisite evidence but and all the then the Mueller report summary comes out and it's oh well, we need to wait we need well, to wait. suddenly well, everything so we've been the, saying the things now, that he's talking more taylor let me respond to that the things sure. that he's talking about are, are agreed upon by both sides right there is no question that donald trump jr took that meeting that donald trump senior dictated the letter uh, there's no question that manafort released the polling data to the russians there's no question that donald trump got in front of the reporters and said if you hack this if you find these emails you'll be richly reported there's no question that afterwards when they said are you joking he said no i'm not joking i'm serious i want you to do this these things are all out there and agreed upon by both sides. It is weird to me, as a non-attorney, why this isn't conspiracy. But apparently it's not. Well, you have, I mean, to, prove no... it. You have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. And here, but here's the difference between the conspiracy side of it. Collusion isn't even a legal term. We're talking, yeah. we're talking about conspiracy. There's a difference between how Mueller approached the conspiracy side of his investigation, the Trump-Russia connection, and the obstruction. And I, I think you're failing to... Uh, recognize the difference in how he approached it. And I think you're totally mischaracterizing what happened. What he said was, we can't establish a connection, therefore I can't recommend charges for conspiracy. What he said with obstruction was totally different. That is not what he said. Normally a prosecutor will recommend either charges or no charges. He decided to uh, leave that basically up to, um, he himself didn't want to be the one to solely dictate the precedent that this would set. And what he did was he laid out evidence in his report that we still haven't seen yet, according to Barr's own summary, that did lay out evidence of a crime that happened. And he said, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to make any recommendation, presumably punting that to either Barr or Congress. The Congress are the ones that get to decide at that point whether or not it rises to the level of an impeachable offense. Uh, So, I, I think you really it's need to take. The, the, I think I think you really need to take into consideration that Mueller did not say I'm not bringing charges of obstruction because I couldn't establish that it happened. What he said is I'm not even going to make a decision. And then Barr stepped in, and surprising no one said the president didn't obstruct justice because this very person straight up already sent this lengthy memo saying that a president can't obstruct justice. So it's just, it's just, it's just moving surprise to anyone that he didn't recommend charges there. And it's going to be really, well, it it came as a surprise to 
the entire mainstream media. Rachel Maddow cried. Huge numbers of people were upset by this. Like, I don't like this because it's memory bullshit. holding and pretending that what? all of these people what weren't saying the whole time. I don't feel and, like and I'm saying that the, no, no, I just no, didn't no, no, actually no. hear your I, word. What in pretending? Memory holding. Okay. What, what the media will do when they get something wrong, or in, just an individual person will do when they get something wrong, where they try and take something and they just memory hole it. They just uh, don't think about that anymore. Don't think about it. They've been saying for years. It's been the biggest story. This happened. This happened. Mueller is coming for you. People have like fucking avatars. Like Mueller was a hero for tons of people. He's coming he for you. When he what releases he, this, Donald, Ju Donald Trump though. is fucking done. And what, then what now he, he releases it and the goalposts shift once again. Now it's the SDNY that's going to do it. Like it, is it, I, I don't, honestly, okay, so like, I, can I, be, for, I want to go next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it, Woody. So, I try to put it on the other side and, and see if I like how I would feel about it. And it's like, how would it be if Ken Starr ran a really honest campaign for a long time, kept no leaks, no nothing, mouth closed, the whole thing. And then Ken Starr released his report to Janet Reno, who summarized it in a day or two and said, Clinton's innocent. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that the red team would see that and go, oh, I guess I was wrong this whole time. Janet Reno, uh, who, by the way, in a hypothetical situation, was just hired because she was critical of Ken Starr. She said it's fine. So it's I, fine. I'm not even like I used to be more pro-Trump. I'm mm -hmm. not even on Trump's team at this point. Like, I think he's done a pretty shit job. What has he passed other than giving billionaires tax cuts and huge corporations tax cuts? Like, I, I'm not a fan of him at this point. But, oh, sorry. But, that yeah, I, I hear you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, they're saying to wrap up politics in the conversation. It's good. well, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think the first hour was politics, and we've been doing politics for a while. I mean, we can was do it. We can do a whole politics for an hour. I don't yeah, politics for an hour. It probably I wasn't an hour. It's probably like forty minutes. But I just don't want to get too much. But anyway, like. It, the, I hope they release the entire big, thing and it's all out there. Well, the House Judiciary Com Committee just voted to to give Nadler the um, authorization to subpoena the the full report, but there's fucking no way that Barr is going to do that without putting up a fight first. Um, yeah, I, I'd like uh, to see the full report. I feel like I've been waiting forever to like wait until the facts were out there, and I still haven't gotten the facts. Like, like that's why I'm not saying anything through through this whole conversation that you okay, guys are I, having. It's because like we still haven't gotten any 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 of the final findings. I don't, I don't see. I, I don't see this. I don't understand that because uh, there are so many established facts already right now, right in front of you. I don't know how that couldn't alarm some people, because uh, like like it just confuses me. Because like everything that I said about like and and what he said about Manafort and Don Jr. and and Stone and WikiLeaks and the entire Russian operation. That's another thing that's left out is that he left like Mueller also detailed like a really um, extensive and sophisticated operation that many people, like including yourself, Taylor, were were highly skeptical of in the very beginning when the media was reporting that there was an active campaign going on Definitely. by the Russians. You were the, one of the people that I remember the last time I was on here, you kind of scoffed at the idea of it happening. And you asked me, like, what was my evidence? I said, I saw, like, just go in social media and scroll through the Trump trend and you can see. It, it's not that I don't think that it happened. It's that <clears throat> I think that the influence of it has been largely overstated. They spent, you know, they, they had their troll farms and everything. They spent maybe 20 grand on Facebook ads. 
the the Clinton campaign and the Trump campaign, no, well, no, the Clinton no, no, campaign no. more. They spent tens right. of millions on social media. The Trump campaign spent millions on social media, and that's not a measure of what they did. They had bots. They had you know astroturfing. They had. Well, I know. think it was one in five of those bots was pro Clinton. They were do. He was trying to create a fucking so, horrible yeah, environment right. in this country Let's, where people are at each other's throats. Here we and are. They, and, them, he, yeah. and he succeeded. <laughs> One of the goals you see was my to Facebook so, feed. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. The, <laughs> all those boomers. Yeah. One of the goals was to sow discord in the American public and and disrupt the conversation. But they very explicitly had a goal of propping up Donald Trump and denigrating Hillary Clinton with the secondary goal of sowing discord. They probably assumed, like most everybody else did, at some point that he wasn't going to win, and it they were going to throw so much shit at Hillary that it would have totally invalidated any mandate that she might have I, I had just don't as soon get, as she like, took office like from they, they, trump's they, they, camp like trump as a president has done a ton of things that aren't helpful for russia well, P well putin himself like putin literally himself said of course i prefer trump be, be president so I don't, oh definitely I don't, I don't, well i would I no doubt that because she's I, way I more even, hawkish uh um, probably is yeah, she wanted to impose hawkish. a no-fly zone in syria well, I mean, yeah, Trump's I, I, only hawkish verbally. You know, he doesn't actually. Well, he's also still he he gets credit for being anti-war okay. a little bit, but he doesn't actually do shit. Like like I said earlier, he'll tweet about how he's going to get us out of Syria, and then he does fucking. He tweets nothing. both ways. Yeah, it's hard to gauge where he stands by his tweets, right? Because he'll tweet my big red buttons better than North Korea's big red button, right? That's pretty hawkish, but he didn't press it. So I feel like we're all like. I don't know. I'm just so like cynical about all of it now that I don't. None of these people they seemingly have the power to get us out of these wars and to stop foreign intervention. Like Trump ran on like get us out of these places where, where nothing's getting done, nothing's getting done, and then now he's got a lot of his advisors being like in his ear. Well, you got to go to Venezuela. You got to go to Venezuela and, and intervene there. What's going to happen? Oh, you, you, there's a there's a perfectly good region that you could destabilize even further. Like. That, that's my biggest thing Iran now. Too, yeah, in Iran, trying to get us to invade Iran and stuff. It, it's, it serves no interest of the American people. I, I, Trump's negotiating style is different than presidents past. And uh, I, I don't want to come on like hating on the guy because it's just different. But he lies. He blusters. He blusters is a better way to say it. You know, He, he negotiates like a goose charging. He doesn't want to fight. A goose <laughs> doesn't want to fight a bull. But, you know, he goes up against it like he does want to. Trump does that all the time. He told Mexico that we were going to close down the border this week. Now he says, ah, maybe a year. He just delayed it by a year. That was that was a goose attack, which is to say not attacking, just that's pretending what he it does. wanted to. Like, and that's, that's what I hate I, about it's all what these. I'm agreeing, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. All these neocon like bootlickers where he'll say something like, you know, we got to take care of Venezuela. And then suddenly he's back in the good graces of the Ben Shapiro's and the Bill Crystal's and the John Podhoritz's and all the neoconservatives. And it's like, it, it, it's just frustrating. His words don't carry the same weight that like previous presidents do not know, but like a lot, all the previous presidents, because he just says things that, that he doesn't follow through on more so than other presidents did. Like ludicrous stuff too, like really, really ludicrous. So, stuff. Some of it, it, it. So the, the little Trump thing, it boggles my mind how he doesn't get in like more trouble for stuff. Remember when he promised middle cut, middle class tax cuts like a week before the midterms, and everyone was like, "Congress isn't even in session." Like how, how is that even a thing? He didn't care. And then tomorrow, ah, did I say that? <laughs> Weird. And, and like that's he does. And that. even then, like those tax cuts, like sure, it gave the middle class like some crumbs. 
but it was really just oh, these were the cash fucking... cuts that didn't happen. This is right before the midterms. He promised a ten percent tax one, cut. Yeah. He promised a ten percent tax cut before the election. So he had like nine. It was actually eleven days. I know what it was. It was eleven days to follow through on another tax cut. And all the Republicans were like, "Dude, we haven't even started on this. Like, this is not a thing." Yeah. And it was just a thing that just a lie he put out there to get votes. You know, yeah, little... I, I may be wrong about a lot of shit like i really do try and adapt my view that's why i'm not nearly as pro-trump i'm not pro-trump at all anymore at this point mm. like i just see him as a i i want to believe he'll get us out of these wars but it's, i don't know is there's anyone a bunch of things i like i like his we're gonna be in these wars for the rest of our lives it's, it's so never, fucking ridiculous though it's never we're not, it's never gonna end it's didn't just, jared pass something gonna, good on jail like didn't he do some sort of jail reform they did and, the first they did the first step act and it was a good first step yeah they yeah did the I, i'm not against I, I like the things he does that i like you know yeah sure there's i mean there's, he banned my bump stock dick you had a bump stock? I used to. I actually, oh, I, I don't. I think that I was so funny. Like for eight years, people were like, "Obama's taking our guns," and then Trump, Trump passes more gun control than Obama did in eight years with the bump stock thing. And the it, same people are like, "Yeah, I guess I could see the point." Hutch, this is a big deal too, because uh, typically when they pass a gun ban, they pass the sale of that thing. Like you can't sell uh, thirty round magazines anymore. You can't sell assault rifles. Trump banned the ownership of it. If you have it, yeah. you need to burn it. You are yeah. now a criminal because you have this thing. And uh, it's like a year later, too, or like a year and a half after the Las Vegas shit. It took him a while. Yeah. But, do you have any guns, Hutch? No, I want one, though. I do. As, what are you looking a, at? This is something just, Kyle can help with greatly. Just, just a little, like, I, I would want, like, a kind of like a powerful handgun, like, not like a shotgun or anything like is that. Is it for home defense? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know what the fuck is going to happen in like ten years. So yeah, you want I mean, a shotgun? You want a shotgun? Maybe something like that. But Esme doesn't want a gun in the house, and so it's kind of hard to. You should you know. take her shooting and kind of get her acclimated to it, and then move it towards that because people get She's way too out. intimidated by shooting ranges. Like it's way more structured than you think. If somebody's goofing around with it, there's mm. not a hey settle down atmosphere. It's <laughs> a you're out, you're gone. Yeah. No. No. Or they yeah, just embarrass the heck out of you and you feel like you're a misbehaving seven year old again. And they should embarrass the hell out of you. Guns are no joke. That's I don't know true. if they would let me get a gun because I'm I'm open about smoking pot. I'm pretty sure they if if, if they Oh I don't know. That might former fashion then Yeah, that's the thing. Oh that's really? a thing. Yeah. All right, then yeah. then pretty don't sure yeah. <laughs> that's what they did in Missouri. Like in Missouri they just legalized uh medical marijuana, but it's absurd like if you get medical marijuana you have to give up your second amendment rights you can no longer own a gun at all and so and they, but they and they don't do that with alcohol exactly no, i don't understand that doesn't make any what's sense what's more dangerous with a gun you know it's, it's never like pot is it because, head is it because and it's a schedule one substance still that's got to yep. be why right it must so. be it's yeah you uh you're agreeing on uh when, when you buy the gun you're saying that you don't smoke pot when you fill out the form do you have to check a box that says you've never taken any hallucinogens too? Um, I think it says, I don't remember the <laughs> verbiage, but it may just be illicit drugs. Hypothetically, uh, mushrooms, fentanyl, uh, <laughs> go to crystal meth. Are these all bad? Toad Kyle, venom. You were, you were recommending a handgun for someone in Hutch's situation, whereas his girlfriend I, depends on the price range. Fan. Depends on the price range. Honestly, like, like, like take the, your favorite gun from a fucking movie. You like lethal weapon, go get a Beretta M92, right? Like, like if you like, uh, you know, if you if you want something, oh, I want one of the like the forty four ones, like the big the big like, like a big revolver. 
get a Ruger, uh, get it like a Ruger, a Ruger, uh, super black Hawk or super red Hawk. You know, you can get a 44 Magnum for like a couple hundred dollars, three, four hundred dollars. And it's a big, powerful, fucking heavy duty 44. Magnum. Well, I thought it would be more expensive than a couple hundred dollars. No, I get a, not if you get a Ruger and it's a revolvers are a little bit cheaper. Anyway. Wait, but those aren't the, the, the super black Hawks, super red Hawks, whatever. Those are single action, right? Uh, one's a single action, one's a double action, and it's uh, escaping me right now. Which is which? Okay. I single, the, uh, single action hutch means you have to pull back the hammer to fire it, and yeah. double action you can pull the trigger. Sorry, yeah, I didn't yeah, want to be condescending. Wasn't no, it's okay. I, yeah, yeah. No, I would have made that assumption too. I don't yeah. like shooting guns, but I recognize that the need for a gun might come into play later on. Yeah, shotgun's great. Gonna, it's not going to break my heart if I can't get one. I, I don't think they would let me get a gun. I, I just don't. If they, 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 they absolutely will. Um, if you want to, but just you know, kind of keep it on the down low or whatever. You know, you just do everything legally as as far as like the gun buying and everything goes. But you know, keep your private life private or whatever. Uh, especially since you're in California. But shotgun's a way to go for home defense anyway. And like Bill Burr says, it's got a nice spread. Got a nice yeah. Spread. <laughs> Um, but also, it's, it's more control. They have shotgun rounds for, for pistols, too, don't they? Don't they have, like... Um, the 410, they, yeah. They do, but you can do the math in your head, you know. There's there's less shit going out the barrel uh, than there is in a shotgun. You can get... There's there's a couple of handguns that shoot well, You could shot. still incapacitate someone, even if you didn't want to kill if them. If you hit them. The, the, yeah. the issue is hitting them with a pistol. And in real life, hitting something with a pistol that's not moving is hard. Hitting something that's moving with a pistol is very hard. But shotguns are kind of made for that kind of thing. Like Like, you know, you could... You could throw a baseball at me, and I'll—I mean, I—I I, I think about. It, I literally did a video where a pitching machine shot baseballs at me, and I—you know—I shot them before they could hit me. Um, it, it's made and for you're, that. You were—you were able to to shoot them as they were coming. Oh yeah, Kyle's oh, very oh. good at this, though. That's probably Kyle's best gun discipline is the shotgun. Yeah, I, but but I mean, you know, a little practice and you get good at it too. But you know, a guy down the hallway who's like methed out and coming at you with a machete. It'd be real rough if you shot six shots of your forty-four Magnum, and it was like that scene in Pulp Fiction where they just yeah. kind of, kind of, <laughs> he looks behind him and goes, "That was a fucking miracle." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Now let's chop this bitch up. Dude, did, you guys, <laughs> did you guys see the trailer for um, Quentin Tarantino's new movie? The, the no, uh, the, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think. Yeah, does it look looks, good? Yeah, looks really yeah. good. Yeah, you guys yeah. see the Joker trailer? Yeah, I saw I that did too. See the that Joker looks, trailer. It, Joaquin dude, Phoenix is such a good actor. I can't I, stop thinking about that trailer. I'm so excited for that movie after seeing that. It looks dark as fuck. It looks like the sequel's gonna be the good part, though. You know what I mean? Like it looks like there's gonna be a lot of build up in the first one. Like from what I saw in the first one, there's a lot of just a weird guy. And then yeah. maybe like like maybe it's like ninety percent a weird guy slowly breaking down, and you know his mother's gonna die. Like that's gonna be the last straw the final straw for this guy and yeah. then 10% of the joker and then the sequel will be like the joker movie for for real uh, that's what it's, i took from the trailer the guy who's directing it is not who you'd expect it's todd phillips the guy who did uh the hangover movies in old school so he really he'd only done like comedies before this he didn't do the head. iron giant did he a am i crazy Todd Phillips. I mean, old school is a great movie, so I trust him with it. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but uh, he. Uh, you know, The Grinch That Stole Christmas was good. I'll trust that dude. That, that was, was a good movie hurt. too. I like The Grinch <laughs> That Stole Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I want to do a joke. The Jim Carrey version or the animated version? The animated one I heard that didn't get good reviews, but the, I, I, I liked, liked the Jim, the Jim Carrey one. version. Yeah, that's Tim. I thought it was Burton, funny. Though, it? I thought Tim Burton did that one. He may have. I always I think of Tim Burton. Unless there's like a big spider walking around, I never think of Tim Burton. <laughs> Dude, jo Joaquin Phoenix is 
to me, like one of the best actors alive. He's like her and the master. And he was like the, one of the best parts of gladiator. And, uh, uh, you were never really there. That's a, that was great. That's you were never really, really there. Oh, I haven't crazy. heard. I haven't seen that one. I need to watch it's, that. It's uh, real I, disturbing. And he's like so good in that role too. I talked. Uh, all right. Now, now here's the interesting thing. And I really like this when actors like completely morph their bodies for a role. Look at him, and you were never really there. And he is like hulking, yeah, like like not like kind of not flat. like cut. He's yeah, he's heavy. Like like he, he did like a like a dirty bulk. He's thick. it looks he's real like Christian thick. Bale and Vice, like that kind of chunky. He got real big, and he looks strong and powerful, but he's not cut at all. And then look at him in Joker, and super he's skinny. like super skinny, like vertebrae he's showing. Yeah, vertebrae are showing in his back when he bends over and stuff like that. Like like really really clearly um yeah. I, I i appreciate that in my actors like when uh in tombstone when um what's his name did that for doc holiday i i he lost like 40 pounds or something like that Val i Kilmer. really like that um i had forgotten yeah. about how good he was in gladiator until hutch said it right now I, oh I yeah he was that guy what was that little monologue he gives oh, he's like yeah he doesn't i don't have the traits you admire but i have ambition yeah. Like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, like one of the best parts of that movie. Ridley Scott is making a fucking sequel to Gladiator. Actually, it's, it's the next movie he's making is a Gladiator two. I'm down. Does it have Russell uh, Crowe in it still? I don't know. I don't think so. There was yeah, a, there was a yeah. there was a proposed sequel that was literally almost about to happen that involved Maximus Decimus Meridius being a time traveler. Yeah, and travel traveling to the modern day. And yeah, modern day Gladiator. That would have been nuts. I saw that. I read all about even, that. How did that even make it past the conception? Thank thing? God they didn't do that. Thank God they didn't. Well, he shows up in a robe with a sword, and then we'll kind of just fill the rest in. I Maximus. Yeah. But, I, but I had a lot Jesus. of hope for Jared Leto playing Joker. I thought initially, like he was, I was really excited because I thought he's like it needs to be someone who's kind of weird, and he's he's a pretty weird actor, and um, yeah. But then that, and I didn't even hate the first still that they showed of him when he had like the the tattoos and stuff. And Probably a little overboard, but I didn't like hate it. Um, and then it was just such a disappointment to me when Suicide Squad came out, and it just felt like he was just trying. Yeah, they're completely redoing that. It was, it was he was trying way too hard. I saw Suicide Squad, and I I don't watch many superhero movies, but it was bad. Yeah, they're like completely when I, when uh, he has the, rebooting the, the, the ha 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 tattoo on there. That yeah. took me out of it every time because it's like a, good, a guy, a Joker personality kind of guy wouldn't have semi-ironic tattoos like that. Yeah, they, um, they're ahead, they're Kyle. completely rebooting the uh, that that the, the Suicide Squad because I know, Gunn. yeah, James, James Gunn because yeah. uh, I know Will Smith doesn't want to be a part of it anymore. And, and they got Idris Elba; he's gonna he's gonna take over that role. Now. Better, I'd rather much better actor, much better. Tom, actor. Tom Hardy was originally supposed to play the 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 main like military guy in Suicide Squad, and then he had a scheduling conflict or something. Do you think Tom Will Hardy's Smith did a bad job though? I was okay really with too. what Will Smith did. I, I think that Will Smith does a bad job most of the time. Frankly, I, I'm just not a big Will Smith fan anymore. Okay. I, I just don't. I think thought he's he was strong. the best part of that movie. I thought he was. He yeah. was, but it was a shit. Him movie. and Harley Quinn, I thought were actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I liked the crocodile <laughs> guy. <laughs> I tried to watch Suicide Squad twice, and I never made it to the end. Yeah, it's Will Smith has like bad. three. Will Smith has like three or four good movies. If you don't count Bad Boys, um, and a lot of the times, I just feel like it's like Will Smith, <laughs> if he were a cop, or oh, oh, this is Will Smith, if he were that a uh, 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 well, he's played a cop so many goddamn times. Like, like, like Independence like, Day, he was a fighter pilot. 
It was like if Will Smith were a yeah. fighter pilot, it'd be like this. Uh-uh! You did not shoot that green shit at me. Like, <laughs> oh, come I on. Han- I think the, Hancock, the funny- Hancock is underappreciated. I oh, like that movie. I seem to be I've the only person that. who really right. likes that movie i like that yeah. it, it, it was uh, all right. if people don't know hancock in a nutshell it's a superhero who's not a really great guy he even tries to do good things but he's a drunk and he breaks as much as he fixes and and that's the first scene i won't even get into the the second act of it but uh i enjoyed it i thought it was really neat and a different take on a guy with superpowers yeah, that's like I, James Gunn. Like James Gunn's new movie coming out, *Brightburn*, where it's like that evil Superman. Did you guys see the trailer for that one? No, no, I haven't. It's like a, it's like a kid, same exact kind of plot from Superman, where like he falls out of the sky and then he starts to discover that he has powers. But then this movie imagines like, what if the kid was just totally evil? So they turn oh, it into like a like a horror movie almost. That's better. Like the, the I like that. Of, you have yeah, my attention. Yeah, I'm glad that James Gunn guy got brought back from death. We need more people who get. Pilloried in public for nonsense. Taylor, for do you recall what he did wrong? Come on, Donald Sterling, you can do it. <laughs> oh, he, Jesus, he, he made a bunch of Kevin of, Spacey. Uh, you can climb that mountain. You know, Michael you Jackson. Back. Well, yeah. no, Kevin, not Kevin Spacey Jackson. tried to come back with his little YouTube video where he was in character, and it just these guys loved it. All right, I, I think Kyle well, no, loved it. I, I don't want to speak for Taylor. I, I loved it. I was, it was wildly and it, it was so tone deaf. <laughs> They did, they did not read the room at all for that one. I don't know who told them that was a good idea. I was wildly entertained. And look, the thing about him, look, I don't like fucking pedophiles, but he's not technically a pedophile by the definition of pedophilia. Um, I don't like sexual assaulters. Now, you may have heard that I'm a pedophile. The fact remains, I'm going to pull up dictionary.com. <laughs> Miriam Webster, I am merely a Eba Pebophile, which yeah. makes me a good pederast, right? That's yeah, what he rolled head. He, he may be uh, a pederast on the field, so to speak. <laughs> That's exactly right. Who, if people don't, they say in Gaffney, play ball. <laughs> <laughs> the, the deal is, if you like uh, kids that are post puberty, you're technically not a pedophile. Now you're not a good guy, fucking fifteen year olds. But you need to be. Unless you're in Germany. Maybe, but you need to be in the little kids that don't look like uh, they they've gone into any grown up transition yet. The term has kind of had taken on its own like colloquial usage. I think people it just has. throw it for like any any underage. But I don't think that's fair when we're calling someone a pedophile because it has a lot of weight. <sighs> Michael Jackson may or may not have been a pedophile. If the wow, strong true. words. <laughs> yeah, I, look, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I'm still on the fence on that motherfucker. Like, I'm like not on the fence at all. I, what was I'm the so angle with that. that documentary? Was it because every documentary has the it. angle? Was it, it, it a, was it to it, show that he was or to show he it, wasn't? No, it's to show that he was, and it just oh it's yeah, just these two these two older men now recounting their stories. Like my and, age, yeah. But they go they go into really graphic detail. I mean, it really is like graphic. Four hours and two of those hours are graphically detailing in in real specific child molestation what, yeah, yeah the, the like, actual like, acts themselves so like it was actually really hard to watch that it was really hard oh to watch i came it. twice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it was it was absolutely hard to watch it was weird but only I because of our sponsor blue chew <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely with a little blue chew you can get through anything without that his refractory period would have been too long oh oh i, I, <laughs> oh, I, I was reading there's more no stuff. way i could have finished twice without a, <laughs> a blue chew 
Um, no, I, I, I honestly, it took me four sittings to get through the whole thing because because yeah, of specifically the child molestation descriptions. Like when I start picturing, because they show the kid, you know, the old footage of these kids. And yeah, then the kid, and then the the man who was that child is like, yeah, he'd have me rub his nipples, and he really liked that. And he'd like, he'd have me like get on all fours at the corner of the bed and like like bend over and show him my asshole because yeah. he liked to finish like looking at that. Mm-hmm. That's stuff. And that's Jesus the fucked up. Hutch, that's don't interrupt him, Kyle. Was there more? I'm almost done, <laughs> and so is Woody. <laughs> that, that stuff was really fucked up to listen to, but I thought the most disturbing part of it was when the underwear. No, like the length that he went to to groom these kids and the manipulation that he that he employed <laughs> to to um to like get these kids to do these things for him, I thought was like and the way and and then like it makes you pissed off at their parents too. Like they're you, they interview the moms of the kids too, and you little uh, Billy, don't tell your mother. And by the <laughs> yeah. end of it, you're like you can, you can't help but be a little bit pissed off at these parents. Like why would you oh, let yeah. your kid like the parents were clearly dumb as fuck, right? Like like if you like wait, wait were wh- they dumb as fuck or did they did they kind of know what both. was happening? Both of the kids' dads killed themselves. It, it, it's debatable whether it they was they knew what was happening then. They it's knew. debatable. Um, one of the mothers, one of the mothers is like, she's looking at the goddamn camera. And she's like, you know, and you know, Bill, I can't remember the kid's name. Let's call him Billy. Cause that's funny. You know, Billy went and testified for Michael and, you know, then Michael said that the loan he had given us for that house was just a gift now. And I know that looks bad, <laughs> but he was just a giving guy. <laughs> Dude, I'm not watching that. That's going to make me sad if it's a whole documentary about kids getting look here's the thing here's the thing though both of those guys their careers are on the downturn big time like especially the one guy you know he used to be the choreographer choreographer for nsync and britney spears like the biggest names in music and now not so much and he acquired that fame due to michael jackson's like like influence and pushing him to the right people and be like hey this guy knows what he's doing this kid can dance you know, you should hire him and your dance group. And then, oh yeah, you should hire him to train you to dance. And like Michael helped this guy get a career, but now not so much. And now he's sort of making this documentary now that he can no longer like take gain from his friendship with Michael, even though Michael's been dead for a few years now. It seemed it seemed like he's been cashing in on Michael his whole life to some extent. Now, that doesn't mean he wasn't molested. I just don't know. I just think it's hard to believe someone who's lied twice under testimony. You know, that two out of three times, he said, absolutely not. He didn't do anything. And never, never, never. And then I, the have to like, so I have a question. It, not, have to be like not being in touch with any of this. Yeah. Did he have proof for anything? Did he have proof Nothing when he all. said... Is all his own word just changing it's around? It's all his own word. There's, yeah, there's but, no evidence I mean, whatsoever. And there was evidence he could have kept. You know, if, if he had ever thought that, like, maybe someday I'll tell the truth about this, there was evidence he could have kept. Like, he tells this story about Michael. Oh, would he have the foresight as a kid? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe not. He, he was 16 when Michael tried to, or 14 or 15 or 16 or something like that, when Michael tried to fuck him that's in the still ass. A kid. But, they, did, but my, they didn't have, like, cell phone video back then or nothing. Like, it's not like kept that have, underwear. The, 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 the thing that bothers me about, like, well, I thought, no, the underwear was a piece of evidence though i think in no fact, michael told him he said he michael him, said to throw, to throw the evidence away yeah so that it's all of these sexual assault things usually happen all all of them usually happen in an environment where there's like low proof there's no witnesses they, they, it, people keep it on the down low when any kind of like a biological 
droppings would be gone. Uh, and it's, Biological droppings. I don't know. I wanted like a collective term for <laughs> uh, semen. Just say loads. <laughs> well, not just that. Like the, the, the cells under your fingernails from a scratching, uh, yeah, yeah. scab that you might have left over, a bruise that you might have gotten. Like DNA. All, DNA. All of those things. You know, five years goes by. You've washed that underwear hundreds of times, and um, so uh, Michael had him throw it away. I throw it away in this case, but it. It's just it's rough because you can't just believe every accuser. Otherwise, that becomes a weapon that people can use. Yeah, and I think you need. I think you need to listen to every accuser. Well, but, that uh, sure, sure. I, I think that I agree with you. You have to critically listen. Yeah. But uh, you know, you, yeah. it, it's just rough because there's rarely any evidence in this, so it's difficult to figure out what the truth is. Yeah, I um, I I, I honestly don't know. I I'm I'm absolutely on the fence because I don't think it'd be fair for me to admit, to say yeah, Michael Jackson was a pedophile because I have no evidence of that. I'll say this about Michael Jackson, and there's plenty of evidence to this. Michael Jackson was a weird, fucking ghoulish-looking motherfucker who lived a bizarre fucking lifestyle and made some of the greatest hits of all uh, time. I mean, I he was abused by his own father. Video. I don't know if it was sexual abuse though, was it? Trump, I mean, he was, he there's, was there's rumors of bad. all kinds of shit. Like, you just don't know. Like, like I've heard Rogan talk about how, like, the doctor said that Michael had been chemically castrated. And I don't know if that's true or not. But even if he had been, he could have shot Tess. So, like, like maybe that does, that's a non-issue. He does sound like one of those kids, you know, in the old days that would castrate boys uh, so that they would keep that. Oh, a castrato. Is it called a falsetto? Is that a real word? Castrato? Yeah, castrato. Yeah, castrato. That's, back in the day, they used to castrate little boys, and so they could sing better. And uh, so, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they they really used to do that. Like, yeah. and if you listen to recordings of them on YouTube, they're not. They're definitely not good enough to warrant <laughs> castration. <laughs> yeah, some of them were. Come on, <laughs> that's. Funny. I bet there was a guy just fucking slaying it in the. And, and another thing is apparently those castratos got some pussy. Because their little baby dicks could still get hard, apparently, and women liked them for their voices, and because they couldn't get pregnant, and so it was almost like a more accepted thing to let your wife go hang out with the castrata. Hot. Didn't, didn't they come out with some some study that said that chemical castration doesn't even really help all that much with pedophilia because it's more about the act of ownership and domination than it is, or, or manipulation? It, just feeling like I don't. I, fucking I, know. I thought I, I thought I read some stuff. Oh, you're coming across as our pedophilia expert. Tell us more. I try not to wade too deeply into the mindset of a pedophile, but, but a casual pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> a pedophiliac pedophile. Yeah. Uh, no, like I, I've heard that, like, like chemical castration. I don't. It's not a one-time thing. Like you have to, pills. you have to go back and you get have more to injections. Take pills or how does that even? Oh, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, go back pills. to the doctor. They inject you with something or give you pills or whatever, and it basically takes any sex drive you have and erases it. And so, but if you don't go back and get more pills, your sex drive is going to come back and you're going to end up offending and hurting a child. I have really? you see that movie about Alan Turing and, uh, you know, the guy who like broke the Nazis and the code game? machine. Yeah. The imitation game. That's a and, great movie. And, and mm. it, you watch this whole movie and it's great. He does a great job acting and, uh, and you get to the very end and like, I want to say maybe even in text on the screen, they're like, Oh, by the way, like two years later, he got caught with a guy outside a bar by a cop. They, they sentenced him to chemical castration, and then he killed himself like a by year later. eating a poisoned apple. That guy was hmm. a... How's Snow guy, White of him? That's that pretty cool. A, I have a question about Game of Thrones. We were on castration. 
So exactly <laughs> what do uh, is it Varys? Is that his name? Varys. Varys. And uh, the Bar- other guy Bar- who's Reek Theon. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do they have left? We don't know. Oh well, really? You, uh, you, well, you, you, I thought everyone but me knew. No, no, no. In the, no, book, it was in the show, they say that uh, Varys was cut root and stem, which I think oh, that's means true. everything is removed. He Theon, has nothing. Theon, I th- just had his th- dick Theon got uh, his dick cut off, but I don't know about his balls. That's they actually worse. Revealed that. Well, if you want, if they're going to cut one off, just take them both because it would be worse to have a sex drive and have no penis. But you would lose your muscles and your deep voice, and I still want those. I don't, oh, I don't, it, they, your deep voice will stay. That that's yeah. Sorry, Hutch. What were you saying? Oh, really? No, they they didn't they didn't take his balls though. The reason they took his dick specifically is because it was like his one prized possession. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. it was impressive. I think he even complimented it shortly before he took it. it. Showed his dick. You see his dick in the show. first yeah. season, and it's not. Well, oh. it, they, they couldn't. Or they put a prosthetic cock on, on the, the way. I think I'm not sure. I think Taylor might have a giant cock. That has to be. <laughs> The twenty-first reference he's made to like a television penis that he found unimpressive, unworthy. Yeah, like he's like that guy was running in Oz and it or was flapping the way that little no, dicks no, flap. The guy, the guy from Oz. You know what I'm talking really, about? No, the guy from Oz. Or wait, I don't, I'm talking about the guy who was also in like NCIS or something, like I'm the half sure. Mexican guy or something. And when he was getting paraded to the cell. He he genuinely had a teeny little dick. I don't remember his dick at all, but I just I, somehow my shitty shitty memory has been cataloging all the times Taylor was like that dick wasn't very good at all. I'm like, what is his frame of reference? Taylor might have a fucking baby's arm schlong hanging off there, and and really, every time the, he the like. The truth is, I just hang out at a lot of bathhouses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's entirely possible that I'm on target with this. Taylor, back me up. You you may be. We'll never see because I'm not. I'm not Although it. I wasn't asking for a display, I was just saying like he has too. never never watched like a Game of Thrones scene and been like that guy. Had a dong on him, am I right? No, no, they're all baby sized in, in Taylor's mindset. <laughs> okay, I gotta go uh, make right. dinner, guys. Thanks for the invite. Good talk and uh, have good chatting. Show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, I'll argue man. with you on Twitter later about some. Yeah, I'm sure that's coming down. The <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, bye guys. Later, have a good night. Later. 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 All right, so oh, Connor, so Connor said to Khabib, mm-hmm. "Your wife is a towel." And then he posted that image of their of Hab- of Habib getting married, and his wife is in this this. You happen to have the link, like a, a, a yeah, I can show I'll get, people. I, okay. Yeah, I, I'll I'll pull that up. I'm fixing the layout. Give me a second. <laughs> it's so easy to find it too. It's great. Yeah, I'll just link you to the TMZ Sports article, um, and then and then Connor tweets out you know a picture of Habib. At his wedding, oh, I his, saw this with his wife, the towel, and I mean, I mean, you, you can't, you can't disagree. It really does look like your wife's a, a pers- towel, and not even one of the good ones. It's like the kind you get at a Marriott in two bed, two bed room. It's not even, but it's all scratchy. <laughs> There's cum stains on that, <laughs> 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 and it's not even yours. Oh, jeez. And of course, they're taking like the moral high ground or trying to like saying that he's being, um, you know, anti-Islam when really, and maybe he is like, like, fuck it. If you think he is, then he is. I, I didn't take it that way. I took it as he 
He's poking fun at your wife because she's wearing a fucking towel on her head at your wedding. She can't even see her own wedding. She has no idea. Were the flowers pretty? Oh, yes, flowers, wonderful. What? Were my bridesmaids' dresses nice? Oh, so nice. None mm. of that existed. <laughs> how, how did the food taste? I didn't get any. <laughs> <laughs> it it was pretty. Good. It was a good food, but you've reached your daily three question quota so, <laughs> Jesus. no no more for you yeah and of course khabib like claps back and he's like oh well, you're a rapist and posts a picture of conor gregor with some, some lady in a bathroom who he was not in the process of raping by the way um she looked like, like a very willing participant in in, in what oh, were they in the middle case. of having sex no nah, he was grabbing her by the pussy you know trump style Hell wait yeah. was he really i didn't even notice that yeah <laughs> and when you're a two belt champion they let you do it <laughs> that was really good um did you did I, you see his rose commercial yeah it was a did you, like wine he did a commercial for rose wine he did an april fool's joke where he fake oh. he fake made he's like Conor mcgregor vineyards we've got we've got rose now and he's like going through that sound a little more scottish and he's going like like, like it's like him with rose going like, 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 like smelling it and, and, and like talking up his rosé and how it's made with the finest grapes in all of Ireland. And, and then at the end, he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. And then he like shows up his actual whiskey or whatever. It was, it was, it was actually pretty funny. We all got to laugh. At I it. didn't even catch uh, Connor's right hand there. It's up her skirt, isn't it? Is she wearing I a think, skirt? I thought she was wearing panties and he's just grabbing her by the pussy. Can, Are you, can you link that? What you can link that. It is. Handy? If you scroll down on the Kyle's link. Ah, great. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. See, this isn't even the full picture. Oh, is for there some reason. more? Okay. Oh yeah. Click, click the picture. And can I see click more. it? Because I'm showing people. Better yet, there's I'll no look nudity myself. Being shown, and it's blurry as fuck. Like, there's no nudity. His hand is just in her crotch. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! I think I can show this. Yeah, um, I, I think I think that's legit. So yeah, like, like, like. Frankly, from my standpoint, that was not much of a comeback from Habib because Connor has these pending sexual assault charges, which are not rape, it, just to be clear. You know? oh. and, and, and who knows if he even did it. Um, but, but, but this image has nothing to do with the, the, the supposed sexual assault charges. Habib, the picture Connor tweeted, is Khabib's wife. You might be <laughs> like, lacking some context, Kyle, that makes this I? tweet better. Um, so what the tweet says, I'm going to read it for everyone. Rapist, you are rapist. That part let's set aside. You are a hypocrite who is not responsible for your actions. Justice we find you, we will see. This woman is suing Conor McGregor because he's not paying child support because he fucked her on the side, even though he's with D, who is his actual... I don't know if they're actually married. They might be married now. The girlfriend, the boyfriend. Yeah, D is girl. the girl who stuck by him since he was on welfare back in Ireland. And... This girl is, he's stepping out on his kind of marriage thing, and he fucked this girl, apparently. She has uh, his baby, and she- Do we have a paternity test? Do we know for sure? She has sued him to get a paternity test, and he's dodging oh, it. Okay, conjecture! Right. Conjecture, fair. Hearsay! Anyway, I would say you look at this picture, and I'm not showing the part where he's got his hand between her legs, and yeah. this is probably something that's sensitive in the Connor household. Maybe in the household, it's it, it, it's likely. I'll I'll admit that definitely likely. However, I doubt Habib's wife has Twitter or is allowed to have a phone. So, <laughs> so no problem there. 
I mean, who really hit hardest? Yeah, I literally didn't even know Khabib was married. Like he keeps that. He keeps his private life private. I keep her private. Yeah, he did. Like a um, Connor's towel. not this chick on the side, but Connor's a wife person. I don't know. I have to look and see if they're married. I mean, she comes into the ring after victories and they celebrate. Yeah. And he brought his kid in and held him up to the audience, right? So like Simba, like Simba. Khabib yeah, yeah. His wife under under wraps, literally. So uh, that's why I didn't know anything about Khabib's family. Yeah, I had I, I had no knowledge of that Khabib had a family or that he did anything but wrestle bears and beat people. Post up fight, him. Khabib needs people who can fight, not girls, right? He's got another fight coming after his fights. Yeah, can't have um, your woman and your kid I, in there. I, I'm really enjoying the Khabib Connor like beef on Twitter and how mean and nasty and personal that it has gotten, and I hope that continues. And there's a rematch, win, lose, or draw. I, I want to see it. I want to see it again. Um, but but you know, we we we've talked so much about how the lightweight division is just a fucking shit show, and there's so many people that are more deserving, frankly, than Connor of that rematch. Not not of a rematch, but of of fighting Habib. But then Habib's being doing a shitty thing and tacking on three months to his nine month suspension and being like, I'm out a year when he's perfectly healthy. Uh, yeah, I'm know. a bit of a hypocrite on that. I really like it when my fighters fight. And somehow I'm giving Habib a pass. I don't. I can't explain it. You would think he picked the day after he was like free to fight. You know, he'd be like, like Dana, I'm free to fight on whenever the nine months runs out. You know, October October second. That's the first day I'm legally allowed to fight. Give me Tony Ferguson, Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier. I don't care anybody. Just so, line them up. I. What I would expect from him is for him to say. I need three months after Ramadan, or maybe even four. I don't know if he's skinny or something like that after Ramadan. Well, he works out at night during that. You know, I know, like, but like, you, if you can't eat all day, you're not your best you. I think we can agree on that. So, uh, typically, I, I want to say historically, he fights like you know he does like a twelve week training, training camp, and it ends when Ramadan ends, or the training camp starts when Ramadan ends. So, if that's the schedule, then this is just normal for him. If he's taking extra time, then I'm a hypocrite for forgiving him because I don't like it when other fighters do it. I don't even know when Ramadan is, so I, I can't really speak on it. I think it's it. in the spring. Um, which, which would mean that you know, it's a moot point, right? Because yeah. his suspension should be running out in the fall. Um, I, I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, but, oh, but June I, 4th. I, so June is the six months. So he says he'll fight in September. July, August, September. That's three months after Ramadan. I, yeah, I don't think training Ramadan camp is 12 weeks. So I, I think that that's... I'm, now I'm forgiving him again. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's not how I would it's not how I would prefer my my champion to conduct himself. But uh, I I, I want to see him fight again. You mm -hmm. know, he's supposed to be the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Let's get out there and prove it. Um, John Jones certainly has no issue doing that. Picograms or no, he's like, yeah. When's my next fight? <laughs> he came oh, yeah, back I know, hungry. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know it's next week. But when's the one after that? <laughs> Well, well, just let's just assume that. I <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, if Jones was serious about fighting fighting Stipe, which he's not doing, um, I love that. I love that he was willing to go to heavyweight fight Stipe and and make some noise. That's incredible. Uh, but he's also he, instead he's lined up for Jones now is like, all right, I'm fighting this pansy. You've never heard of him, but trust me, he hits really hard. Have you if seen I can somehow use my eight and a half inch range to stay away from this. Killer, I swear I'm very scared. Dude, then, I've seen uh, that, I, I, 
I only remember that guy because he has a, a he has a tattoo of a sledgehammer on his chest. Okay, it's it's life That's size cool. and it's very tiny. <laughs> he's, he's a colossus, and and I just remember like I don't even remember who he's fighting. I just remember thinking, God damn, that man is strong. He beat that other man senseless, and and so like I, I don't know if this is a good matchup or not. He just seems like one of the strongest guys we've seen uh, John fight in a long fucking time. Diego or something like uh, that. I- it it's spelled like Thiago, but I think it's pronounced Tiago. Okay. And um, here's his. I'm showing his picture to everyone. Here. Big boy, big boy. Yeah, I want to wow. find a picture where there's something for scale. <laughs> yeah, look at that sledgehammer. Look at that. He's got he's got Mjolnir on his chest. <laughs> I wish I could see him standing next to something that I understand. Next to a car, dude. The guy in this picture, anyway, is. Perfect specimen. That's impressive. Yeah, colossal human being. Um, let me see what his dimensions are. That's always important to me. He is uh, 205 pounds, 74 inches tall. So that's... 6'4". Um, no, 6'2". 6'2". See, 6'2", but, but with a 76-inch uh, reach, which is a little above average. And uh, But what's John Jones's reach? He has very long arms. feet. <laughs> yeah. He's that uh, Indian dude from uh, Street Fighter. Yeah. Does he have a? Does this guy uh, with the sledgehammer? Does he have a Star of David on his left shoulder? I doubt it. I see. I mean, it looks like it. a Star of David. It, it, it's a six-sided at, star. That's a sheriff star. I don't know. I just said oh. that. No, I just maybe he's happy. <laughs> I believed you. <laughs> maybe, maybe, and I was like, "Oh, of, of, of course." He's <laughs> 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 no, Diego the like Sheriff Santos. It, it, it does look like a Star of David. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but, 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 yeah, I'm excited about that fight. Um, I wish Khabib would get in the fucking ring. Um. I don't know what the next event is. All I know is that I'm excited about Nunez and and. Um, Holly fighting. That's the next fight that I'm actually interested in. Excuse me. Ooh, that sucks. Oh, I think that I, I think that's a mismatch. I want to see Holly set up for a win. Uh, did you say she had a three fight losing streak? That's what it feels like. I could oh, okay be wrong. It just feels like she's lost all I of her fight. I don't remember the last time she won. Like, I think I she just decisioned somebody. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, it, it's possible, but it just seems like it's been a rough going for her forever. And she certainly doesn't have the sort of record that you would expect from your, you know, your the person you're throwing up against the champ, you know, the person going for the belt. She did. Nor, spe- like, she, if you look at everybody else who gets that title shot, it's like, holy shit, you're either, they're either on a crazy hot streak winning eight or nine fights in a row, or they just blew up on like social media and did a crazy thing last fight, like, like what you had when DC fought uh, Big Black. She had a three-fight losing streak. She beat Beche, who is, like, so terrible. And then she lost to Cyborg, and she decisioned Megan Anderson, who I don't really know. Yeah, this is the, these, these are the results of someone who's sort of me, mid-tier, you know? It, it's, uh, I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but she has fought great opponents, you know? It, it, it's been real killers who have beaten her for the most part, but... You just wouldn't expect her to get that title shot. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it, and I'm really going to root hard for Holly because I'd love her to... That'd be a massive win for her, but I think she's going to get fucking annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Nunez, too, though. And I like Nunez as champ. You know why? Because she fought Cyborg. They're, like, 
She she even went up to Cyborg's weight and fought Cyborg at Cyborg's weight. I, I am like I, I like it when my fighters fight. I know I just forgave Khabib, but I like it when my fighters fight. Nunez fights anybody. She's like I don't really care. How my, I'm the best. Therefore, all my opponents are not as good. And when a fighter says that, I'm watching. Yeah, and if you think about it, like like outside the sport, like if it were a street fight and someone was like, oh, well, it doesn't matter that Bill lost. That other guy, he was at least eight pounds heavier. You'd be like, so fucking what? He got his ass kicked. You know, 10 pounds isn't that, isn't that big of a thing in the scale of things in a, in a real life sort of scenario. You would never care that one guy was 10 pounds heavier. Maybe he's 30 pounds heavier. If a, if a 200-pound guy beats up on a 145-pound guy, you're like, God damn, leave him alone, dude. Mm-hmm. But... It, but 10 pounds, eh, maybe she had a big lunch. <laughs> Amongst 135-pound women, it's a little more. But it is. I do hear what you're saying. I, I just She's badass who fights anyone and beats everybody, and that's, that's amazing. So pretty cool. Uh, I didn't think Connor won the Twitter thing, but I might be biased. You seem to think he clearly won. Oh, yeah, he won that. That 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 that's as it's personal. It's not really a win because he has a distinct language barrier advantage. Oh, I you mean, think but, it's but, an advantage because I like it. See, I for me, Khabib has the advantage because he writes like rapist, you rapist. Like <laughs> he has no verbs. Oh, I, I, I love watch that guy. NHL interviews. That's my favorite part. Yes, like, I comes from the man. KHL. Like for one year, and they're like, Kovalchuk, you haven't been here in, in twelve years. How you doing? You know, uh, do you like LA more than Atlanta? It is. Um, I'm. I'm just happy to be back in U.S. of A. And to be playing hockey, for for the best league. And it's like, I, I like that shit. That, I like no, I, I, Neil Yakupov. His interview where he he just spurgs out <clears throat> after beating like in the Olympics or like the juniors or something. Spurgs out. Like, it, like 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 just doesn't make any sense. Where they're like, Neil, how do you feel about that win? You know, you got an assist there. That's crazy. Like, yeah, we. Uh, we beat Canada, and uh, people say people says Canada very much too too good for uh, for, for me. I said, look at score. <laughs> all, all I say to them, they Canadian come say say you you know beat us. I say look at score. It's, when they have like, that language barrier, there's a certain like matter of factness, funniness that comes in my head anyway. You know, the Tony Ferguson, right? Tony Ferguson's going wild. He's kind of crazy in the head. He's the guy we talked about a week or two ago that that had all those mental health like breakdowns, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "No one cares about you, Khabib. No one cares. It's Tony time." He's like, "What is this Tony time? It is Khabib time." The- Tony time. It's Khabib time, and and like that's not a good comeback. But to me, it was a great comeback, purely because of the accent and the loose grass grasp on English. I loved every second of it. It's Khabib time. All you did is say what I said with your name. But it worked. It worked on me. You're actually winning me over. It is way funnier. Yeah, I think Connor got the best of that Twitter beef because Habib loves his wife. Uh, and she is in a towel. Meanwhile... Connor probably did fuck that lady and may have fathered a child, and he doesn't care. <laughs> He's like, oh, you think that's the only one? <laughs> Where's the rest of me, bitches? <laughs> do, do you we guys can make a watch... fucking collage? <laughs> we can make a whole collage of my bitches. Do, do you want to watch this Twitter video? I, I was yeah. laughing at this while you guys were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, one moment. I need to like pause it, unmute it. 
You guys ready? Yes, yeah. I am. Ready, set, play. Yo, what's up? How you been? Hey, you're not going to believe what happened. I just pulled into Quick Trip today, and uh, this guy says to me, Hey, do you want a free 12-pack of Heineken? I'm like, yeah, shit, yeah, I'll take a 12-pack of Heineken. He says, come over here. I go over there, and he says, you can have a 12-pack of Heineken if you let me touch your dick. I'm like, touch my dick? Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, like, I, I want to, like, hold it and rub it and pet it. and Dude. Sick fuckers out there. Total sick. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I saw that coming. Yeah, I, I seen that that joke told in a bunch of different ways. Man, oh, oh. it made me laugh. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. Shit. Yeah, I like those. I, one guy had like the weirdest thing. It was like, "Do you want a Maltese Falcon?" And then it, it like touch your dick for. And then he's at the end. He's like petting it. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was a. Uh... I was talking to my girlfriend the other day. I was, I was complaining about like, yeah, back when I was on Tinder, there was this one girl that just wouldn't stop. I, I, I gave her my text, my, my phone number, and she kept texting me like weeks after the point. And she's like, oh, years ago on Facebook, an Indian guy that I met for like three minutes like out in public once wanted to add me on Facebook. And he added me, and so I, didn't, I felt bad, and so I clicked accept. And then he just kept sending me for months, sexy Indian messages. <laughs> like, and if you know anything about Indian guys, they are not as suave. They'll be no. like, you, you, you are very, very much like this dick. It is very, very good for you. You will like it let a lot. Let me give and you sex time. Let me, let, me sh- let me shit in the street real quick, and I come in and give you very, very good sex. And she was like, and I kept ignoring it and saying like, oh, that's nice. I have plans and things like that. And then one day, I check into my Facebook messages and he sends me a picture of his penis. And it was very, very small. And in the comments, he said, if you come to me, all of this can be yours. (laughs) (laughs) I asked her, I was like, please bring up the, please go back in your picture so i can see like the whole conversation i would love to have this be a bit on the show and she couldn't find it but indian guys apparently the most sexually aggressive men on facebook have you seen the subreddit called indian people facebook i just pulled it up you're because this happens all the time kyle and i apparently have seen all the subreddits like like, (laughs) my answer to that question is never no but taylor's like what there's an insane people's Facebook, an Indian people's Facebook, a watch people die, a, like a, a yeah. DIY. DIY, oh. but it's spelled W H Y. Yeah, they like, do the why would you do dumbest this? things ever. Like here's a really high effort, like you know, <laughs> condom this is stress hilarious. ball. 100% attitude. Is the <laughs> of the thing. I want to see what because like the I've seen the Indian people memes where it's like. Now Vikram is no longer my best friend. Yes. Now Garesh is my best friend. <laughs> and then it's like him and Garesh like shaking hands like 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 they're sealing a deal. And like yeah. looking at the camera. I'm it, not a businessman. I'm a business man. 
Trump is not my president. Neither Obama. Actually, I am from India. <laughs> you break my trust, I break your bones. Simple as shit. Oh, he's so badass. Kiss his laptop webcam before bed. Good night, Mr. FBI man. <laughs> <laughs> These are funny. I'm going to scroll through. I love when you guys turn me on to new funny Reddits. Because I, I just, my, my knowledge is lacking, I suppose. I've been going to uh, dickflash.com. I've probably been there three times. No, probably four times over the past oh, that's week. That's the website forum thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the forum thing. Just looking for more stories. And I came, like, you can see before you click on them, like, how many people have responded and how big the, the thread is. And first of all, this is an alarmingly huge group of people for something that's straight up illegal. Is it like, current? You're like, you're not looking at all the posts from 2011 forward. No. No, this is like, I when I logged in today... And saw login like I have a login. <laughs> when, I, when I logged into my dickflash.com account, like there's new stuff every day. And one of the big threads of the last few days was like, hey, what 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 do you guys use as your excuses to go to the doctor to get the doctor to look at your dick? And it was a whole thread of people like sharing ideas. Skin cancer, about, right? That works. Yeah. He's yeah. like, one guy was like, check me out. I knew yeah. sunbathe all the so, time. So I shaved my pubes and of course razor bumps come up because I didn't use any shaving cream, but I saw that as an opportunity to go to the doctor and pretend I didn't know there were razor bumps. Once I got there, I laid down and asked her to inspect it. After she was done, I asked her to check my pee hole too because I told her I was worried that my pee hole wasn't normal. And he, and then like from there on, he's like, and it was so hot <laughs> to have that doctor playing with my penis, looking at my razor bumps. I was hard as a rock. You know, and the next guy's like, yeah, I've done the same thing. A tip I'd share, though, is sometimes I take a little blue pill before I go to the doctor's office. And I'm just imagining a guy. And their, their uh, understanding of the situation is hilarious because it's all from their point of view where they're like, and I saw the doctor look at my hard dick. She was checking for moles near my scrotum. I also saw her smile a little bit. I could tell she was into it. And it's like, no, the... These are doctors like they, there's no ounce of them they're being polite to you like th th because you're getting a boner and so it this this whole website is blowing my mind because they are admitting <laughs> to things that are straight up illegal there's one guy who was like i flashed my daughter-in-law the other week and it was so hot and like someone was like how old is she smiley face question mark he's like I'd rather not say tee hee. And it's like, hey, this is, they, these are crimes. But wait, daughter in law means she's married. So she's probably in her 20s. I don't know. I okay. Don't know. She, she was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, she's uh, she's uh, not his stepdaughter. Sorry, I get daughter in law. Oh, stepdaughter. oh, well, that could be anything. Yeah. They, yeah, that could be anything. Yeah. Well, it was, it was the tee hee that put me over the edge <laughs> on, yeah. on that one. Uh, but this is, this is a unique group of people. I, I've never got off on the thought of flashing, but the extent to which these guys get off on the thought of flashing, at the very least, they know what they like. It kills so, me that you develop these intense temporary interests in the deviants. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like 
I don't know. Someone who just gets really into bird watching might find a parallel. Like, like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe what happened up there today. This guy oh, yeah. scammed his doctor into touching his dick. Like I, like a, like a few months ago, a year ago or whatever, like I was really into looking at deviant art and trying to find the weirdest part of that. I Bug need to go chasers. Back to deviant art. Bug chasers. That is, that's the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest thing I think I've ever read on the show is the bug chasers guy who's talking about picking up condoms with his bare feet so he can get HIV. Oh God, that was He's so not disgusting. even good at getting HIV. Imagine, <laughs> imagine me as such a fucking loser. You can't get HIV when you're trying. I mean, if you really wanted it, you'd go outside of like some sort of clinic or something and hit on those guys, right? Like look for the real pale, emaciated fellers. I do like your Maybe theory. Maybe hit up those failers. Mayhaps. Those failers. Maybe. We were talking about dickflash.com again, Kyle. Oh, God. I linked that to a bunch of people. They thought it was hilarious. It is hysterical. I'm on it right now. Dick flag. Wait, where is the? Where's the? Oh, and it's also funny because the male female flashing portion of the site has 785 threads and 5.8 thousand messages. The male to male flashing has 5,000 threads and 40,000 messages. And so, you would think that the thing you're into, flashing, you'd want to flash women. Right. Nay, nay. These guys like flashing other men even more. Huh. Take take that as you will. Yeah, I take it as they're showing off their giant dicks. What do you think? Or am I just oh, no, too preoccupied with giant dicks tonight? Maybe they're 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 not. Gotcha. They don't have giant dicks. I was I was reading one a couple days ago at night where the guy was like, uh, I think the name of the post is like Dollar General or something, mm-hmm. and he's like, so I went to Dollar General the other day. And I love to pull my penis out at grocery stores. And so I found an unsuspecting woman in one of the aisles and I pulled half of my penis out. And so I walked around pretending not to know. And it's like, first of all, dude, everybody fucking knows your penis is out at Dollar General. Like, granted, you're not among the most, you know, high class clientele, but (laughs) regardless. And he had he posted pictures of him taking a photo from like this angle where you could see his little dick with someone in there. And this was not a Theon sized normal penis. This was a number 22 to someone's dick that Taylor finds small. Did this, it it didn't, it was the kind of dick that doesn't hang down. Like it it was like, it just, it just barely stuck out like a Mm. little nub. And he was in Dollar General. You can see the Dollar General sign as he's taking pictures being like, yeah, I snapped a few more pictures while she was in line checking out. And it's just a picture with his dick coming out of his, uh, poking out of his uh, zipper. And then in the foreground, two people like checking out. And this yeah. guy got, got his rocks off doing that, I think. There's a lot of uh, those types of videos on uh, porn websites of dudes like jerking off in the car and they'll pull up next to like like girls like a bank as yeah. as they're stroking it and but but this is where the girls are standing there and they'll ask for directions while they're jerking off so that the girls can see down into the car clearly and usually they're not like oh yeah that's got thing and run away they're more like giggling and laughing at the fact that this guy's got his dick out while he's asking for directions mm-hmm. so uh West on Baltimore Street. So you're not easily <laughs> fooled in things like this. Do you get the impression that these women are not paid actresses? I can tell the difference. Yeah. I can definitely tell the difference. Yeah. You think so? like, like, and, and, yeah and you're saying 100%. this is real. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some are real, some are fake. I can definitely mm-hmm. tell the difference, hundred percent. Like, like, like it, it's it's all about the camera and the camera work and the camera angle and what the people look like and the guy's profile, right? Like, if you go to his profile and and like he's just got all kinds of crazy shit there. Like, that's just not how professional porn works. Like, it's also him at home, like jerking off while he makes toast, looking out the window at like the neighbor wa- mowing her yawn or her, her lawn. Like, this is just a deviant motherfucker. A lot of these people are. A lot of these people are fucking gross. Every single ad on this website is for Blue Jew. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Loud and proud. Let them know. Loud and proud, brother. Loud and proud. Nothing wrong with it. I watched the Matthew McConaughey, uh, or no, Owen Wilson Wow compilation. Have you watched that? Yep. 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 You're just like, wow. 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 And he does that over and over. I was working on the way home. I'm so fucking weird in my commutes now that like I'll like start a podcast and listen to it for 10 minutes and then think of something that I think is funny, like a voice, and then just do that to myself the whole way home. Like I was driving on the highway today being like, oh man, that wow Owen Wilson video was really funny. And I was just sitting there going, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Man, that's great! Wow, just and is is that autism? <laughs> I'm not really little. into trains or anything, <laughs> so, so I don't know. But uh, it it must be close. Uh, I yeah, I used to drive and I learned how to whistle with my fingers, like the super loud one. Oh yeah, I'm envious of that skill. I can't. I can't. I can't do that. I can I also can't whistle not, at all. I can't blow a bubble like with gum. Oh, <laughs> loser. <Yeah. I> <laughs> that is the measure of a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, can't get a, you, just, you just put it up against your teeth, stick your tongue okay, a little bit. Okay, Marilyn, tell me more. You just put your lips together. What I do, Kyle? And blow. I put the gum against my teeth to make it flat and thin, and then I blow it. And I it chew it should r- work. really hard, and then I smooth it out, eat some sauerkraut, and then put it over my asshole. <laughs> And then just blow it out. Oh. Does sauerkraut give you guys gas? Am I alone? I don't eat sauerkraut. You don't like sauerkraut? It's great on a brat. I don't like brats either. That's Ooh, insane to me. Brats are just the superior hot dogs. I, I, I prefer regular the hot dogs. shit out of hot dogs. Every now and then I have a brat and I'm like, why are hot dogs even existing? How are they a thing? Brats are clearly the superior tubular food. Like uh, Hot dogs are just bullshit in comparison. I couldn't Changed agree more. Brat, the only hard thing with brats <clears throat> is when you get too excited to eat a fresh one and you bite the into heat. it and you get the juice. <sighs> like, because a juice from a brat will spray. Like, you'll burn your cheeks. Dude, hot cheese a on a pizza is baby danger compared to <laughs> brat juice. That yeah. shit'll take an eye out. <laughs> you'll like feel the outside of the brat and be like, this is ready to eat and take a bite. And it's like, well, I, I guess I didn't want to taste the rest of this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I immediately go to like estimating like, ah, oh, that was like an 11 day burn. It's going to be a while yeah. <laughs> before, before I notice that my mouth is healed. I <sighs> can't believe you haven't had a pizza since. Since I broke that, my leg, I think. Yeah, since yeah. you broke your leg. That's insane to me. I, I get pizza at least, or not maybe, I don't get pizza, but I have pizza at least like once a month. Dude, every meal I eat is uh, very disciplined. Uh, I Pretty much only drink water and I have an occasional coffee, but fuck trail mix because 
It's my kryptonite, man. I eat too much goddamn trail mix. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's delicious. Like, I, I, right now I'm doing the um, intermittent fasting thing as a way to lose effort. Oh, how's that I, going? I am good about... Oh, so there's different ways to intermittent fast for people that don't know. Some people eat, like, take a day off. Uh, what I do is I eat eight hours and I don't eat the other 16. It's just a way to reduce caloric intake that I find... It's a little easier to maintain discipline, but not totally easy because one, I'll be like, all right, well, shit, it's 7.50. Better have a fucking handful of trail mix because I'm not eating for the next 16 hours. I don't think that's what they want you to do on intermittent fasting, but there I am. And then about two nights a week, I just fucking lack discipline, and that's that. But I have started uh, working out. I got injured. like I couldn't work out for months, but uh, I started probably three weeks ago, Colin and I back in the gym. That's a positive thing. What Did I you really need while you were hurt, or I didn't. Uh, I didn't do shit. Yeah, I, I couldn't like even. Uh, hold, or no, did did hold Kyle, milk did, up. did Colin uh, no. maintain like a little? Nah, workout? he's not going to work out without me. That's uh, I, it, it, maybe a better version of me would have been in there as a coach, having him work out. But when I fell, when I turned into a injured piece of shit, then I didn't like make him fair enough what I would have. Um, but yeah, like I couldn't like hold a gallon of milk up or anything. I didn't fuss about it too much, but uh, it was an issue. So, uh, but now we're back in the gym, and uh, I'm eating right mostly. And here comes summer. This happens to me like every year. I get thinner in the summer. Every year in like December, I'm like, "There's infinite time before summer. <laughs> Eat whatever you want." And by the time March rolls around, it's like, "Oh no, oh, it's, it's almost here, and you're still a fat piece of shit." Dude, I am. Um... D, I've, my pool has been dewinterized in that like the filters running and and it's like you know it's all going but it's still cloudy and it's like i don't think i can get thin faster than i can make my pool clear <laughs> you know like i got a problem on my hands here and that's Race where we the clock and then i i took an minutes. angle grinder to my stomach about a week ago so i didn't like that but it's uh 90 healed but well, you got to get trim, however, whatever it takes. You know? I didn't even think of that. Maybe if I had angle grinded my stomach more, I would have gotten to the fatty layer. <laughs> Fuck. Angle grinder. I would deal with a lot of pain if it was like a instant fat reduction thing. Dude, I looked because into... the whole thing you would think of is like, all of this I'm doing right now buys me snacks. This is buying me pizza. This is buying me Cheez-Its. This is buying me all the other things I like that are bad for me. I want to weigh less. I, oh, I want to look better. My primary thing is look better. That, that's my biggest thing. I'd also like to weigh less because I'm into the paramotoring thing. And just physically being less weight would be nice. But uh, uh, those are really, it's not about buying me snacks. I, lifeguard Woody literally didn't like eating. Didn't like eating. It was something that I put up with because you needed to do that to do all the other fun stuff like exercise. Uh-huh. 46-year-old Woody finds eating to be just fine. As a matter of fact, you know, 15 hours into his fast, he's holding out. That, that, that last hour is all about, you know, eating again. I mean, like, I, I bought a, or I guess my girlfriend went shopping and got us some uh, pretzel sticks, mm-hmm. like those pretzel rods for a movie night kind the of thing. The big ones? Yeah, the big ones. Like cigars, ones. right. And she was like, I'm not going to have any. And I was like, okay, whatever, more for me. I'm not going to, or I, I think I said, I'm not going to have too many either. I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> Lies. And then we went in the basement to where I got, I've got my 75-inch TV set up in my basement now, my sectional couch, my, my chair, my everything set up. I'm putting the pool table down there. 
my girlfriend's getting me a pool table for my birthday. Uh, very cool present. So that's going to be very cool. But we went down there and we started watching the Muppets Treasure Island, which is a fantastic movie. It's like a children's movie, but it is hilarious. It, it's really, really fun. Okay. And over the course of that 90-minute movie, I ate an entire bag <laughs> of rolled gold giant pretzel sticks. And it wasn't oh. until I reached over onto the like the end table to get some more, and I just heard the sound of salt shaking around, that I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Let me look at the back of this bag. I didn't see that. I didn't oh. see the calories in there. I didn't see that. And it was like, oh, I just, I put myself like 10 days behind. Dude, I'm totally familiar with this. It was like four days ago. I, 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 I traveled to go somewhere. And then on my way back, I, I had to eat Wendy's. That's what I eat when I drive long times too often. And there's not a lot of good restaurant choices. Anyway, so somehow, asshole me is like, well, today's already a low discipline day. So you really should just have another fucking fistful of trail mix, you jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Ugh. And, and you feel so ashamed afterward. Oh, dude, and, and then the opposite happens too. I'd be like, yesterday, I was perfection. I had veggies, grilled, for, grilled uh, George Foreman chicken for lunch and dinner, and that's all I ate all day. Yesterday was a winning day, and those are more days than not. Um, but then I'll be like, it, it, it's the ones where I'm like, oh, like I can't take that back. You know, I, yeah, it's, it's all a momentum game. I feel like, like mm. if you've got, you know, two weeks of solid, good behavior, it's really easy to go two weeks in a day and then two weeks in two days when you're like three days in and you've been good. It's very, very easy to be like, well, I've earned a treat. You know what nut I need to or seal I need to break again? My fitness pal. That shit works. Are you logging all your food right now? Uh, I'm not doing it as well as I should. I, uh, I did today part of it, but oh. not as much. Well, you're, I somehow am like, I, I haven't been logging, and I haven't been logging for a long time, and I'm, I know that I should. I know that that really works. Something about just like just putting yeah. every calorie in there, every calorie, even the butter it's accountability. you put on your thing. Yeah. It, 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 and it's eye-opening to like exactly what you're consuming. And uh, it makes me cheat less, but I'm just like, ah. Do you like I pickles? I don't want to. Yes, I am. Pickles I'm, are a great I'm snack. I'm totally indifferent to pickles. Pickles are a great snack, and they're, and they're like no calories. Like very few calories in a pickle. I mean, if you think about it, it's a cucumber and vinegar. Vinegar doesn't have any calories in it, I don't think. I eat carrots pretty often. That sounds good often. to me. Yeah, I, I've been eating a lot of, I, like I bought this whole jar of like uh, boar's head pickles. Like they're like cut in half. Like it's it's like the whole mm -hmm. pickle, but like cut down the lengthwise. Yeah. And like when I'm gaming, I'll get like three of those, and like that, that's that's a great snack. I I love those fucking things. They're Maybe a little spicy. I should add those in. I, I I'm thinking right now how awesome like a deli pickle would be. You know, yeah. the, the kind that they're floating in the barrel is that still a thing? I don't know. Yeah, sure. Or oh, get just right. get, the, yeah. get a whole fucking pickle just just to. That would like fill a, your belly. It would have. I'm to. envious of Kyle's resolve, like where. You, I don't know how you do it where you'll just click on one day and be like, yeah, I feel like I'm getting fat, so I'm not going to eat for the next three weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then each stop. and every fucking time. Well, there it's is what never, you just described. There is never a mistake. It's all you, you really do drop an insane amount of weight and then 
it's it's what you just described that whole thing where you're like every day of suffering is like a day of binging later on where i can eat taco bell three times in a day when i where i can like just go crazy and and, and have like ice cream and pudding and stuff like that oh. so like starving yourself like, and and during those times like i'll eat once a day like at midnight or something like that so that like i don't have to go to sleep hungry because that's the worst for me it's hard yeah uh and and, and i'll I, tuna is is one thing i eat a lot like just i put a little bit of light mayonnaise in there and uh and then relish and then eat it on like one piece of rye toast or uh, wheat toast that's like 40 calorie bread and i'll eat that and then try to fall asleep immediately because my belly's a little bit full mm-hmm. and then i wake up and i'm just starving again but then by lunchtime the, the hunger goes away and i can make it to midnight again and if you do that for 10 days you've lost 12 pounds no Jail Sonnen did. It's that. just hard. Jail Sonnen was like, my weight loss efforts aren't working out. I've decided to have nothing but water until I weigh, I think it might have been 220. He's like, I'm going to weigh that. That's how it's going to be. And he, he, I think he did it. I don't know that he's done enough follow up videos, but it's crossed my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you saying that in nine days I could be my target weight if I just suffer enough in those nine days? Yeah. And the thing about starving yourself, and I, I, I don't care if it's healthy. I, I've been through this many times. Like, like a lot of the things I do, are just we're like, here to healthy. look good, not to be healthy. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, once you go hungry for long enough, you stop being hungry. Like you still want food. The survival but you trip don't that have, happened to me. Yeah, you don't exactly. You don't have the hunger pangs anymore. You know, you, you, it, it's not like your belly isn't rumbling anymore. You're not just like you don't feel lightheaded anymore. Your body adjusts to like, oh shit guess we're running on reserves now. All right, let's click on over. Let's open that. It's like an ATV. Let me open that reserve tank up and we'll just run on that fat ass you got back there for a, for a week or two and see how that goes. It sucks, but, but I, I, it's, it's what I've always done. Like, like can I, I, I just buy time, an injection? I, I, I think you can. They just, I'm convinced that different kinds of like steroids or I forget if it's more insulin or less. I think it might be less insulin. Like you want an insulin inhibitor and that's the kind of thing they'll do to treat fat loss 10 years from now. It'll be super common. Maybe so. Yeah. Or, or it, you know, I, I think the, 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 the key is going to be something that keeps your body from storing the fat you intake. Like someday we'll have some pill that makes it so that your body only like, like if, Right now, for example, if you eat 1,000 pure calories, I doubt you're getting 1,000 calories of fat and or energy. Like maybe you're getting 800. Like maybe mm-hmm. you're 80%, 80% efficient. If you could make your body 10% efficient at storing mm-hmm. fat and calories, like if you could make it so that it just – and there, there have been pills and stuff that do that, but those are the, those are the things that, that make you have like anal leakage and like shit like Small that. Small price to pay. Yeah, how much anal leakage? Work uh, with- <laughs> If I can There's eat no- whatever I want, whenever I want, I'm going to wear a diaper. Wear a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a little anal leakage, but look at me eating my barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Again. yeah. I can't hear you. All I'm doing is hearing my abs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like maybe that's the thing. I think that's the, might that, be the that's future. A, that's a trillion dollar pill. Dude, one of yeah. the fitness YouTubers was talking about liposuction. He's basically arguing against it, but the argument was super powerful. He's like, look liposuction takes like eight weeks to do right to recover from it it's a rough painful dreadful process i didn't know that yeah yeah apparently like it's it's horrible to deal with and i think it might be even longer than that before your skin like redrapes in a natural way have you ever seen it performed 
Yeah, where I they take I that have. pose and they're it looks like they're being they're super in there rough. just like just going like that. It looks brutal. Like, the same way I vacuum underneath my car seats when <laughs> I'm at the car wash. I'm just <laughs> it crossed my mind. It cro I was like, if I could be thin in a day for ten grand, I would make that buy. I would just buy it. But yeah. that's not what the deal is. Uh -uh. You're you're like damage you can hardly move and then you can move but you're in pain and then you know it's months before you look right again that's not it'd be, i'd miss most of summer if i were to get it'd be better spent on like, to get it and then be better spent on like a hardcore personal trainer like that, mike is going to show up tomorrow that, let me go so that's the second half of these he's like now imagine you spent that same 12 weeks working out like the you you would be if you went through that an equivalent amount of like pain and misery that you would get from liposuction, if you put into exercise and eating right, you'd be amazing. And it's like, ah, he does seem right. He yeah. does seem right if, about that. If you that. hired Big Mike, and every morning Big Mike's at your house at five in the morning, he's like, wake up, motherfucker, time to go. And you're like, nah, Big Mike, I don't want to. And Mike starts whipping your ass. <laughs> like, like I, I told you once, that's all you get. And all of a sudden, you're, you're being drugged from bed. And when you try to, try to, he's throwing you into the shower and like stripping your clothes off of you. And you try to fight back a little. And he just bitch slaps you. You're like, all right, <laughs> god damn it. All I'll right, do my pull-ups. <laughs> give me the towel. Uh. Give me the towel. He's like, nah, you done lost your shower privileges. <laughs> Dude, I, I wonder what it, I bet it's like, I bet a, a trainer coming over here is a hundred bucks. Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah, because oh. he's gonna want time per hour, and you know that's gonna start as soon as he leaves his house. You might think my workout sessions are longer than they really are. <laughs> oh well, 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 then that's the other thing. You know, like if you're gonna pay a guy to come train you, God, it seems wasteful to do half an hour, right? You know, yeah. you're gonna want to do like an hour of cardio or something like that with like, like maybe like intermittent cardio, you know, maybe like 20 minutes on five minutes off, 20 minutes on 10 minutes off, that sort of thing. Oh, cardio. I, I've had my treadmill now for over a month. I have never used it. <laughs> my, my, my girlfriend uses it all the time. She likes the treadmill, but I, I don't see that trend changing. Dude, what you got to do um, is put a TV in front of it. Oh, I have a TV in front of it. I just hate oh, well, running. I, I like calisthenics. I don't know why I find them so much more satisfying than weightlifting. But like the part of my we're doing pull-ups, we're doing push-ups, we're doing sit-ups, we're doing burpees, we're doing shrimps, we're doing bear crawls. And uh, it, there's a subreddit called like body weight training or something like that. Are you familiar with it? No. Yeah. Like this the, is the, the whole first subreddit time is this has happened. There we go. Um, the, the whole subreddit is built around exercises done purely with your body weight, like no equipment workouts, essentially, like, like all kinds of push-ups and sit-ups and like burpee type workouts and sort of like up-downs and, and that, huh. that, that kind of shit. And then they give, you know, if you go in the best of all time or whatever, you can find like whole programs like, all right, do 10 of these four sets and then, then do one of these. And it's, it, you know, would you say it was that, called again? Body, uh, body weight workouts, body it's, weight exercises, something yeah, like that. It, because I've looked at that fitness, same subreddit. Yeah, body weight fit. It's something like that. It's it, it has. It, it's it, probably it's, body weight fitness. There's almost a million subs to this. That's got to be it. Yeah, yeah it, it 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 has all to do with like basically people who don't have a gym. They don't have a bench press and a and a squat rack and all that stuff. And you know, like, lifting press? more and more is so satisfying though. Like when when you see the physical weight going <laughs> on there. And it's more than you did, and then you do it. Like, 
I don't know. That's that really motivating to me. You do that with push-ups and, and, and sit-ups. Like, like, like I like during the times when I've worked out the hardest, like push-ups got so easy that they didn't feel like a workout anymore. It's mm. like, well, I just not like, like if you can knock out 30 and you just feel like you're just pushing air, it's, it's, it's it Taylor does 50 workout. So yeah. he doesn't know it, but we're very competitive. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I like to go. I do mine in sets though. So if I do, if I do more than 50, it's usually like, I don't know what it'd be like 25, 20, 15 or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To get that. I don't know how many I could do right now. Like, like in high school, I think I did like 50 or 60 or something like, um, and, the, but, but then, the, you know, if, if I'm sometimes when I get into a fitness kick, my thing will be to do exercises like that throughout the day randomly. Like anytime I think about it, it's like, I like that idea. Like, it's yeah. like, let's knock out, let's knock out 20 pushups. And like, mm -hmm. even in the kitchen, uh, I would just drop down and, and or, or like when I'm brushing my teeth, I try to knock out 15 or 20 squats. Like I'd squat the whole time I'm brushing my teeth. Like, uh, and just that just kind random. of stuff helps. Yeah, for sure. It has, you to, do it it every has day. to count just as much, right? It, Absolutely. Not a genius at this, but I would think it does. Cause but, it can be hard to motivate yourself to like get suited up and get showered and like turn the music on and not do all of that shit over there and go into the room that is f the room of working out and start counting reps. But if you're doing 10 squats every time you brush your teeth for a month, I mean, you, you, you absolutely just see a difference. <laughs> when I, I love first going started into my basement gym. Like it's, it's so sick having that there. Like my, my bench isn't even that good yet. Like I can do 225 without 25 without times. To me. Yeah. Like I can do it pretty good. But How many like, times I, can you do it? Stop. My bitch isn't very good. How many times do you do it? I well, my I tweeted. Shut I up. Tweeted years ago. How many ago. times? Or no, not years ago. Do you I tweeted two twenty five. I want a number. Twenty five times. Jesus okay, fuck, I, Taylor. Then you can do I, more than two twenty five. I, I, well, I'm, I'm doing five by five though, so I'm, I'm going slow. You but can I, hypothetically. I, I, do I more. tweeted at the beginning of this year. I'm like, by the end of this year, I'm gonna be repping three hundred. And I was, and now, like, seeing how heavy that truly is, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you gonna, could do this now. This is not gonna happen. I bet your max is. I don't. I'm not good at this, but two forty. It's gotta be two sixty five. Okay. If he's doing two twenty five five times and then five again and five again and five again and five again, it's gotta be two fifty, two sixty five. Like, like you. All of these numbers seem like that's a lot of weight, dude. See, dude, it is two. I, I, I'm just thinking about the equivalent. Like, like if, if someone told me they could do ninety five pounds five times, I'd be like, oh, well, you could totally do one fifty. Oh yeah, I, I, it's five times. Is is I, I bet I could do two yeah, once. I'm talking about one rep I max. Bet I could do two forty once. Two forty five once. Too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really good at predicting maxes. From you have to believe like Bruce Willis <laughs> and Unbreakable. That's the thing. He's honest. A lot of times I have had my like break, like maybe I'm plateauing at some weight, and then I have a breakthrough. There was a math error involved, and I didn't even know how much I was lifting until I like double checked it. Like, yeah. you know, I'm weak today. That felt like a little, a little heavy. And then actually I had a breakthrough day. Yeah. You that's get, how oh. my, like that my thing went is I started my five by five way too low because the program mm. was like only add five pounds per workout. And I started at 135, which is like just one 45 pound plate on each side. And I was like, man, this is, this is pretty fucking easy. And then like I, for like a few weeks, I kept going up by five and it never got that challenging. And so I just skipped a bunch of weight, which they say never to do because my form probably suffered. Hmm. But like, that's kind of what I think I'm going to do now. I'm going to disregard the plan 
Oh, to to an extent, not mm-hmm. not entirely. I'm still gonna do the five by five thing, but if I feel like something's too easy, I'm I'm gonna bump up. Like I, yeah. I'm not gonna do Throw the three hundred on there. Live or die. <laughs> I would die with three hundred pounds on there. You well, you got that neck. good squat rack. I'm Did sure I ever you'd be do fine. You ever get it stuck? You ever get the the bar stuck? Oh, on your I, chest? yeah. Yeah, I think one of the first times you I spill did, weights. I did, uh, no, I have safety bars on it, oh. and so like it comes down, but it's like it has to be able to come down to your to your chest mm-hmm. to do the bench, and so like the bars are almost exactly equal, and so you have to do this like like if you can't lift it, you have to do this uncomfortable thing where you're laying back and you have the bar and it's kind of still pushing on you, and you have to like suck in and roll the bar down your body on the safeties and then sit up and then scoot out of it. That's not how I did it. I had the same problem it. and it's like, like it, like you there. Fortunately, there's a spot that's like perfect for my chest so I can hit mm-hmm. my chest and whatever I'm stuck, but my neck is okay. So I roll the bar up to my neck and then I slide out to the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually a smarter one. <laughs> that's how I, I had another one. I have a squat rack, and it's the same setup, right? And mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm doing my squats, and family was out of town, so I'm like completely alone, and I'm not getting up. And I recognize that I'm not getting up from this squat. <laughs> Super hurry, and I basically fell forward like semi violently. And uh, and the, the squat rack saves my butt, and I just like I'm fine. There's rubber mats and stuff on the ground, but mm-hmm. it was eye opening to what would have happened without a squat rack. That thing, I might have, I I literally might have died. Like if that thing oh, came yeah. slamming down on the back of my neck, that's that's the what I was headed towards. It's the real deal. Like the first time you fail <laughs> on a lift in a power rack, you're like, oh, this is why people need these. Like it's no joke. Like that amount of weight, even. 180 pounds, 150 pounds falling on you in the wrong way. That's devastating. What do you Especially think 65 if the point of pounds on the back of your bar? neck does, right? Like a, just, well, maybe not just the bar, but yeah, just the bar with a pair of 20s on it, right? That's uh, mm-hmm. 85 pounds. Yeah. And um, that, that could break your neck. You could be a quadriplegic. Easy. Yeah. Easy. We're way more fragile than we realize. I've been reading that so frequently recently. Like, oh, one punch to the jaw and people die. And I'm like, like it just seems to be repeated all the time. I always thought we were way more durable than we realized. Like you'd be surprised. Six foot fall. Six foot fall kill you. You say yeah. Six foot fall. Yeah, falling yeah. from head height can kill you. Okay. You know it's a it's a weird thing what people bounce back from and what they don't. Right. I've seen online motorcycle accidents that look horrific, and then the guy gets up and yells at the other driver. And then mm-hmm. I've seen stuff. Um, I actually know a guy. Where it, it didn't look that bad. He just sort of la- like it landed in the sitting position, but on the other, like 20 feet away. Yeah. And uh, he was um, paraplegic. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, mostly paraplegic. Like he eventually advanced to the point where he could use like a walker. But um, that's sad. <clears throat> yes, yes. And he couldn't fuck. Oh no! That's the I want to die. Then I've gotten the bar stuck on myself before, and I didn't have your fancy safety measures. But I don't put the locks. Were you bench or or squat? Bench. Oh, squat! I can always just jump out from underneath that and let that fucking crash to the floor. Mm. But bench, it's on you. And and I've been stuck and trying to get one more, and then it's like, okay, now I have a lot of weight stuck on my chest, (laughs) and it's hard to breathe. And I can kind of leave it on like. The bottom of my like chest sternum, area, kind of. sternum, yeah, 
and I won't die if I leave it here, but it's not soon. And there's nobody to help. There's nobody to like, even if, even if someone would, it's just you, this is beyond them. And so I just spill, I just spill the plates. I go all the way to the left and they go, tink, 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 tink. And then all the right, tink, 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 tink. And then I'm done. And I'm like, oh, oh, thank God. All right, 45 is a lot less. <laughs> shit See, I, I got nervous about that kind of thing. And so one of the first times I, I benched a little heavier, I in my home gym, I didn't put the bar grabbers or the stops or whatever the fuck you call. Collars, those things I on. call them. Yeah, the, the collars. That's what they're called. And I was like, I'm not going to put those on because I don't want to I don't want to get stuck. I'm a little nervous. And just by like my right side stronger than my left. And so just by going up like. I wasn't being entirely even just by that on accident. I spilled all the weights on the left and the right side went down so fast because it was nope. a lot. And the t- the bar slammed into the top of the weight rack. And I just remember my girlfriend being like, she was upstairs making dinner for us. And she was like, Taylor, Taylor, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just a fool. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a fucking idiot. You're just dating a retard. Do you have yeah, dumbbells that- yet, Taylor? I don't have dumbbells yet. I, I have all my kettlebells and I have barbells. And then I bought these, um, I bought these uh, farmer's walk handles where you can, they have the same kind of collar that you put plates onto. Right, right. And so you can put a bunch of weight on there. And so usually at the end of workouts, I'll put like, uh, you know, 80, 85 pounds or so on those and then just put them in my hands, one in each hand and just walk as much as I can throughout my basement. And at the end of those, like, you, First of all, your grip and your forearms are dead. Mm. Like you've got no juice left in the tank. But I don't know. Maybe I'm over overrating the effectiveness of farmers carries. But pretty much every workout person is like, this is a jack of all trades workout. It's just walking with a ton of weight as far as you can. Hit your traps. Hit your hit your forearms. Hit your grip. You know, it's forcing you to use stabilizing muscles the whole way. Especially if you like walk a little faster or you try to. So I think farmers walks are great. I do lunge walks or lunges. And basically suck. Oh my God. It's so not now. Now I'm actually doing it with no weight. I used to do it with 10 pounds in each hand and uh, like it, it's brutal. And then my house is, it's kind of big. So when we walk from the gym through the master bedroom around the pool table and back, it is a long walk and there isn't really a great way to just like knock a little off. Mm-hmm. So, like, Colin and I are just ruined at the end of those. But I like them. I like them. And now we're doing shrimps and bear crawls and shit. And I just, uh, I don't know. I, I find a little more fun in the body weight stuff. Sorry. I have a reminder. Oh, you're good. God, uh, four hours in and your phone goes off? Stop <laughs> it and let's restart. I'm putting water in my pool. And if I don't remember to turn it off, <laughs> I should remember to turn it off. <laughs> that would be an error. That yeah. would definitely be an error. So I guess are you, that's are you a, on city are you on city water? No. Well water. Yes. There's no fear that it might a pool worth of water might tap it out. Oh uh, no, no. That our water is like we could never have, ending. Yeah, it's never ending. There's a river not far from here, and the amount the of water table there gallons per right. minute is like it's I think you want it to be over. You want it to be over three, but you really want it to be over five. And mine is like 45. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. You, you got, that's a great well. Yeah. So it's... The water tastes better, too. It does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My grandparents have well water, and it tastes different. Yeah. So, uh, 
Anyway, yeah, so we I just, just had the it takes a little while to fill the pool though with hoses narrow. But uh anyway, PKA four thirty three. Yeah, sounds good.